And we're live. Uh, episode 241 of Painkiller Already. Kyle? This episode has two sponsors. First of all, we have Squarespace.com. Start building your website today at Squarespace.com. Enter offer code PKA at checkout and get 10% off. Squarespace, build it beautiful. And our second sponsor of the night is brand new to us. Uh, this episode is being brought to you, of course, by Eagle Energy Vapor, North America's first retail-ready, caffeine-infused, disposable vaporizer. So we'll talk more about that later. I like to think Chiz's celebration is just bringing in new sponsors. Yeah. <laughs> He's just like, fuck yeah. Chiz is the new man. sponsors. Chiz, Chiz, is, Chiz is always Well, I was pantomiming like, an eagle, but I appreciate that you think, uh, <laughs> think so highly of myself. That's my attempt at an eagle. Yeah. Chiz, Chiz is, uh, he, he beats the bushes for sponsors. Anybody and everybody, he'll cold call. Uh, I listen to the Stern show a lot, so I'll notice who's, who's advertising with Stern, and I'll be texting Chiz all the time, like this, this company, that company, this company. And every now and then one of them will bite, and we'll get them too. So that's cool beans. Yeah, but no beans in that, just vapor. Just vapor, no sugar at all. Anyway, thank you so much, Squarespace and Eagle Energy, for sponsoring the show. Joe, you're coming off a win. How you doing? I'm good, I'm good. Flawless. Coming off off a win is always better than coming off a loss, so I'm I'm good. Uh, Every fight, I get more wrapped up. Kyle was like, I really enjoyed your fight. And I'm like, I didn't enjoy that shit at all. Like, I was, <laughs> <laughs> I was just relieved. I was it was, just, yeah, it it's like watching your kid at a talent show. Like, oh, you got this. You worked so hard for it. Boy, <laughs> your kid you might get kicked it. in the face. Yeah, yeah, I swear I'm like your second wife at this point. I mean, <laughs> minus I the feel fringe di- benefits. But I feel differently, but no less <laughs> uh, uh, impassioned, I think. So, so the biggest thing for me... It's whenever you're hurting somebody, whenever, whenever you're turning it on, you've got them in a bad position, and it's like, oh, Joe's doing some damage now. I get so pumped up for that, like more so than anything else that I, that I could watch. When, you're, when you were hitting uh, Gomi in the head, I was just like, kill him, kill him, kill him. Like, 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 I always want you to just, just pound yeah. him to death. Yeah. I wish I had that response. I like it. Like, um, shucks, did you see the Pat Berry Congo fight? I'm sure you did. Yeah, and yeah. and, and Pat Barry is like a really wo- no no Congo's on super wobbly knees, and uh, then he just comes and knocks out Barry out of nowhere. Is it Congo? Is that the guy he fought? Do you know this uh, fight? Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. So Pat Barry had this thing wrapped up. The other guy was all but knocked out, or was knocked out, and he then somehow out. with one punch he ended Pat Barry. I like, if Joe is pouring it on, I'm scared of that. If if Joe's against some guy that is you know some, like uh, regarded as the best in the multiverse, I'm concerned about how tough he is. If Joe's up against some you know 115 pound girl, I'm concerned what happens if he loses. If if Joe's winning, I'm concerned that this guy could turn it around. I've got nothing but anxiety. No and confidence in the man. It doesn't no help confidence. that he already has general anxiety all the time running. <laughs> so it just kind of amplifies everything. Joe's never thought of it like this. That's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not to be no confidence. That that it's not it. Like you know, I, like I, the smart money's on Joe, but the I. It's like it's like I imagine his wife watching the fights. You know, I I want a couple of things. I want him to win. I want him to come through without injury, and if possible, bonus. Bonus. Bonus is a good. I would love to see you and her watching his next fight, sitting next to each other, and we're like, "Oh God, bonus!" They're like freaking, like, Uh, freaking out. But he like Joe has this. All right, just uh, (laughs) you want a paper bag? No. (laughs) Ah. 
But I yeah, Joe you... did that weird contorted banana split shit on Gomi. I was like, we're good. Then he got his back. Do you think I it's... was so happy? He did that. Do I think what? Do you think he like was injured when you did that? When you I... contorted so, his? Yeah, I, I forget when he's. I think it was after that though. Like so, that definitely tied him up. But at one point, he he let out like a squeal, and I mm-hmm. definitely felt like he was hurt. Like he he hundred percent like started fighting like half as much. He was hurt for sure. Hmm. You know, but but I mean that's the that's where it goes. You know, like I was I was doing that. I was trying to intentionally like kind of make him stretch in a weird position and and try and do that. And then I just I did. You know, is that it's the banana nice. split? That's what I thought it was. That, yeah, that was a banana split. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Never seen that I thought, before. I thought, I thought you were all the time. Me and Kyle thought you were making up a new move on the fly. Yeah, right yeah. There. I was <laughs> like, he's gonna rip him in half. <laughs> I actually back, this is probably back like five years ago now, but a guy actually submitted a guy with that. Uh, he called it like a stump puller or something like that, but. But he submitted the guy. He basically got the guy oh. belly down and just pulled on his leg. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember he pimped his own gym afterwards. He, you know, the, the Joe Rogan hadn't seen it, if I recall correctly. And he's like, you know, what is that hamstring pull thing you did? And he's like, come to whatever, <laughs> badass MMA. We'll teach you all about it. <laughs> you too can rip people's hamstrings. <laughs> Oh, dude, I, I, injury. I'm I'm glad you won, and oh, and it couldn't have gone any better. Like like with you calling the stop to the fight. If people don't know, maybe there's people who aren't UFC fans out there. Um, typically, what you do is you hit a guy until the ref pulls you off. That's how you know you've won. It's not the fighter's job to stop the fight. It's the refs. If you're doing a submission that hurts a guy, sometimes people will just hold it there instead of holding it more uh, until the ref gets there. Right? You know, like. Like, I don't know. Like, if it's an arm bar or something, and you know you've got it, and she's tapping, you might wait for the ref to break it up. Why am I saying she? Notice Woody it's sliding. A she, it's a she. Yeah. She's getting her arm bent backwards. You know, she's <laughs> tapping out, but you just hold yeah. it right there. We all know the arm bar queen. I, she, she's fighting. Is it this weekend? This weekend. Saturday. Yeah. yeah, so she's fighting in a few days. Maybe she's in my head. But, um, but, yeah, anyway, if an opponent's tapping, you might just, like... I don't know, not not injure her, you know, while, yeah, while you you could in. stop extending or you could just keep it right there. Yeah. Or you could hips all the way through and make their arm bend backwards. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, and a lot of people might stop extending, stop trying to break the thing if uh if she's actively tapping or he's actively having. But but it's rare for someone to get up and walk off and and <laughs> say he's had enough. Idea. What what so, was that? So probably not the smartest idea. So I I, I got I got Gomi's back. I start, you know, I'm I was starting to lose the back. That's why I started punching because I he started to get away a little bit, and I started punching. And then he went from like fighting really, really hard to get away to just completely limp, wasn't doing anything. I think I hit him like one more time. And I looked at the ref, and then I hopped off. And I probably shouldn't have hopped off because the ref off. looked at Gomi, and if I if I remember right, he did something like this. Like yeah, go- pretty much. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. Pointed to me like keep going. And so then I started coming back to to jump. I wanted to, if the ref wasn't gonna stop it, I wanted to jump on him before he get back up. Yeah, dude, I. And the ref waved it off. How wild would that have been? Dude, would that I, have I, been if you had to jump on him again and continue the All right. It's, it's the, happened before. Uh, Chris Cyborg, uh, she's like the 145 champ. She's the one that's always calling out Ronda. Yeah. She was fighting some girl. They're on the feet. Hits the girl, mm-hmm. drops her, walks away, goes, jumps up on the cage, arms up, like celebrating. And the referee's like, like it was probably like 20 seconds, 25 seconds. The referee's like, hey, the, this is not over yet. You have to fight. She TKO'd the girl like 10 seconds when she started punching. But, yeah. But, dude, but it's happened. Wait, so Joe, Joe's he's on his back and he's kind of doing that double, you know, punching on either ear, you know, and it knocks the guy out. He gets up, hands away, you know, I won, I won, I won. 
the ref says to go back, and Joe starts walking over to Gomi like a fucking <laughs> silverback gorilla. It's like, it's like, no, don't hurt him, Joe. The Rory McDonald flashed over his face right there. Like, All right, I'm going to kill Gomi. I'm going to kill a hero. You didn't call it, Herb. If you the, need the him dead, I, I should have done. The only thing I should have done differently is I should have had a little more of a tan. I was like as white as a ghost. <laughs> short shorts. So, uh, I, I could have used a tan. But other than that, I think it was a, a pretty perfect fight. Yeah, yeah. And, and plus it, it was neat that... You didn't hurt him more than you had to, and it was Gomi, right? Like, if hypothetically that was John Jones or something under you, everyone would be like, you should have kept hitting him. <laughs> <laughs> but but it was Gomi, and, you know, it, it was like, ah, you know, if the legend, he, I don't know. If the legend has to be done, then uh, then this is the best, best way to do it. Yeah, You definitely didn't take a lot of damage, but you did get hit a little bit. Like, comp- did are there... Uh, how 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 was the next day? Like like, yeah. like uh, are you hurting? Uh, I feel like I didn't fight it. I had a little tiny mark over my left eye, uh, from he hit me with like a hook or something, like just like a glancing blow, like nothing major. I I felt like I didn't fight at all. What he was saying, you probably had sparring sessions that were there were more. Yeah, way way that. way tougher. Yeah, way tougher. You know, that's, that's um, good. That's that's yeah, nice. It's, it, it's nice when it goes like that. You know, because sometimes you win and you still get fucked up. You know what I mean? Like you get super sore hands or an elbow or your back or, or a knee or whatever. Um, but I, I felt like I didn't, I didn't get touched. Were you, nice. yeah. Did you get hurt in the Varner fight? That was a, a hard fought win. Um, I didn't get, I don't think I got hurt that uh, I hurt my elbow from elbowing him in the head. Oh, okay. so, like, my elbow was <laughs> like I was, I'll take it. I mean, I'm not saying I'm not, but, mm-hmm. uh, Ben Saunders actually fought on my card, uh, this past weekend. And I, I, I was talking to him, he's in our locker room, like, but your elbow's killing right now. I was like, oh, he landed so many elbows from guard. Like, so he had the guy in his guard and he kind of had a guy, both of his arms trapped in kind of in a triangle. The guy couldn't get away, but he couldn't really hit him either. So he just hit him with like the soft part of his elbow. It just kind of sucks. You think Connor's? How long is Connor going to stay at 145? I don't know. Now they're talking no IVs, which is a big deal for him because he's so big for the weight to begin he's with. Huge. He does the IV. I, I I don't know. You know, and and I wouldn't be surprised if he just goes up to 55 and tries to win the title there too. What's the rationale behind no IVs? Uh, so supposedly, so first of all, I think the IVs are a, a way better way to help hydrate and everything like yeah. that. Like, but. Um, the the toughest part about rehydrating is getting all the the, the fluid back to your brain, so and, and that's a big part of like why concussions happen. If you don't have fluid in, in your brain, you kind of give it that extra cushion, then a lot of concussions happen because your brain hits the si- inside of your skull, and that's what causes concussions and bruises. So mm-hmm. the idea is if you get hydrated up faster, it's better. You have less head injuries. The idea between banning the IVs is the, supposedly you can use like you can flush a lot of fluid. Uh, and that can be used to like hide, like if you've been on whatever, mm-hmm. then you can you can use it to mask it a little bit. Okay. Um, the, you know, Usada was talking. Uh, they, they had a meeting actually uh, right after my fight, a couple days later, that uh, Chris was at. And Chris Chris owns MixedMartialArts.com, and they've been dealing with like cyclists and people like that like for a long time. And they were saying that you know so they they can random test people. So they would have people um, down in the hotel lobby just basically keeping an eye out. And the second USADA shows up or someone shows up with like a kid or something, they're calling upstairs to whoever's upstairs. And that person's like running down the hallway and trying to like flush an IV as fast as they possibly can. Just because if you were just barely over uh, mm-hmm. and you were going to test positive, but you flushed that little bit of extra fluid, now that puts you just under, now you're okay. So that's the difference between like a, uh, someone getting in trouble or not. So getting you're in saying trouble. flush, but it sounds like they dilute it. Like you put a, pi- yeah. you put a clean yeah. pint in there. Yes. Yeah. 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 Diluting it, yeah. So just putting See, more fluid in your body. Cheaters ruin it for everyone else. Now everyone yeah. has to drink bottles of water yeah. after cutting. And the big thing on that is just that you can't, 
you can't put food in your system as fast. Like the great thing about the IV is that your stomach remains pretty empty. It's so empty. You put lots of food in there. But now if you're talking yeah. lots of water and fluid, now your that space is limited. Right. So maybe you get half as much food in because half of it's taken up by water and What do you eat uh, and weigh in night? Um some kind of bread and some kind of meat. So like I like chicken, steak, pasta, bread, whatever I can get. Like this fight I had a cheeseburger. I had like a it's called like a double iron <laughs> chef burger. It was enormous. It was a you saw the video blog, uh one of the first video blogs I put out for the week. The mm -hmm. second one we put out. Uh showed me eating like this big ass burger. And I ate that on like Tuesday and I had another one on the way in night. It was really good. All right. We'll so devote the good. next hour to Reebok hate. Is that okay with you? <laughs> uh, we, dude, we, we can talk about Reebok all you want, but uh, I think <laughs> I'm not we can talk about it. I don't care. I'm, I'm, I'm all about it. Yeah. So I've talked to you in private and you kind of like you're not anti-Reebok like some people are. I'm not anti-Reebok at all. I, th I think it'll be. So here's what everyone is, is upset about. So first of all, no one likes change. So that's the first part. Like people mm -hmm. don't like change because some guys are doing better in sponsors. I don't think that anyone was doing as good. Like like Ben Saunders is saying he's making a hundred grand a fight. I don't believe that. At all. He's Schwab. got a really popular podcast. Brendan Schwab. And I think was that Brendan Schwab. You said Ben Saunders, but it's Brendan. Oh Schwab. yeah 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 Brendan Schwab. Yeah yeah my bad. Yeah um I, I get Saunders on the brain. It's cool. Um, yeah Brendan Brendan Schwab runs. Uh, he has a podcast called Fighter and the Kid, and I think that he somehow bundles his sponsors from fights. With sponsors for the podcast, and maybe he's making a hundred grand there, like among you know between the two of them. But, but not having the sponsors in the octagon is not costing him a hundred thousand dollars, like he's saying. I don't think. Um, so I don't think anyone's really doing numbers like that, unless you're like a, a Ronda Rousey or someone of that nature. So I don't think that people are taking as big of a hit. But but people are reading and they're like, oh, I was making way less, but so and so was making more, so we must be getting screwed. And I don't. So I I don't think it's that bad. Um, I think that people are – I don't think Reebok stuff is going to be amazing like today. I think it's going to be amazing in like a year and a half, two years. Are you because talking about the money or the product? The product. The product itself. Because uh, – so I went to Reebok headquarters like a week and a half ago, almost two weeks ago now. And they were talking about how basically uh, when, they, when they come up with a new line, it's like a 24-month process. It takes them 24 months to plan everything out. Go through everything, you know, get things printed up, get ready for mass production. It takes a long time for them to happen. They're already working on spring 2017 stuff and fall 2017. So it, it, it's, it's a 24-month process. So when they started talking to the UFC, it was like a year ago. So they were expecting to have 12 months. So they were going to be cutting their time in half. Ended up that between all the negotiations, it, it wasn't finalized until December. So they condensed a 24-month process down to six months. So... Of course, things are not going to be as perfect and smooth as they would like right away. Um, you know, I, I, I think that there's definitely, I think the stuff is very, very good. I think it's very, very nice. But I think that it was definitely, some of the stuff was just rushed a little bit just because of the nature of it. But and are they going to find a way to keep the women's boobs? Did uh, you see the, <laughs> the nip slip saw, technology and, and is I bet behind? No, I, no, the nip slick you, technology is on point. Just I, on par? I need, yeah, just yeah, yeah. I need, I need to get some Misha Tate fights in. I don't know. There was no <laughs> nip slips at all in the Misha Tate fight. I'm a little it's a disappointed. Issue with smaller breasts than it is with bigger breasts. That's, that's what's really happening because it can slide. There's no like. Right. Mm. Yep. There's nothing pushing there's no, on the There's fabric. no titty for the cup to cup. We need a larger oh. sample set of nip slips and then we can do our analysis. Anything. I would bet anything that, that Dana freaked out on Reebok over that. Um, it's no, before to her, like I, I it's, it's has it's, it to her? Yeah, um, I don't think so. 
Well, I don't even maybe... know who that fighter is. She was in the prelims, I think. Well, the big thing it, it was one of the prelims. Uh, Phillips. She fought Jessamine Duke. Phillips. Yeah. They were on. They were on the prelims. Both you know, points. but yeah. but the big thing is like, okay, this is like now like the fourth show, with Reebok stuff, and they they just had a girl lose her top for the first time. Yeah. And and now uh, they have Ronda going in a couple days. Ronda almost lost her top. And Ronda almost. Yep. Lost and she had like double wasn't... sports bra. She had like she was you know yeah. doing everything. If she was in the Reebok stuff, it might have come out. For people who don't so, know all these details, Ronda. What happened was she has a smaller outfit for weigh-ins than she does for fight night. And whoever was – this is pre-Reebok. Whoever was doing her stuff, I think I have the story right, didn't recognize that she needed, like, bigger clothes for fight night. So basically what she did is she just doubled up and wore both outfits. Like, her weigh-in outfit was underneath her fight outfit on fight night, and she still almost had a nit slip. Like, she had to readjust during the fight. Tape. All just tape them like, like your hands. Just <clears throat> tape them. That's all you need to do. <laughs> tape them up. <laughs> Sleeping pills. So, so uh, but o- overall, I think I think the Reebok stuff is good. I think I mean they're listening to all the fighters. Like they're listening. Obviously, they're, they're not. They're, they're definitely not, listening. The, the time for Schwab's kit. <laughs> yeah, I know. The, the the time for negotiating money is 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 gone. Like the, that's not a Reebok problem. The Reebok came to terms with the UFC. So now the UFC deals with that. All the money goes from. Uh, Reebok, it, it's been inside of the UFC, and now it's you know people fighters are going to be upset. If they want to be upset, they should be upset at, at the UFC, not Reebok. Well, the UFC so says they gave all the money to yeah, the so fighters. I think I think the way it worked out is like I don't know what it is, mm-hmm. but it's like sixty-five million dollars over like five years or six years or something like that. So uh, the all the fighter go all the money goes to the fighters, but except for the money they needed to hire staff to deal with all that stuff. So if they if they have you know they hired like ten people to to do all the different events and keep track of all the gear and process all the gear and they have they have women out there that are out there to tailor the gear that week so like Steve Mays his 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 fight kit shirt was like a sausage like it was so tight on him Steve Mays right? a big guy for people that don't know it he's a big guy coach. he's a big guy he's my boxing coach and so it 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 physically fit on him but it didn't fit it was so tight so they had tailors that were there. They could put extra panels in like the underarms to make the whole entire thing bigger. So they're out there. They're they're flown out to my fight was in Chicago. They're flown to Chicago. They have all their equipment there. They took his actual clothes and they they made it bigger and made it fit so he'd have it on fight night. So all the money covers their salaries, and then everything else goes to the fight. It'd be nice if if UNC was more transparent about it, and then that would silence a lot of people because some people think they took like I'm I'm making this up. It's not in fact, but like half of it went to us. And the other half goes to the fighters. But if it was 65, no, if it was 64 1, for example, like a million bucks for the management and 64 million for the fighters, that might put people's minds at ease. If I were you, I wouldn't tell anyone anything. I would Mm. keep my mouth shut because no matter what you do, you're wrong. You know, like. You might be right. Yeah. So I I just. They're still going to be upset about how much money each individual fighter. People complain about everything constantly. People complain about everything. It's a no-win situation. Yeah, I know, and I, I've talked to Joe in private. One thing that he likes about the deal is that he doesn't have to, he doesn't have another job of finding sponsors before his fight. He can focus more on fighting as opposed to like whatever. It's definitely a lot easier. That's why I can't, I can't practice Muay Thai. I'm constantly working on sponsors. Otherwise, <laughs> I'd be, I'd be a, a ruby belt. What did I say? Ruby belt. Yeah, and Muay, <laughs> Muay Thai. I'd have, I'd have three geese on when I, when I roll up in there. People don't know I can hang. I just I don't know. <laughs> train. Like and, and a lot of these guys that are coming up, like they don't they haven't dealt with sponsors in the past. Like I have one sponsor that burned me on like fifteen grand. Mm-hmm. I had a manager that's that burned me on like close to thirty grand. Like 
there's all kinds of issues that end up happening with sponsors and management and stuff like that. So you gotta, you know, you gotta realize that okay, coming from Reebok, you're not gonna get screwed. You're dealing directly with the UFC and Reebok, and that's it. There's no shadiness that's gonna go on. Is many um, is Meta Morris paying on time? Uh, so I got half my money from Meta Morris. So uh-huh. the event was May 9th, I think, or 8th, first week in May. Uh-huh. And then we were supposed to get paid like it was like 45 days later. It was like June 15th or something, June 16th. And um, that day came. I emailed them like, hey, what's going on? And they told me, uh, oh, you know, we didn't have your tax info. So I sent them my tax info like a day or two later. They told me, okay, it'll go July 1st. July 1st came, didn't come. <laughs> July 4th or 6th came. It was like right after 4th of July weekend. And I, and I, you know, I, I texted Halleck. I'm like, hey, like, what's going on? Like, you're like two weeks past due at this point. Uh, you know, t- tell me what's going on. And they sent me half the money pretty much right away. And I'll have the other half in a couple weeks. I, I guess the show didn't do very well. I, I, so I don't know. But I'm, I'm, I'm content. I'm convinced that they're going to pay me. I just, they haven't made good on when they were supposed to pay me. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. Cause and, it- and, it's, and I, honestly, I, I do think that the show probably got killed on sales because uh, there, was, there was a lot of stuff that was going on. So Joe Rogan is really good friends with Eddie Bravo. Mm-hmm. And Eddie Bravo runs the Eddie Bravo Invitational, which is like the only competition of Metamorphs, really. There's, there's Metamorphs and EBI. And Rogan was like speaking out against how Metamorphs was signing people to like exclusive contracts, and that's not good for the sport and all this stuff. It's like, dude, you work for the UFC. They have like 450 fighters under exclusive contracts. You can't say that, oh, it's great for the UFC and it's terrible or, and Metamorphs should be doing it. It's the same thing. So they got killed because of all the, the pressure because of that. And then Halleck said something about how we, people don't want to watch women do jiu-jitsu or something like that or they don't care as much. And everyone, true, everyone like, killed him you know, saying it's sexist and this and that. So they got killed because of that. And on top of it, jiu-jitsu is just not a very big sport. You, you're not going to have people crawling over each other to, to order metamorphs. So you piss off a lot of people for one reason, piss off a lot of people for another reason, and the show That's a core audience, yeah. And they had no gate. They had no gate either. They, they, they tried something new where they, there was like pretty much no spectators. Like they did not sell tickets. Dude, so, I, in, in terms of pay-per-view, I, so I buy uh, more UFCs than most people do, I think. And um, this is like the pay-per-view event. I just recently discovered going to the movies to catch UFC. That was so great. I really like really that experience. That. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't done that. They've asked me about going to like a movie theater and like hosting it and hanging out, but I haven't actually done it like that. I like it a lot. I think lot. it would be really late. I feel like I feel like that would be low. It wouldn't be as uh, I don't know annoying as you might think it would be because even just with the audience, it was kind of it was like we were in in a stadium or something. Everybody yeah. was clapping and cheering, and a lot of when when McGregor won. People walked out. People walked out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This this guy who was like maybe fifty years old and his wife, he was like, like stood up, gone. Like as I mean, soon as soon as the fight was over. Yeah. yeah. Like the, at the end of the first, I think it was something. McGregor was on the ground. He was getting hit really hard, and the old guy was like, "Cut him! Fucking cut him!" Like, <laughs> and, and dude, oh, so man. you probably if UFC fans know um, the fight before that, uh, Lawler versus McDonald, they would shoot on. Um, I can't get his name. Rory McDonald, right? Like he just had this like expressionless face, and and somehow his like pupil and cornea or pupil and, and retina were gone, and and he just like white eyes, like like he left like, his soul in the corner. Yeah, like he was <laughs> this soulless killing machine, ready to go do this, and the, the the place started clapping and cheering. It was like being at an event, as opposed to my home experience, where I typically just put my feet on the desk and watch on my computer. Um, there was a part at the end of the fourth round, same fight, Lawler McDonald, where um. They like, 
I, I don't know what happened, but they were separating, and then, like, one guy stood right there, so the next guy, they didn't want to go back to their corners, they just wanted to yeah, keep end going. Of, end, of the, end of the third, I think. End of the third round. Uh, I, it was I, like, I could be wrong. But again, the, the theater just, like, was so happy, they were, like, cheering and stuff. And there was a stare down in the middle of the fight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, there was a stare down mid-fight. And, uh, and, and, like, the, I, it wasn't a movie theater experience as much as it was like a stadium experience, but with fewer people. That's, that's awesome. That sounds more appealing to me than like going to like a bar or something because I'm sure everyone's there is going because they want to watch the fight. As opposed Everyone, to you yeah. go to a bar, it's like people are there to drink and they'll kind of watch the fight. So it's... That's right. specifically no why... Yeah, yeah. I, I can't imagine me being in a bar and being like, shh, shh. Yeah. I can't or hear the opposite, Rogan. them telling you to stop <laughs> yelling and cheering every time yeah. something awesome happens. Yeah. Or, or, or it's on one TV. And it's not on another TV. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Oh, I'm watching soccer. (laughs) (laughs) No, the the movie. Oh, oh, and it's cheaper. So it's not. I don't know if it's the same everywhere. But where we went, it was twenty bucks. So the it's not bad. Is it seventy now? Is that the new pay per view price? I think that's the price for uh, the HD one. Yeah. So we definitely saved ten bucks. Oh, combined. Yeah, he's saying three times sixty. But uh, if I watch it by myself, which is a more common experience for me, then I pay seventy bucks. If I go to the theater, it, you know, not only is it on a giant screen, but there's other people who are enhancing my like you know experience here, and there's access to like slushies and stuff. <laughs> which is I really nice. enjoyed that. Idea. Or you go to Walmart and smuggle in snacks. Yeah. The, <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. That was my idea, and at first I was kind of kidding, but these two really took to it hard. Like we went to Walmart and they were like stuffing pockets full of candy, like. I, I bought... make Katie stuff her bag. There's a five guys next to the theater we go to. So I make her stuff her, her bag with cheeseburgers. Oh, <laughs> that's next level. That's next level. For, yeah. I brought a bag of M&M's, although I'll admit it was a large bag of M&M's. Dude, oh, I'm my, doing My that. buddy Lorenzo snuck in a, uh, like a burrito one time. Like a Cordoba <laughs> right there. And all you could smell was the fucking cheese and Cordoba. <laughs> <laughs> beans. We used to it sneak so out funny. at Cisco on on. Actually, we only did it once or twice, but but we watch movies and uh, we bring in a six pack of beer. That was our thing. We bring in I, it. wasn't really beer. It was a uh, woodpeckers, like this sort of like a uh, cider thing. Uh, yeah. But uh, apple cider. Yeah, but um. Anyway, it was pretty cool. To, like I had two <laughs> beers during the movie. So awesome. Well, there's worse things to smuggle into a movie theater. Uh. Absolutely. <laughs> you gotta try cheeseburgers. You gotta try cheeseburgers next I, time. It's so good. Five Guys sounds so good in particular. I was gonna do Five Guys today and I just didn't. That, uh, the last minute I decided not to, and it's I've been regretting it all day. I just like to have a so Five Guys burger and try to convince him I bought it here. Right? <laughs> like, what? No, I guess I got this with the, what? They're selling these out. <laughs> So do we want to talk about I have the trip? A, uh, we could, but I have another thing I want to talk about. I've been saving up this topic for a few hours now. Uh, I want to watch a video together. Oh, for some reason, I'm having a hard time loading any links on my internet. It's, not like, it's like my internet's not working, despite the fact that you and I are having this conversation right now. This is yeah, the video you want to watch. It says, DNO, DNS probe finished, bad config. Can you switch over to the other internet line? Yeah, but you might lose me for a second. Yeah. Well, it's worth it. It'll work. It is worth it. Yeah. This yeah. is a video we're going to watch together. I'm giving Joe too much lead time. He knows what it is. He saw the URL. 
I can't tell if Kyle's just not moving much or if he's changing his internet. Oh, you think Kyle owns the call? All right. Well, we may have to re. We have to bring this back. I've returned. Oh wow! Well, that was quick. All right. So bring back your bring back your video, please. My camera won't come back, Tom. Mine won't. Group video is unavailable at the moment. Please try again a little later. All right. Let's hang up and call back. All right. This looks like it's going to work. All right, everyone but Joe. I'm working on it. Cool. Oh, that actually right. that actually fixed it. Yeah. Very good. All right. Uh, queue up at zero. This is a great mm -hmm. video. I am. Hang on one second. I'm at zero. <laughs> let me. Hey, let me put this on HD. Yeah, Ooh. 380p. That's what I want. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm queued at zero. I blame oh, uh, Joe. Are we watching the, the video on my, me and my brother? Yeah. All right. Are you ready? No, I have an advertisement. All right, I'll wait for you. <laughs> Just picturing the music still there. Tell me when you're ready. Uh, I am ready. Ready, set, play. Joe is taking this big brother thing to the next level here. I'm not messing around. Wow. This is Joe and his brother fucking around. Neon, oh, it took his back. I, I hate like that takedown. Don't you get itchy? Oh. Uh, it was pretty itchy, yeah. Grass sucks. Beats concrete. Uh, uh, yeah. Yes, glass. Look at this triangle. He's hitting. Oh, there it is. Yeah, you let go. <laughs> push you, push, you push him back. <laughs> yeah. Don't forget who the fucking alpha is in this family. <laughs> oh, mine for it. Oh, there it is. Going Round two. Oh. Look at you oh. just pounding your brother. Yeah. Face. It was it was a lot longer than this too. This is only a small clip. He looks like he's. Was that a Brazilian tap? Ah, uh, kind of, yeah. Oh, cheap shot! <laughs> so I probably deserve the punch. <laughs> oh. I want to hear about that. So, so this whole entire thing started. First of all, I fought like a couple days before this. I had just come back. I fought a kid, uh, Tim Honeycut, and I need him in the head. Like the whole fight was like. 10 seconds long. Definitely my shortest fight. I literally walked across the cage, threw two punches, knee him in the head, and knocked him out. And um, so I was in like, I was in fight shape. I was in really, really good shape. Danny was drinking and shit faced at the part. At the, this is like my family's pigros. This is like the first year. And, <laughs> and, and the last year. Yeah, I was going to say. No, no, no. It, it, it went on for a while. And, uh, but basically, Danny was being an asshole. And Danny was being drunk and just running his mouth nonstop to all his friends, like mouthing off to me, saying he can kick my ass, all sort of stuff. Can I interrupt and for a second? For people that don't know, Dan Joe's brother Danny is a certified badass. He's got gigantic hands. He has a couple fights in the UFC and some other like you know big organizations. His brother's a pro fighter too. So, Danny's the youngest. Danny's the youngest fighter ever in the UFC. So Danny's very very good. So but he's running his mouth, kind of being an asshole at the party a little bit and. 
his friends start like know that I'm the only one that they can probably deal with him at the party. So they start mulling off like, oh, you know, Dan, you should go kick Joe's ass or Joe, you should kick Danny's ass. They're trying to instigate, and I'm I'm not getting involved because I'm not drunk. Danny's drunk, and then my dad comes over me and kind of like gets like really, really close, just whispers in my ear. He's like, kick his ass. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, okay, so um, put on gloves, and I just I know how Danny is. Do you I just know carry that, you know, gloves and a mouth guard with you in case? <laughs> Yeah, uh, well, this is my parent. This, uh, this is my parents' house. This is where we lived at the time. Okay, so, right. yeah, so you got. So it's at our house. So I go and again. I get my. You know, I get. I have my gloves. I have my mouthpiece. Danny has the same. And I tell Danny right off the bat, I'm like, we're doing one fight. That's it. One time. That is it. I'm not doing it again. And he's like, I was like, uh, he's like, I'm only gonna need one time or something like that. He's saying to me. So I'm like, okay. I'm like, just as long as we're clear, we're doing this one time. I was okay. And I cracked him with a hook. He threw a couple punches on me. I took him down. I slammed him. Uh, I, I submitted him. So when I submitted him, he kind of pushed me, and that is when I got off and I pushed him back. And yeah, he called me like a pussy, and I called him back a pussy. And I started taking. And you see me right away. I'm taking off the gloves. I'm like, so I'm you're done. angry at this point? Like I'm not. I'm not angry, but he's my brother, so we're a little competitive. So um, <laughs> I, I was annoyed that like after after he gave up, he decided to try and push me. So I was a little annoyed about that. So I'm taking off my gloves. I'm done. You know, and he's like, let's go again. Let's go again. I'm like, this is how this goes. Like this is not gonna happen. Like I said one. You had your chance. We're done. So he keeps it up, keeps it up, keeps it up. Again, my dad comes over, kick his ass. <laughs> so I got I to do what my dad tells me. So I put on the gloves. And this time, uh, you know, I, I get him in a choke. And I'm like, I'm, he's not on the point of going unconscious, but I'm, I'm sunk on the choke, right? And I squeeze pretty hard. And he taps. And then right after he taps, like, I give it one extra little, like, ugh, I give it, like, one extra little squeeze. Just to, I mean, because I tapped him out the first time, and he he wasn't convinced that that was enough. So I want to give him a little extra uh, for the second time. That was when he got up and he swung on me. And, I mean, I, I probably deserved it. Like, I wasn't surprised. <laughs> I probably deserved it. Surprised. <laughs> so, but, yeah. Uh, but no, wait, was there a fight after that one? Or did that how no, it no, ended? Just two, I, I, that video was edited weird. They They took, like... It showed the first fight, and then it showed like the the first half of the second fight after the the second half. So it was the, the video was edited weird. I have the video somewhere. Yeah. Um, I don't think I could could screen share to you guys, but I, I do have it. So so how many times do you guys like kick ass in the Joe Lozon family reunion? Every uh, that was that was really the only time. It's, That's not even true because I know there was a leg kick contest at at least one of these. Oh things. yeah, yeah. Th th I wasn't involved with that though. But yeah, we have a uh, we have the pig roast. That's on my YouTube if you want to show that. Uh, how long is it? Uh, it's short. Uh, There's a couple, but it, it's pretty short. Find a link. Uh, or I could help, probably. I'll, I'll get it for you. A leg kick contest. Is this an endurance contest? Pretty much. That sounds awful. Mm. I'd win by not participating. Uh, <laughs> that is the best I'm, way to I'm win. I'm right with you. Like you couldn't talk me into that. Yeah, it's right up there with Latino. Oh, you found it. You beat me to it. So there's two. They're both kind of the same. Which one should we watch? I I just have one actually. Let's watch the one. second one. Okay. I said second one. Okay. I think the second one's a little better. It's a little bit longer, but it's better. Oh, good lord. <laughs> Are we ready? Yep. Ready, ready. Set. Play. It's 2008. So these two guys are brothers. This is Doug Brown and Eric Brown. So Doug, Doug is on the right. 
he fights at 155. He was actually my last fight before the UFC. He started training with us right after. Um, so there's Doug's on the right, and then Eric's on the left. Eric fights at like 185 and 205. Good so Eric is, Eric's a lot bigger, but Doug uh, is a better kickboxer. Huh. I'm not sure who's going to win. I'm going to... Mm. Holy smokes. They, they lay into each other. That was a little high, you think? Uh, as long as they, as long as they caught the thigh, that was that's all that matters. So when, when you kick someone, you want to hit them just above the knee, right at the really thin part of your knee. That's like the best spot because that's like the least amount of muscle. I feel like he's hitting him in the butt. The big yeah, he, guy. He's, he, he is he is kicking a little high. Like again, he he's the the bigger guy, but he's not as good of a kickboxer. He's not as accurate. Yeah, and, and maybe the smaller guy's kind of sitting down on it, knowing how to take it. Yeah. But they, I mean, they're they're giving it to each other. <laughs> That, he can tell that one hurt. See how yeah. he sits down on it like that? Yeah, he yep. leans into it too. <laughs> There's <Disgusting>. Chris. <laughs> There's Jimmy Quinlan on the right. Hold oh, at it in the brown. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yep. And there's Guido. You can see Guido's on the far right side. He's like the, little, the chubby kid in the the black t-shirt and tan pants. People in PKA know Jimmy Quinlan. Uh, so, who's your new wrestling coach or grappling uh, coach? So new, new grappling coach is Frank Camisa. So, Frank is uh, Frank is a really good friend of Jimmy's. He's the Frank is the head wrestling coach at Bridgewater State College. Uh huh. Uh, for my last couple fights, all the fights I've been working on wrestling with Jimmy, I've been drilling. Frank has been the guy I drill with and work with. So it's it's not that different. It's just that Jimmy's not actually there. Uh. Jimmy was kind of like structuring the workouts before, whereas Frank is doing it now. But I think Frank is a little more is a little bit more. I like me, uh, just in, in kind of style for grappling and whatnot. So I think it's it worked out pretty well. This guy's drinking beer during <laughs> the leg kick contest. Tend that pain. I, I was it, it, with Kyle was too at, at Joe's wedding, and I'm like secretly afraid something like this is gonna break out. <laughs> <laughs> it could have happened. There were so many fighters there, like you just cauliflower ears all over the place. Dude, how awesome was it for Bert to come? It was so awesome. That was like the best thing ever. Mm. Oh. Well, I just missed it. Who just kicked? The little guy? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Doug kicked. Yeah, on the right. Inside. The big one looks like he's emotionally done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, he inside. went for the inside leg kick. Yeah. Well, yeah, because he just Doug gave kicked him inside one. first. No, Eric uh. did too. Like, which way am I going to go? Which way am I going to go? <laughs> Is that what he's saying? Yeah, I think so. I would thought he just drilled the same spot, but I, I guess not. And there's Chuck O'Neill who's on the far right in the back corner, the top right corner. Chuck, <laughs> Chuck fights in the UFC, too. He's had a couple fights. Oh. oh, and there's Danny with the camera. Yep, Danny with the camera. Oh, he kicked him in the... That's like a kidney shot, wasn't it? <laughs> I didn't see that coming. Oh, and there's Andy. Andy. There's Andy. Yeah. That was when Andy was on his way to Fat Andy. He wasn't quite Fat Andy. <laughs> yet, he was on his way up or down? <laughs> he was on his oh. way up at this point. Huh. I kicked Andy in the leg so hard so many times because he was smoking cigarettes. Yeah, <laughs> I kept... Recently or back then? Back then. <laughs> <laughs> How's Andy doing? Andy's doing great. Andy's good. He uh he got his he's got oh. a car now. He doesn't have a license yet. He's got the, like the the blow thing in it. But he has oh. to. That's right. He's got a for the DUIs. He's got to blow yeah. into it to start the engine, <laughs> yep. right? Yep. So, but he's kind of like. He's had it for like two months, but he needs an appointment to go and get your uh, go and get his license, his actual license. Who won the big guy? Uh, 
I think the bigger guy. I, I think, yeah. I missed the last <laughs> kick. Yeah. Well, that was fucking intense. He's gonna be, have a wicked bruise. Are they gonna yeah, show they, him off? They were limping pretty bad. I want to see this, uh, yeah. see this bruise or red mark or whatever's left. Inside one. Ah, it doesn't even look that. I mean, it doesn't look bad now. Tomorrow it's, it's gonna so look fresh. Gruesome. Yeah. Nice tomorrow. Yeah. It's, it, it's that's pretty again awful. So would Andy have to start his DMV test with? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can start scoring now. <laughs> pretty much. Uh, how long does he have the breathalyzer in his car? Uh, I think like a year, two years, I think. And, and he's pissed because it doesn't, like, you have to pay to get it calibrated. So he's paid for two months, and the time doesn't even start until he gets his license. <laughs> so he's just, he's pissed because you got to get it calibrated every month. So he spent like, it spent like a, a couple hundred dollars already to get it calibrated. What kind of car does he have? Uh, he got a, a pickup truck. Did he get a Tacoma? He did. Nice. Yeah, and here we That's thought. so ridiculous. With that, I, I feel like I've never seen one of those in real life, but I'm aware that they exist. And I, I, you should make a video of him using this thing or something and put it on the. <laughs> it it would be so. Now, how's it? <laughs> Could you? Oh my god! It'd be so funny if he didn't know how to drive a stick. All right, but he got a stick, so every time it stalled, he'd have to turn it back on. <laughs> <laughs> god damn it! Get out of the intersection! I'm blowing as hard as I can. Super temperamental too, like. You, if you have like buffalo chicken and you try to blow like that, will give it like a positive thing, so it'll it'll have to be cleared. Like there's all kinds of food and stuff like that that'll mess up. Oh man, that's rough. so it's pretty pretty crappy. What's his last name? Uh, Andy I L O A I E L L O. Looking up his fight record on SureDog, see how he's coming along. He is on a three fight win streak. Yeah, Andy Andy's been doing well. Huh? What what weight is he? Uh, he fights at 125, huh. but he, he he walks at like 150, 145, 150, somewhere in there. I just I don't know. How many wins do you think he is away from the UFC? Um, honestly, like almost no one gets into the UFC now, just on their own. Like almost everyone comes to the Ultimate Fighter, so they either have to do a, a, an Ultimate Fighter at his weight, or he has to just be ready. And when someone else gets hurt at 125, they're looking for someone. You know, we're on, we're on the short list for for people. Like they would give us a call, like, hey. Is Andy ready to go? So, really, it could ha could happen, but it'll be obviously it'll be less than ideal. But if he lost that fight, they would they would let him come back with a full camp on another fight. Is uh, is know. that something that he looks forward to and and thinks about that? Like, yeah, if this guy, you know, if there's a card coming up with a guy his size fight and they're fighting his weight class, is he like, oh, maybe this guy gets hurt? Maybe is that uh, something he looks? No, he, honestly, Andy doesn't follow at all. Like he doesn't like if I fight, he'll watch or Proctor fights, but other than that, he doesn't even watch. God, I would. That's if, yeah. if it's me, I'm I'm watching. I'm like, oh, you think one twenty-five so, right? fight tonight on the card. I better, you know, coming up in in two months, maybe one of these guys gets hurt. I'm watching yeah. it like a hawk, hoping you know, maybe this hang there can. two weeks before the fight. When I fought Kiesa yeah. in Connecticut, it was pretty close. So he was watching that card pretty close to see if anyone fell out. But, um, but no luck. <laughs> well, I wish him luck. I'd like I'd like to see him on TV. And he's yeah. good. Like, he, and he's one of my best trainer partners. Like, he's always like, he's uh, I'm I'm bigger than him, so it's like we kind of have to preserve his brain as much as possible. But yeah, it's um, not not working. But, yeah, it's not working. So <laughs> he was dumb before, though. Like, I don't. <laughs> but uh, but he he's he's right there. I mean, he he's good skill wise. He's he he's really dumb, but he's right there skill wise. Like he 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 would do well. He, I, I. Who's dumber, Jeremy or or, or Andy? Ooh. Uh, oh, Jeremy's much dumber. But, <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> but Andy's, Andy's, pretty close on some things, though. Uh, Joe has met Jeremy. A, he rolled with him on one trip. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. You got you guys had a little wrestling match out there in the grass. I remember that. Yeah. I like Jeremy. Yeah, Jeremy's a nice guy. Jeremy's married now. Uh, has his own kid and like a stepkid. That's scary. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's doing. I, I was... If I'm never in a car that he's driving, that'll be too soon. <laughs> Dude, it was great. Oh. So I'm in the back seat giving Jeremy shit about his horrible driving, right? I'm he, giggling at how harsh he's being. <laughs> and, and it's so bad. I think Kyle was in the front seat, if I remember right, but it's not important. What's important is that Joe yeah, was but, there. So so Jeremy's, like, getting upset. And, and, he, and by the way, his driving really is awful. Like He's bad. He's really bad. The, the car not in front looking. of him hits the brakes. He hits the gas and then just triples down <laughs> on the brakes so that he doesn't hit him. You know, if he misses a turn... He'll go miles looking for a U-turn because just like U-turning is not like a thing that he could do. Or like, or you know, like if, if you kind of figure out the whole city's laid in like a grid, if you miss your turn, you can just like take the next one and come around. These concepts are not registering with Jeremy. The whole thing is terrible. And sometimes I'm not saying anything. I'm just laughing. I'm just laughing. Yeah, yeah. We're trying not to because he's sensitive about he's that sort of thing. He's mad at this point. And he's like, he's up front and he's fuming. And this Jeremy guy, if you don't <laughs> yeah, know, posture. he's strong as fuck. Jeremy would kick strong. my ass. And, and it, but like, like at the time, he was spending all his day carrying like several chickens. five pound <laughs> buckets of dead chickens. Like he would just clear <laughs> yeah, out. A a imagine you know for you know forty pounds and uh, and at least one of your hands all day and just walking like doing like uh, what are those ca um what do you call them when you when you walk with a weight in each hand like um, um farmers walk farmers carry yeah, yeah, yeah. there you go perfect exactly he's doing those all day legit so he's just <laughs> he's, he's built he's strong he's he's his, pretty his tough his forms guy. are like Popeye shit going on there like they're, they're quite just big. they're just big and strong and 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 I'm laughing at his horrible driving. Under the safe, protective umbrella of Joe Lozon. <laughs> <laughs> we were all making fun of him quite a bit. And you could see Jeremy's like body language change. Like, like, like he had his right hand on the steering wheel, but he's, he's gripping. Like, real high. <laughs> he's like, like, because we're over there. Like, 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 we're over there, and he's driving like this. He's like, yeah, yeah. Getting his cigarette out the window. Like, like doesn't even want to look at us over there and them in the back seat. And he's just pouting. Uh, <laughs> and, it's the only way and, like, it'll get real quiet for a while. And everybody's kind of waiting for him to do something else. You know, because you don't want to laugh at him because you can tell you've kind of offended a, another adult, right? And then he's giving it breaks. In the same instance, though, like, we all know that at this point, we're, we were even texting. We had, like, a three-way like joking about dying on the way to the pizza place and everything. And, like, so we're, so the next time he fucks up, I know we're all going to break out laughing or somebody <laughs> say something. And you're just waiting on it to happen. The next time he, like, you know how the, they had those, like, like, speed humps in, like, residential areas? Well, they, there was kind of, like, a... I don't know, like a bar and restaurant type district, and it had those. And he'd hit them so fucking hard, or he see him coming, or he'd slam on the brakes multiple times. He was just like, like right on the brakes. Everybody leaning forward, like seatbelts actually locking and restricting you. And we're all just like, the fuck? <laughs> and he's, I didn't see it. <laughs> all right, excuse. Joe, who would give a worst post-fight interview, Andy or Jeremy? Ah. Uh... Andy. Andy, Andy would be worse. Yeah. Andy would be worse. I, I, I completely agree. That, I, so Jeremy I, would be funny, and he would actually say something. A Andy is, like, pissed off. Like, he knocked a kid out with an elbow and looked like his, his dog died. 
And then he catches a fish, and he's the happiest kid you've ever seen in your life. Like, okay. He talked about this at your wedding. He, 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 was, he was like, that's kind of part of the gig, though, right? You know, being an entertainer, you need to get up there. You need to say a thing. Yeah. And, you know, and he's like, nah, I'm just going to keep knocking people out. That'll be my <laughs> I think he'll be the guy who knocks people the fuck out. And I'm just like, well, you got, you're kind of right there, but... Yeah, but do the other thing wouldn't hurt. But the it thing he's talking about is really hard to do in the UFC, you know? Like, add the other thing. I, I always tell him, it's like, you know, it's like you're doing the same amount of work, but you get paid $100 for this, or you get paid $1,000 for this. Just fucking smile and talk a little bit, and you mm -hmm. get paid 10 times as much. And he doesn't want to listen. He, he freaking hates, like, UFC fans. He hates, he hates anyone that, like, that likes fighting. Like, <laughs> he just, he hates them. Like, he wants he to really fight. Just, like, he's not fighting for them. Out. He's fighting for him. Dude, I'm guilty about watching fighting now. Part of it's Lozon and the brain damage. Not Lozon. Rogan in the in the brain damage talk. What are you saying? Okay. <laughs> no, I, I, I mixed up my Joes. Um, when he, he was talking to Brendan Schwab about the brain damage, and I think he did another podcast too, another episode of his podcast, where he was just like unsure whether he still wants to be a UFC guy because of the brain damage that can happen in, you know, to the fighters. And um, when I watched something like the Lawler-McDonald fight, people were comparing it to Frazier Ali and that those guys would, like, never be the same again. And I, I think they might be wrong. I think they'll be the same again. But it's, like, it's a guilty pleasure for me at this point. Um, I definitely think that, I mean, there's definitely a real possibility about that. But I think that... A lot of times you have guys that have like really really bad like issues like that. It's because it's not really from the fight. It's from the it's the fact that they spar like that in the gym every single day for you know fifteen years. Mm -hmm. I, I think I think that's the bigger issue. I was talking to Joe once and he said, "Yeah yeah yeah, you know if I lose like five percent of my brain, I think I'm still better than most. I'll be fine." <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, <laughs> you so energy? much energy. In <laughs> so the serving size on these is 10 to 20 puffs but if you do 10 of them at a time <laughs> can you make them all light up you can hang on let me turn the light off one second <laughs> he doesn't have time to draw on it 10 times all right just busy guy he's multi he's multi-threaded there in his uh there you go his yeah. vaping he's stepped up his game joe do you use your it background much at all uh, not too much. Like, it helps for like doing like website stuff and Facebook and stuff like that, but not not too much. All right. I try oh, to like, look, anytime they're me, I'm like, "You look good in the dark." Look at that. It's got a lightsaber sticking out of his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think yeah, a couple didn't light. Contest. Oh, they lighted in the end. They lit in the end. I got them all right. You and did. did. I, I, Missed some that time. Yeah, I yeah. Some. I don't want to give you a hard time about it. There you go. That's all. Yeah, that was a win. So <laughs> I don't know, I don't know what that dosage would would amount to, but my left ear just stopped working. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know you're super energized. You don't need to hear. You ain't got time to hear. I, I really do feel a little funny right now. I I, I really do feel you know a little yeah, I, I feel like I feel like all that guarana and, and uh, the taurine is just pulsing through my my lungs. A little ginseng and, in uh, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I definitely got a buzz going on right now. I feel like, I mean, sure, these things have energy and all that's good, but I'm pretty sure you can get a get a pretty good high off these things if you really <laughs> get them cranking. Now they sent me like this storefront box, right, with ten of them in it, mm -hmm. 
And if you want to get high, I think that's the trick. You want ten of these. <laughs> like, but you really got to puff on them hard. The like, Adderall, you have again. to go to the doctor, get a prescription. <laughs> it's a whole ordeal. This, you just we got a know. fucking opera code for this shit. Like, this is this is legit. <laughs> <sighs> Jesus. <laughs> his his eyes. Is now a good time to corner Joe? <laughs> that's my favorite thing about dogs is when when you're like feeding them snacks is like uh whenever I feed my dad's dog, its eyes get so enormous. It's a little <laughs> dog, so naturally, I guess not well, unnaturally because of us, their eyes are bigger than their skulls. So so like its eyes just bulge so huge when it sees like a piece of meat or something. Uh, I'm gonna turn my I'm gonna turn my lights on and okay. I wanna get a cup of coffee because I want to I want to really take advantage of this garana and tour scene that I'm inhaling. <laughs> but, um, but after that, um, I want to talk about the other thing, if we yeah. can. Yeah. All right. You're right. right back. We can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Let me see. The other thing. Oh, I, I have a couple topics here. You guys want to talk about Chris Christie? What's he doing now? Chris Christie has come out and said that if he is elected president... He will actively go after states that have legalized marijuana. He says Uh um, he considers it a gateway drug. And he said, if you're getting high in Colorado today, enjoy it. As of January 2017, I will enforce the federal laws. He's such an asshole. He's so (laughs) bad about it in New Jersey. They've got medical marijuana, I think, in New Jersey. But it's like you can only have it for this one ailment and you you can't get it anywhere in New Jersey. So, like, it was a weird thing to pass but didn't really go through. But he's super anti-marijuana. So I believe that he would actually do that and be an asshole. But uh, has he even come out as running? Yes. Yeah, he's running. Okay. Yeah. Well. Luckily, luckily, there's a different crazy person that's leading the polls right now, so I'm not, too, <laughs> I'm not too concerned about Mr. I need three times my annual budget on cheeseburgers, Chris Christie, to, uh, to take I, any votes away from Trump. I am loving this like, election season so far. People are going to get tired of it, but just crazy after crazy, it, it, has, been, it has been fantastic. I, Comics will make careers in the next year. If you were, if you know, if you're uh, like mediocre comics, like you know, I mean, that's how the Daily Show really launched. It was the 2000 election and stuff like that. I think that mm-hmm. also might be why. You know, it's a shame John Stewart's leaving, and I really wish he would be here for this. Like we saw the clip the other day of what he's been working with from Trump just off this material. Mm-hmm. But I think it will be a great opening to Trevor Noah to give him this leap. Uh, this leap with the election he should be able to make a good show out of it but joe, i'm looking forward why to are you it. looking so confused joe what's wrong can i help you with something no i was checking something all right very confused uh brandon like i um after every time i fight i try and track down all the photos i can mm-hmm. uh from the fight and i try to get like high-res versions and sometimes i end up getting some printed up or whatever and brandon had some good ones so i was he's he texted me said he sent them to me so i was checking what he had when's your next fight i have no idea um Honestly, the bigger thing, it, it sounds weird, uh, but I want to see what happens. C. Mays has needed surgery on his elbow for a long time. He's got like some kind of nerve damage. It's so like, he'll be holding mitts, and like he basically, between baseball, baseball season kills him, and then holding mitts, his like his hands get all like numb and tingling, and they got to do some kind of surgery on his elbow. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to get him to schedule the surgery soon so it doesn't mess up a fight camp. So I kind of want to see how I feel, and I want to see, honestly, I want to see how I feel like come you know midtime next week after I've had a week or so off. Kind of see how I feel because I, I definitely I, I heard a couple things during training camp and I wanna. Can you say what they are? Or you don't want to. 
Um, you want to target them? Yeah, I mean, it's not so. I, I, I probably won't go into it, but just like stupid nagging stuff, like I had, like a sore elbow, sore hand, like stuff like that. I dislocated my little toe on one of my on my left foot. Mm-hmm. Just kind of just stupid stuff. Did you just relocate time. it right on the spot with your finger? Uh, yeah, I, I just I, I don't know if it if it really dislocated or, or what, but like it was like super sore. And it, it felt out of whack. I, I might have broken it. I, I it probably was more likely. I think I broke my little toe. Wow. But it's just annoying. Yeah. Annoying stuff. But like I wanted to I want to take a full week off and just see like I've been <laughs> at my gym, but I haven't been actually training. So we'll kind of see how I feel next week and probably get another fight right away. I don't want to wait too much. I uh, I broke my big toe once. I never broke my little toe. I broke it in four places at one time. Right before uh, state championships in swimming. Sounds terrible. Yeah, I just duct taped it. Fuck it. I think um I think they say so I I dislocated my little toe. I think your 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 little toes are the most important toes. Really? Because it's, it's what gives you your balance. So like if, if you're talking your like your big toe has foot, to be yeah, the most but you can't no, go because your big toes if they, this was your feet right you're like this so your little toes stop you from going to the left or going to the right. Whereas your big toe, your your big toes are are stopped. If your big toe is in there, your other foot does all the work of your of just, that big toe. I think toe. you'd stand on your big toe. It's what you like push off. No, no, your your big toe is the least important toe. It's it's the most likely for you to what stub. What's that it. sound? Is that is that from you, Joe? Nope. That's Kyle doing a voice. I think he's talking about the dog. <laughs> yep, it's definitely Kyle doing a voice. Kyle, At first, I thought it was maybe drama, but then I'm like, nope, that's a kitty impersonation. That was a kitty impression. Yeah, I kitty. Boopy <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's, what's Kitty selling on Etsy now? I saw something on Reddit. Oh, man. Kitty's doing uh, really well at that right now. Um, so go check out Kitty's Etsy shop. Uh, it's at Paintball Kitty on Twitter. You can find it there. Um, she's selling everything from like these bath bombs, which is like, I don't know, it's like it's tennis ball sized thing. You throw it in the bath. And it like it's uh, there's uh, it's it's like uh, Alka Seltzer, but it it's like bath salts, if that makes sense. So it's like an instant ba- uh, like bubble bath with like bath salts in it and stuff, for like pain and I guess it smells good too. Uh, but that's just like one of like a dozen products that she's got. She bought all this equipment, uh, like spent months researching, testing, and uh, making her own like pain pain creams and pain salves. Uh, she's selling these essential oils right now and doing really well. Um, did like 150 orders recently, I think. That's awesome. Those, and she's she's doing really well with that. So yeah, she's selling Sweet. a bunch of shit. My daughter. And she's selling. Oh, go on. I'm sorry. I thought it was. No, no. Good. I was gonna say she's selling like like I don't know. Uh, my uh, my can the FPS Russia candles we came up with that smell like napalm mm-hmm. and uh, and one that smells like bullshit. I think soon. It literally smells like shit. It's so awful. But yeah, so, so we're having fun with that. Send them to your friends. My daughter wanted to follow in her footsteps. So uh, Hope is captain of her speech and debate team now. And in the summertime, she likes to go to these speech and debate camps. I like your cup. Um, I like the cup. <laughs> the speech and debate camps. But the one she wants to go to next year is like four or $5,000, which is a lot. So her objective is to earn that much by next year. And... Uh, um, she wants to like she wants to follow in Kitty's footsteps without actively competing against her, and she's going after like dishwashing detergent and like uh, laundry detergent, which is pretty awesome. Kitty's not doing right now. Yeah, and she was like, I just wish it was more consistent. I feel like she did it. She was like making sample products. We're using them here. Like we, you know, figuring out what works, what doesn't work, what packs, how to ship it, stuff like that. And then it 
she didn't like it feels like it's died down a bit i'm like ah you know like it you got to keep working at it. Like recently, Kitty's has picked way up. Like she's mm -hmm. she keeps getting shared by these other much larger like Instagram accounts and stuff like that with fifty thousand users, thirty thousand users, and you know they're like it's like the right uh, it's the right thirty thousand users. You know, like it's stuff like that. <laughs> Not the FPS um, Russia. <laughs> no, no, it's it, it's a bunch of you know it's a bunch of chicks that are like I want some trendy bath bombs. So it's perfect <laughs> for for to get to share to them. So, uh, and what else was she doing that, that that helped a lot? With hope, come back to that. With hope, it's tough as a parent because, like, part of me wants to like drive her and like, like, do this, do this. You should, you know, like, you know, you can't be slack on this. If you want to be a, a, you know, self-employed, you need to be self-motivated. So, etc. But on the other hand, I don't want to be her motivation, right? Like, it, it, I can't be dragging her into doing this work. Like, what if your father had said the same thing? Um, what the hell would my father say? Something along the lines of like. I'm so disappointed in you. You're not even an entrepreneur yet. You're already 16. <laughs> I remember we were just talking about my wife today. Um, so my father always made me work, which was part of, I think, my bad grades and depression, et cetera. I just didn't have any happiness. And um, uh, I... I Way to keep this light spirited. Right? So <laughs> yeah, after school... Yeah, after, all right. After school, I had the awesome job of selling shoes and uh, this was back when you actually put the shoes on the people and stuff. You're a cobbler. <laughs> and uh, yeah, at Leon's Men's Store, we sold shoes and stuff like that, and mostly shoes. Anyway, um, I, I went to school all day, and then I did work until dark, and then I had, it came home at night, and I had some homework to do. And my father came home. He would get home at like 10 or something every day, and he's like, oh, I'm tired. And... I gave him this look like you don't even know what hard work is, right? Me and my, <laughs> my six or 17 year old, you know, wisdom. And uh, he was so proud that I gave him that look, you know, of like, like my son is exhausted and unhappy. <laughs> Isn't this great? You know, like he's a chip off the old block and, and uh, a shred of joy like, in his eye at us. all. <laughs> yeah, that that's what gave that, that's what made him happy about me. So um, he wasn't an advocate of the whole you can dark. work. You have your whole life to work. That was definitely not no. one of his ideologies. No. It was out of the womb and in the assembly line. I will take you to China and we're going to start making Nikes. Yeah, I, imag I imagine your dad looking up uh, biblical texts to, to prove that child labor laws are bullshit. He's like, <laughs> like God, no, no. In the Old Testament, three Jesus years old, you're in there. You're making those mud bricks, whatever you can do. I, Jesus was a carpenter at 13. Get to step in. 13 right? is when I started working outside the house. I remember when I was 12. So it came up to me today. So I replaced a bunch of outlets in the house today because the, they were white and the room was brown. It'd be nicer if they were brown. So, uh, so I was swapping out outlets and Colin and I did it together. And you, you put this thing in the wall, it lights up and he tells me when I hit the right circuit breakers and then I confirm it, I check all of them. He's unscrewing the wall plates. I'm swapping out the receptacles, etc. And I thought, huh. I did this too when I was 12, except I didn't do it hand in hand with my dad. I did it fucking solo. And no one <laughs> taught me about like turning off circuit breakers or anything. So, so oh, man, 
What's that? Like not only was it child labor, but there were no safety protocols. Exactly. <laughs> and I, I remember like a nineteen fifteen factory. Like like what's about what, right. <laughs> was Henry Ford? Is your dad Henry Ford? Like what is this? So I, I put rough. the plate on, but the receptacle was crooked. So I take a screwdriver to the side of the receptacle mm. to like lever it straight again. But that's where like the power is. And uh, yeah. I get one of these like like it like it shocks me and I jump backwards, right, and and the sparks go fucking everywhere. It, the the side of the wall is like scarred with blackness from the sparks, and the right. the circuit flipped, and um and you another know. job has just been added to your chore list. Now. <laughs> yeah, all right, repaint the whole wall. Great, great work. And I'm thinking to myself, like that would just never happen. I'd never have my kids at your dad's twelve like, years You're old. You're a terrible electrician. <laughs> <laughs> You learned a valuable lesson. Like, hey, I got electrocuted. I ain't going to do that shit again. Yeah. Thankfully, I have a natural immunity to electricity. It's sink or swim over there. I'm going to tell you. That's, that's, <laughs> like, like, no wonder you're a great swimmer. I bet, he th I bet like three years old, he threw you in a lake or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they. But yeah, I was doing electrical work with like no guidance or lessons or anything like that at 12. And, and you know, obviously I did it wrong. I didn't know what I was doing. And I, it, but as a as a guy who has a twelve year old now, I was like, wow, I, I just can't believe that's how they did that. What you're saying is you're disappointed in Colin. Is that what you're <laughs> that's the takeaway, Joe. That you that's have to right. supervise. I was an electrician at your age. <laughs> 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 Not a good one. I was an amateur electrician. <sighs> don't need to specify. Wow. You're an electrician. I don't think I would want to do that now. Like I understand right. how to do it and be safe, turn off the circuit, but I still think I wouldn't fuck with it. I'd I'd, I'd call my I've, cousin. Working uh, electrical work in particular bugs me. Like like it reminds me a lot of when I've worked with explosives before because there's that <laughs> aspect of if you make a mistake, you could be seriously hurt or killed, and it raises the stakes a little. With carpentry, it's like yeah, keep your hand away from that blade. It, you know, with with plumbing, that's similar. Like what are you gonna do? Cut yourself with a hacksaw? But when you get into le electrical work, it's like. Especially if you're working with with 220 or bigger, you know, if you're hooking a washing machine up, and mo I guess that's really the only case that's where it. most people get to that a stove, something like that, like that shit can kill you, yeah. or can maint you badly. So electricity it's visible like, and can kill you. That's where I'm yeah. the most comfortable, and it, and it's because um, my brother's an electrician, so I have him as my personal Google. You know, I can I've sent him pictures of uh, circuit breakers, you know, with the the covers removed and stuff, and he'll tell me if it's done right or what I need to change. Um, he he's like. He'll tell me which tools to buy so that he can properly talk me through their usage. And that was like a decade ago. I'm a little better now. But uh, um, it's nice to have him so that I know that I did everything right. Yeah. Your my, my, uh, my electricity is grounded. <laughs> my, my, my dad's a man's man. He can do everything. Carpentry, plumbing, electrical, welding, stonemason stuff, like anything. He's just like perfect. He Does he want a job? Yeah. He, he can do anything. Uh, but he doesn't fuck with electrical anymore because he he tried to cut a 220 one time that was live, oh. supposed to be off. He was where I think my uncle Bill was the one that checked the circuit breaker and he was Former telling my dad uncle it was Bill. off. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't off. My dad started to cut it. And he was like down in a crawl space, so he's down in a crawl space like down in this little tiny ass hole. Can't see anything. Being told the, the line's off, he goes to try and cut it and it wasn't off. Shocked the bad. And he, he won't touch electrical now. Uh, it's like fuck that. If only he had a natural immunity to electrical. If only, yeah. What's the, what's the story I, with this natural immunity to electricity? I, it's bullshit. It, it's Go get that gift. dog collar and show us, big yeah, man. Yeah, right. That's <laughs> the dog collar. It's a All gift. right. I actually don't. I think we got rid of that in the move. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. There's got to be an outlet in frame. 
What's behind you? My uncle uh, was. <laughs> so, my uncle's no operating sure a carjack one time. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't. My was operating a carjack one time, like the you know it's all metal. You crank mm-hmm. it to lift the car, and lightning hit a tree nearby. It ran in the ground and got him through the uh, thing and knocked him like flat on his ass, and he couldn't move for a little while. They had to carry him inside the house. Wow. And wow. then uh, my cousin actually. <clears throat> was inside of a building and touching a piece of metal machinery and lightning hit the building and he got hit so bad he was just like he said it was just the worst pain ever he was crying like he was immediately like stricken like just sobbing uncontrollably when he was like maybe 17 something like that so both of them my uncle and his dad have been kind of the half-assed hit by lightning the the story with the electricity vulnerability i never even told it it, it there was a refrigerator in my friend's garage and it um it like got wet like condensation and stuff on it and it was like rusty piece of shit pretty much refrigerator outdoors that's not supposed to be and um if you touched it it shocked you and my friends would just like touch it and make a big fucking show out of like ah, hey, i'm getting shocked i'm getting shocked and i'm like i do not see the big deal you know just like touching the refrigerator nothing and uh, it made me think as a kid that I actually did have some sort of like invulnerability to electricity because everyone else was was doing it. I think in reality, <laughs> when it die, it wasn't that I'm impacted differently by electricity. It's that you know how you get to control your own reaction to pain, right? Like yeah. you know you could theoretically burn a hole in your hand, and if like you didn't even have to pull away, like you could just act like it doesn't hurt. You get to control how you respond to pain, and. Uh, I was not making a big show out of it, and everybody else was. Yeah, I was going to say, you're not immune. They're just pussies. Yes. <laughs> that's, uh, that's how, how you probably know about this, but uh, so we have, uh, I have horses. So like, we have uh, an electrical fence for the horses, <laughs> right? And it's like, it's not like a, it's not like a direct current. It's just, it, it pulses. So it's like zap, zap, zap. And if you just, uh, I, I'm sure you've touched a fence. But if you gra- you can grab onto the line. If you hang on nice and tight, it doesn't really bother you at all. Like you'll feel the slight pulse through your hand, but it doesn't hurt you at all. Because yeah, it has to arc through the air. Yeah, when you squeeze, like all your muscles are tight, so it's not too bad. But if you just barely graze along it, it shocks, it scares that crap out of you because it makes your it makes your 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 muscles jolt. But it's yeah, probably that's the same part thing. Of it, but also it's the arc. It's the uh, it's the arc jumping out and getting you. Um, yeah. If you take shoes off, you'll really get an idea of what the fence is like. Though. Yeah, you're, we used to like, piss rubber on shoes. Kinda... We used to piss on it. I've on done, I did that one time and nothing happened. Does that but I wasn't really? barefooted. They, they yeah. did it on MythBusters, and um, they said that it doesn't hurt you. And then they did like a follow up, and they're like, "Oh, actually, it's possible that it can get you." I don't. I don't know why. It, it might be. I know uh, for at least our fence. Like if you were kind of close where it started, it basically makes like a big loop, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're pretty close to where it starts. And you touch it, the shock is much, much worse than if you're like yeah. waist down the line. So maybe, maybe did it was peeing on the fence. Like, did you get like a shock cock? Uh, pretty much. <laughs> you got a He's weird a superhero. Yeah. yeah, it's not good. Yeah. It's not good. Uh, it's good. Survival talk. Yes, Joe. We're scheduling right. the next survival trip. You down? Uh, when? That's that's why we're that's, that's the, the thing about you. scheduling. So <clears throat> August fifth. When does uh when does squirrel hunting season start in Georgia? Was August thirteenth. I wow, I did have it. I think it's August thirteenth. August thirteenth. I'm here. looking. What day of the week is that? Sometime August next 5th month is, is like four days, five days. August fifteenth. Okay. Yeah, sometimes late next. Sometime late next month. Yeah, the it's, second half of August. 
Yeah. That's perfect. You can get 12 per day. Steve May will be uh, healing up his elbow. You have no mitts to hit anyway. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm boxing. I'm training again on Monday. He's, he's getting back in there. At least until he gets surgery. Uh, I definitely can't do the, uh, the 31st on. I'm going to be in Maine with Chris. Is that which month? Of August. Okay. Uh, I could probably do the week before that. Oh, how long All should right, it be? It's that week. Should it be the 24th or the 28th? Uh, well, he said he can't do the 31st. Mm-hmm. And I, I have I, a guy fighting. I, I definitely have to be home for Saturday the 29th. Because well, I, I have a guy fighting so, on the 29th. It's a big fight. Uh, we could do 24 to 28. Still pretty much works. You'd be home. What if we left on the 24th? Okay. You leave because you come in on the twenty fourth and you leave on the twenty eighth. Yeah, I mean, we we could probably do that. where are we where are we doing it? What are we doing? What's the plan? We're talking about probably. Georgia. I found some rivers in Georgia, but Kyle said he was also going to look at some places. He wanted to do a little scouting, make sure there were squirrels there. <clears throat> Joe, how be... good are you at fishing? Ah, <laughs> uh, I'm pretty good at fishing. I, I think you. I think it's different though between regular fishing and fishing with no gear. Uh, you can bring gear. I don't care. He, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. What, 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 so what's... I need to eat, Joe. <laughs> Joe, okay. last time we brought two fishing rods, not only did we not catch a fish, I couldn't find an insect for the hook. Really? It was hard. You had to bring a hot dog. Oh, well, no. We had... That would have been great. Um, but, <laughs> all right, so, dog. <laughs> so let all right. So let's we can each of us go. Give me, give me. I'm gonna take like 60 seconds here and give you an idea of what I would like the survival trip to be. And then maybe we, you know, each of you take a turn. If you got an issue with anything I say, I'd like to hear it. And then we'll maybe we'll have a rebuttal series. So I think Georgia's a good idea because its hunting season falls right in line with a warm part of the year. It's a very southern state without going all the way to Florida where the swamps are. So I think North Georgia, somewhere in the mountains on uh, like public land somewhere so we can hunt squirrel, rabbit, and uh, usually August. It won't be dove season yet, but um, squirrel, rabbit, and really any other small game. There's a lot of stuff to eat. I'd like to be somewhere where we, can't, we do have the ability, though, to like shoot small game and kind of rely on that as our main source of food. I don't want to bring any actual food with us, like none. Um, I, I, w- only water purification stuff and like a, you know, a 32-ounce bottle. Certainly not a Nalgene bottle because they're cheap cocksuckers, but <laughs> something like that and water purification. As far as tools go, last time we brought a bunch of stuff to kind of build our own shelter, and I got no problem with that all over again. You guys saw what I brought. You know, I brought like a basic, like a saw and uh, a, a hatchet, a knife, and I brought a couple of gadgets, but they basically, what I just said sums it up. And, uh, and yeah, so that's that, I think. I'd like us to build our own shelter. I'd like us to survive on the, our own food for three to five days, somewhere in there. Uh, and I want to be away from everybody else and actually kind of do this thing. I want to build a shelter and thrive, not, not just kind of live miserably. It's pretty close. I'm thinking I'll bring a rifle, a knife, a sleeping bag, no tent, no food. Um, I'd even bring a fishing rod, but the point is no food. Um, oh, we ha- so we have a new thing here. I'm sorry, you keep going. Uh, no, I'm, I'm about where I need to be. I, I, don't, I don't have too much more. Oh, clothes. I probably bring warm clothes. Um, Surely. <laughs> yeah, no loincloths. Right, yeah, I'm not going to show up in my uh, banana hammock. As much as we'd all appreciate yeah. it. All right. Doesn't seem safe. Well, Joe, what do you want? 
So I, I, I would I would do it. I, I think I'd be interested in that. I would I would absolutely bring food though, but seal it away and don't touch it. Because you guys got pretty fucked on a situation where you got like flash flood and everything else. Like I think you should definitely have stuff nearby and close in case something happens. You know, if someone wants to, to bitch out and, and do whatever, then they can, but they'll be called on it forever. <laughs> um, One MRE. Is that it? One MRE? Whatever. I mean, it could be anything. It could be, could be a case of bringing For a cooler. For all five days. Bringing a cooler with <laughs> no, sandwich it, meat or something. Yeah, yeah. A cooler with what? Yeah. It's just a, a cooler what? with sandwich meat or something. I mean, in bread or something. Just, I, I, think it's, I think it's bad to not have any kind of safety net or something like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, and I, I think bring all the tools you want. Just don't bring don't bring food that you're gonna eat, but definitely bring emergency food. Uh, so right, Chiz mentioned this sort of, but I've got a different spin on it. He mentioned maybe bring food, but having but like working for it, I think at one point, maybe there's a cooler with a lock on it, and we gotta compete in some challenges to get the combination or something. That might be a neat <laughs> little awesome. fun. And then after like but, two days of now eating, it devolves into I got the Sandwich meat. <laughs> See how tough no, you I, are with six twenty twos in you. <laughs> I will disagree with with Joe on that one, though. I think no, uh, no food, no food would be my thing. Well, I, I, I think I, I think you're not gonna you're not gonna access it, but bring it and keep it keep it locked away so no one can cheat. Do if whatever. it's emergency food and we all understand, yeah, that that, that's emergency. what I'm saying. Yeah. And, and if like we're helping, so someone's like. I, I'm gonna eat that emergency bologna, guys. Just so you know. Then we get the camera out and we yeah. watch. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like Joe said, you call him on it. I think that's great. Which might yeah. make it worse because it's right there and you can't have it. Yeah. Yeah, I'll never eat that emergency bologna. <laughs> and it should be emergency bologna too. Like there shouldn't be like. <laughs> well, then good. I won't eat it like, if it's an emergency. <laughs> like you got one of those like giant Snickers bars in there. That's bullshit. There should be I like. Some, like bring, bring, like, bring a bunch of protein bars. Bring like bologna and some bread or something like that. Like. But keep everything locked away. Don't touch it. I'd be okay with that as long as it was like emergency food because we're going to have to have that anyway if we do what I think we should do and find some way to get a camera band out there who would be... Because I feel like we're all capable of filming this thing and doing a good job, but I don't know if we're going to be motivated and capable of doing what we needed to be doing out there you know, to survive, I guess, and, and do our thing and film the thing. If we had somebody who's sold... I wonder if I could get Brandon to come out. He does all of my video blogs. He'd be he'd be good. It would he be would nice. love to see us. He would love to see us be tortured. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing because he'd have food. That's what yeah, I was yeah, getting right, at. Yeah, cameraman's gonna have a cooler out there with like some dry yeah. food in it. Yeah, some canned food, something like that. I, I got uh, ask cameraman be bribed. I'd love to get Patrick. How I became, but the flights so from Europe, yeah. expensive. You know, just getting him here, you're looking at a couple grand. Uh, but but yeah, I, I like all that. One thing I noticed that Woody added to the mix is the sleeping bag, and I wanted to ask everyone how they feel about the sleeping bag. I want is that something we definitely want to go with here, Chiz? What do you think about a sleeping bag? I am neutral. You're neutral on sleeping bags, Joe. Sleep, sleeping uh, bags. I, I turn into the biggest fucking bitch ever if I don't get sleep. So I, I would say yes to sleeping bags. I, I can do without food. I can do without everything else. But I, I need to fucking sleep. Hmm. All right. Are, now, are we talking any grade of sleeping bag? Is this going to be like the king, creme de la well, creme? Well, it's not that cold. It's not that cold. So it's Woody's not even going to build a shelter. He's going to zip himself up in one of those <laughs> big-ass ones and roll down the hill. <laughs> the one that's got the net around your face. <laughs> Dude, I have bit. sleeping bags. You know what? It's right. Do you guys want to see that, one of my warmer sleeping bags? Eskimo sleeping bag. Kyle, what part of Georgia are I flying to? 
Atlanta. Uh, Atlanta, because I think we all have to. I mean, I'll be getting into Atlanta, too. But, like, the places I was looking at was I looked at the area we were for, like, the Clayton area. And there's an area northeast that's also got a bunch of wilderness that's, like, the best wilderness in Georgia or something like that. I, yeah, I think the it part is we have to find a spot that has running, uh, has not running water, flowing water, and we have to get away from people too. So, like, I picture getting on a trail and just. I'm gonna going look at private woods. land. That'd be uh, better, I'm... you know. But let's not let's not not do the trip because we couldn't find private land. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, uh, uh, find uh, finding a place is imp- we'll find a place. But like, ideally, I, I could find a friend or somebody who had. 300 acres, something like that. We're not going to be traveling a huge area. Right. That would be that would be good. I think it'd be a lot of fun. Uh, there was so much hype around last year's, and I feel like it was a big letdown when I got sick and everything. And then, and then you know, wings didn't show up, and it was a big. Uh, it was a bunch of bullshit. When I felt like we really built the thing up to be big, and I wanted it to be big, and I wanted it to be successful. And then, you know, I, I didn't. I didn't feel like we we made it all it could be because we only you know were there one fucking day. And even though there was like I don't know. 15, 20 videos made between Woody and myself. Um, by, the way, <laughs> by the way, the next time Woody makes fun of my dog paddling, we're totally getting that video of him crossing the river with that the stick out there all shaky. Look at this. It even came with a hat. Oh my god. I See, hope he yeah. falls down. It'd be amazing. What is he doing? There's a hat that comes with it. That's great. Is it has the ears on it too? Oh, yeah, look wow. at that. Wow, it does. It's it a button. Yeah, it velcros under his chin. Like, <laughs> it's like a, this is like a cosmonaut survival suit. You would die if in he that. Just fell over right now and was stuck and had a Jackie. Oh, I'd love that. I'd love that. He's really in there. Good. Be good to go. <laughs> 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 oh, he hops props, off. Props to him for doing that. He's in there real good. Yeah, I don't have a sleeping bag of that caliber, no, but maybe is. I. I'll say this. I, this is what I remember the most about last time is is when I was sick, laying there on those sticks and stuff, with that with that log as my pillow, mm. and just think that, like I'm not gonna be able to sleep like this. I'm gonna lay here all fucking night and get like 45 minutes of bad sleep with while I legs. Yeah, there were there were, t- there were I kept like feeling a crawling sensation on my thighs or my crotch, and I'd always find a fucking tick. Just and I'd just like flick it off into the darkness, you know, and wait for the next one. Maybe it would be nice to, uh, and I was covered in that tick spray. It just couldn't keep them off. Are we adding things to the list now? Bug spray? No. We're, no well, we, I think we had tick bug spray. spray last time, but um, we should burn the undergrowth away from yeah. wherever we make our camp because we did not do that last time, even though we watched all those videos that told us to do so. Like That's burn the leaves, get rid of the ticks. Yeah. And okay. shakers and. Ground. Yeah. Shakers. Well, I'm yeah. excited about this thing. Uh, obviously, um, so that's the oh, we didn't even mention what the fuck. Taylor's not here this week because uh, he's moving. Oh, he's yeah. moving a, a new uh, apartment, um, new city, new job, all that stuff. Uh, I think that's all he'd want us to really say about it. But that's what he's doing right now. That's why he couldn't do this. He's in the transitional process of doing some moving. Yes. Yeah. Everyone thought he was moving the last time he missed, but he was actually on vacation. And uh, this time he's actually moving. Yeah. So hopefully. He'll be able to come along on this trip. I know we'd like to have him, and that would be fun. He'd, he'd add his little extra element of bitchery out there in the wilderness. I really think it would be fun. Last time it was me and Woody, and that was a unique experience. It was cool to, for just the two of us to be out there. But I think a group experience would, would be really interesting and a lot of fun. It'd be just like, like Survivor, getting, but... 
it'll be like Survivor at times yeah. when there's decisions to be made. It's it's more than just me. Like me and Woody can come to a, a consensus really quickly. There's there's it's rare that I'm like I don't know. I think we should do this, and he's like ah, oh, but we really should do that. Like usually we can come to a consensus quickly, but I feel like five of us we'd be like. No, I'm not wasting my time doing that. And, the, and two of us would be like, no, we have to do that now. And it's just like, fuck you guys. We have a- <laughs> We're starting our own group over here. Did you guys here. see that? Um, the baloney. Did you see that video where it was, uh, it, was like some, it was like German survivor or something like that? And it was like all the women and all the men were on different islands. I did see that. So awesome. <laughs> Go ahead, Joe. Tell <laughs> so the story. All, so all the, basically, the, the, there's two islands that are really close by. And they put all the men on one island and all the women on the other. And the men had like they had like a bar and a restaurant and they had an awesome sleeping area and a place to do their their laundry. They had fire. They had all this other stuff. The women did nothing but steal each other's food. Had nothing. <laughs> it was like there was nothing it there was at a, all. They kept talking about how messy it was. And if <laughs> I understood right, that meant they didn't have a central potty area. You know, yeah, like there was no. They weren't acting as a team at all. They were just basically living like savages and animals and like not working <laughs> together at all. At the, it was awesome. at the risk of being totally misogynist, I swear it, women need some men in the group to, to properly function. Like they're just way better that way, which is not to say that a group with no women is, is perfect. But <laughs> Dude, you watch The Apprentice. Ever watch The Apprentice, like the old school ones where they'd separate the men and the women? The, the women, uh, sometimes the women won, like they were successful, but uh, gosh, they would just henpeck at each other and hate one another and it was it was I have a question awful. did either of you make bathroom on your trip i did that wasn't number one yeah no okay yeah yeah i've done that i mean i've spent enough did time you guys making. say this is where we shit and dig your hole uh i don't know if we no, talked about it I don't, that much I don't th- but i don't think we did like but, I, but well, I we should I, next time around Just i went off into the woods i and i is this something you're unfamiliar with do you want to learn the process i know very there's indefinite. not a, a single I, hole that we'll all use or anything we'll all make our own little, we'll all make our own little of holes. course yeah well you made it seem like we were gonna be like come on guys let's all take a shit right here <laughs> no there's no mass toilet all right That's i'm just saying like suggesting. you need like this area over here we're gonna take holes and shit over here because we'll otherwise you have a situation paper, right? like Woody just said where people are digging for for bugs and we're digging up people's shit holes you know well, I, I, we I'll all walk. need to know where we're shitting i'm just saying are we I love paper? This is your concern. Your concern is where to shit. Toilet yeah. paper. We'll bring baby wipes. Those are the better baby options. Wipes. Dude wipes. Just dude wipes. Sure, whatever. But I feel like <laughs> a big thing of those baby wipes, and you know, you can wash your face, take like a bath like that if you if you wanted to, um, and yeah. make you know. I bring it up baby wipes. One for pooping, like like he's saying, and the other my my big concern is usually poison ivy. Like if I if I know that I just got exposed to it, and I clean <clears> it up right away, then you won't re- react to it. We need to build a house. That's the goal by the end of five days. A house is... I'd be happy with What that. are we get? We have 24 hours each day. Like, you don't... I feel like everyone's under... We're, like, we need a cameraman to capture all of this awesome downtime we're going to have. Like, there's there's going to be plenty <laughs> of go. shit all time right. to do shit. We got to find diamonds. T- you want to take a look at this? I like Minecraft. Yeah. This. <laughs> we need prospector helmets. Add that to the list. <laughs> We never did finish our uh, shelter to completion. Well, it wasn't really a shelter, right? It was more like a raft with like <laughs> no, no. I think sticks. you're undercutting it. It was a lean-to type thing. So when you saw it on camera in Woody's video, it wasn't. We got more done than that. Like eventually, okay. it was, it had a roof. Sort the of last thing. thing we saw in the videos was you throwing your 
yoga mat on top of some loose logs and going, <laughs> I can't do this. No, we um <laughs> see how big no. game he talks when he's out there. I was proud of the shelter. I thought we did a decent job. I think we did a decent job, but it was big enough for one and it and it wasn't comfortable uh to lay on whatever that floor was. It was uncomfortable as fuck. Like, it was the know. it was the design of the bed. That was a problem. Maybe next time we just burn the floor and sleep on the ground. No, no. I, I think I think I think I'm gonna build some sort of a hammock. Mm. Yeah, because what happens? We we did an elevated wooden bed because we yeah. were expecting rain, and it and we we got rain, and uh, but it was like we know we need to be off the ground because of that. And I just I, I just feel like that's I don't know the ground's cold. I, I know that's not good to sleep on the ground. I, I think it's just better to sleep that's on a base. What if you dig that, out a hole and sleep in the hole? Like Carl and Sling Blade? No, thank you. The thing about um, the ground is it. It's it's cold and like it, your body will never heat up the earth. It's just going to stay the temperature that it is. But Bear Grylls, when he was lost in the snow, built a built a giant. Bear Grylls food. has never been lost in the snow. Built built a built a giant hole in and the snow. Call for some help on his cell phone. Listen, you're <laughs> all gonna be crying that you f can't find Squirrel, and I'm gonna be drinking pee, very hydrated. <laughs> <laughs> I learned everything from, rea from reality. TV. Out there. I can't wait. I'm gonna practice for a month straight. Uh, I'll get started now. I'll start. I'll get my. I'm gonna get my 22 out tomorrow. I, I, you'll see. It's gonna be a fucking squirrel are massacre. You, are you bringing that there. like AR-15 22? Bring 22s, everyone. Please. I think I will bring that. I think I'll bring this one because it's it's actually pretty light. Like it's uh, I don't know. Let's call it six pounds, uh, something like that. Um, and you know, it's 22. I think I'm gonna bring a Ruger 10-22 that breaks. That that what do they call it? That splits in half. Um, breaks down, disassembles. Uh, yeah, that works. I get, probably breaks just isn't descriptive enough, but yeah. But anyway, that, that's what I want with a scope on it. That would be cool. Yes, uh, So Joe's in. August 24th I, I, to I think I'm in. I, I got to check with Katie. I, I think Katie's off mostly all that week, though. Yeah. Wow. It's 24th to the 28th. She works, uh, she works overnight on the 28th. When are you having and, your next kid, Joe? Uh, probably never. I don't know. Uh, I feel like... I feel like Joey's going to take so much extra attention. I don't know if I really want to have a second kid. Like, maybe wait a little bit. Wait till he's a little bit older. We'll see. I met Joey. He doesn't take any extra attention. He's freaking fine. Yeah, but we're not we're not dealing with, like, school stuff yet. Or, you know, when he when he's talking and everything, I'll feel a lot more better about everything. How old is he? Uh, 18 months. Okay. And so a year and a half. What the, level of talking does he do now? Uh, Mama, so dad, dad, anything? He, he says a lot. He says there's probably, like, 50 different things he says, but, like, none of them are, like, super clear words. Like it'd be like ba for for ball, or he, he says yes. He does no. He does mama da da. He does vroom. Uh, he does uh, he do, he uh, calls uh, my dad has a horse called Buck. So he'll say Buck. He, mm -hmm. he he says a bunch of things like that, but most of them are like the first like half or first three quarters of a word. He says very little things like a full word. He's uh his speech is at like a like a twelve or fourteen month old. So he's he's a little bit behind, but not a big deal. Yeah, that's not a big deal at all. Stop yeah. trying. Yeah, thinking about it. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. It's a, the, the way language progresses. You, you might know this already, but uh, like they first do the easy syllables: ba, pa, ma, things yep. like that. Then they'll double up on them: ba, ba, pa, pa, yeah, yeah. ma, yep. ma, etc. And then, uh, then they'll start doing them together, like you know, ma, da, pa, 
Padar, what, yep. yeah, whatever. Those aren't real words, but but you <laughs> then know, you, the, think you have a dumb kid for a while. And you're kind of, <laughs> oh shit, what I do? But yeah, they, they'll do the easy ones twice, and then when they start saying buck or circus or you know, <laughs> hard words like that 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 don't like if we follow. We can get them to say fuck or shit. I'll be so happy. <laughs> oh, yes. Well, that's the language of Boston, so you gotta you know gotta get that. In now, how, how did it go? How did it go with Colin? Like, what what, what did Colin do? Speech-wise. Jeez. It's been a while. So Colin's 12. Most people watching this know that. Um, but, I mean, he still has some of the issues you're talking about. Colin, is, I think, is a is much more, much bigger issues than your kid has. Yep. And, um, uh, but a, one thing he does a lot that you mentioned is he leaves off the second half of words. Yep. You know, so it's like, dude, that ending consonant of buck, like, really yep. lets me know that you're saying buck as opposed to ball, right? And, yep. And um, he leaves a lot of that stuff off. So we'll have to slow it down or even what happens now is he gets frustrated. You know, he'll say like, whatever, ta. And I'm like, you know, or like, wah. And I'm like, are you saying when? No. Are you saying this? No, you're saying the wrong word. Don't say <laughs> wrong words. And I'm like, you know, like, I'm trying really hard here. And he's getting Jeopardy. angry and frustrated. And before he got angry and frustrated, I, uh, um, I thought it would be good when he got angry and angry and frustrated that it would like make him super motivated, but it's actually not really a positive. It, um, like it, it doesn't, it's not making anything better. It just makes it even harder to work through this. And, yep. and I don't want to like turn it around and point blame. Oh, well, you know, you're the one who's kind of shit at talking. <laughs> you know, learn the word. All right. <laughs> and, uh, you know, cause that's not helping anything, but, um, but yeah, so Joey, Joey puts things together, but like, like one of the first things he said where it was like, it was different. He says beach. Mm. So he'll say beach, which was like a big deal. Cause he would be like, ba, ba, pa, ba, ba. He right. would do all that kind of stuff. And, but like it was the beach was like the first word where he would give like, you know, something in the beginning and like a definitive end that was different. You know, it wasn't just a random buck is a good one too. That caught my attention. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Buck is good. He does. Uh, he'll do pop for bubbles. Um, yes, no, he does wah for his wubbanub. Uh, which is like the the pacifier with a little stuffed animal on it. Mm -hmm. um, so he has a whole bunch of things, but like we understand exactly what he means on most of them, you know. And I think like probably the way you can probably tell what Colin's saying, you know, where someone else be like, "What did he just say?" And you're like, "Oh, he wants this." Yeah, so I, I think it's I think it's kind of similar. One challenge with Colin is his vocabulary is getting way bigger than his like ability to pronounce them. Yeah. Right? So his and you know, another way to say that is his receptive language is way outrunning his expressive language. Yep. And. Uh, yep. So now, Joey's like that too, but obviously he, okay. he shouldn't be as a baby. Um, so, so with his, you know, he'll try to say things that he can understand, but I can't. You know, he, they're just not yep. in his expressive language yep. arsenal yet. So, um, I don't know. We work with him all the time. So, yep. we're <laughs> we're trying to um, <clears throat> to get him to eat more. Colin eats a really limited diet, and uh, disciplining him or being hard on him is always tough because you don't know. Like when it's time to treat him like a normal kid, and when it's time to understand that he's not. And uh, you know, Jackie was like, I, she was dropping the hammer today. She because he he had been going to food therapy, which yielded like no results. They didn't add anything yep. to his diet other than like licking a few things and saying that he doesn't like it. And yep. uh, she's like, look, you want to go to parkour camp? We can drop food therapy and go to parkour camp. You can change your life. Do it. Eat the chicken. Change your life. Make it better. Do it. And he's like, just like, he's chewing with his front teeth and this and that. And uh, she got him to actually put it in his back teeth, chew it properly, and he threw up. And I was like, 
I'll still take it. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Tomorrow, do it again until yep. you add, you know, more healthy foods to your diet. Yep. So Joey, Joey eats fucking everything. Uh, like anything we give him, I can give him like buffalo chicken stuff, and like we give him like just like a ton of like, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> I'm giving him hot wings. <laughs> Dude, we give him we give him a lemon, thinking it'll be funny. He was gonna like bite the lemon, and like he would just dislike it. Kid fucking loves lemons. <laughs> He'll chew on him forever, and like occasionally he'll like he'll get like a little sour pickle in his face, but then he's completely fine. He goes right back to mawing on it. Like kid loves, probably his favorite food are lemons. Really? Lemons oh, that's awesome. You ever give he's a dog a lemon? Get scurvy. Just, give if, if you give a dog a lemon, uh, you, you can just see the the look on their face. They're just instant like, what the fuck? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, why did you? Why, human? Why? Oh, did you? Some uh, Frank's red hot sauce. Like let him lick it off a plate. We thought it'd be funny, and then he shit everywhere. Dude, how's yeah. your puppy? Wasn't so funny. Leo's good. Dog's awesome. Leo? Uh, I, oh, you didn't. Yeah. You missed an opportunity to name him Woody. Yeah, I know. Maybe, maybe <laughs> next time. He, he's not a female. He's not a female. <laughs> <laughs> well played. Uh, how is uh, he? We sent him. We sent him away to puppy camp or puppy school, basically, where mm-hmm. he went away for. I had him for like three weeks, and did all like the obedience stuff with him and like leash training. And the guy was amazing. It was uh, It's called a uh, Riptide Canine. It's like a couple towns over, and um. The best thing ever. It's worth it. I think I paid, I think it was like 800 bucks where he took the dog for three weeks, taught him all the unleash stuff. But he taught him like it's called a place command where basically I can put him on anything that's not the floor. Could be a couch, could be a towel, could be a dog bed, could be, uh, he had like a tree stump in his, uh, in his backyard. Put him anywhere I want, tell him place, and he cannot get off of that. He'll stay there for an hour, stay there longer. Like, could be a dog bed like in the front of the living room, and he can sit there, he can lay there, he can do whatever, he can spin in circles, he can stand on his head, anything he wants, but he has to stay there. And he'll stay there for like an hour. It's it's like the greatest thing ever. Wow. That doesn't matter. A... It can be food around, it can be people what calling you, him, I it doesn't matter. You need, to, you need to send that monster of a thing that you've got living downstairs to, to one of these camps. <laughs> Mine? I, yeah, I, yeah. I'm thinking Joe needs to send little Joey to one of these camps. How awesome would that be? Like if know, you could right? just turn off your child... Your place. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, so so all the stuff they do with him, it's all like all leash training. It's all on leash stuff. So um, so if he's got the le- you put the leash on him, it's like a little pinch collar, mm-hmm. and he's fine. And he'll do anything you want. If you walk around, he stays right beside you the entire time. You tell him, sit. He, he it's, it's Staying is implied. So if I tell him to sit, he knows he has to stay there until he's given something else. If I tell him down, he knows he has to stay there until I give him something else. If I tell him the place, he knows that he's, he's there until we give him something else. Um, and then when he's... He's like six months, which would be a couple more months. I think it'll be like end of August. Uh, we can go to the electronic collar, which you'll do all the same stuff. It's just that you get the, like the little, the little mini shock collar. I'm familiar. Just not a. <laughs> well, that was like that was like the harsh shock collar though. They uh-huh. have other shock collars. It's like I think the shock collar itself is a couple hundred bucks, but it's like there's like two settings. There's one that's like a correction setting, which is like that's like a like you had where it's like it's like a good shock. That's like dogs being a real asshole and you need to give it a real correction. The other setting is like a, it's just like a minor setting, so the dog knows that you're there. But it doesn't actually hurt him. Our new dog is incredibly sweet. Like, he's two things. One, he seems amazingly healthy, which is neat. We got this, like, expensive, like, bred dog from Champion Parents and shit like that. What kind of of dog? He's a Great Dane. Okay. And uh, the challenge is that a lot of Great Danes are unhealthy. Like, they have bad hearts. Last one had a heart attack at five years old. They have bad hips. They have bad, like, wobblers, which is like a spinal cord neck thing. Yep. And uh, so this time we wanted like medical records from the parents, and we really went out all, all out. He was kind of expensive, but um, you know, and a and lot they of left a ball behind. They left a ball behind. <laughs> it dropped. 
Oh! He dropped. He got his second <laughs> testicle this week. Yeah, we're all very excited for him. And so, you've been massaging it? It dropped, and then like the next day, Jackie couldn't find it. I'm like, you know what to do, baby. And, uh, <laughs> and she doesn't do it, though. But um, anyway, uh, um, so yeah, but and he's like super healthy, and that worked out really well, and he's real sweet. So um, the only thing is... I kind of miss having a killer around. Like it, I don't know. It was just something comforting. Bro, he he's just not a killer, man. He's sweet. He's still, uh, he hasn't hit puberty yet. It's Maybe. completely different. It, you've got a puppy. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're yeah. right. You're gonna get a man dog. Didn't you know? It's gonna do man dog thing. Was a killer. Yeah. I, I don't know. I forgot when we first discovered that Jack was a killer, but um, it was it was like there was a loaded weapon. No, a sentry gun. It was like having a sentry gun in the house, just looking around, like for something or someone to kill, to destroy all the time. And uh, now we we have nice dogs. Harley might step up, but what do you need? A Fila Bra uh, Brazolero. Don't don't called. start this. Dude, that's <laughs> we, the kind of dog. We spent weeks looking at these exotic dog breeds. We went from at one point we were looking at wolves. Did we looked look at, at all. Did you look at the Filas? It's like What's a the, mastiff. I, I'm I'm looking at this now. This is a this is a pretty cool dog, a big bad dog, huh? So they're basically they called an estate dog. Uh, did you Google image search? Yeah. Look at the one where it's standing up on the guy. Look how fucking big that thing is. Standing up on. It's like the it's like fifth row down or so. I'll, I'll, I'll yeah, yeah. Up. The guy's wearing like jean shorts. Yep. This dog Woody has no, 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 got is going to be enormous. Cargo shorts. Not a mean. Dog. These dogs going to be at least six feet tall. <clears throat> So they're, oh. <laughs> they they call them like estate dogs or guardian dogs or something. So basically, you have to associate them with your family, and after that, they will kill anyone that's not your family. <laughs> that that's... describes my last dog. <laughs> or rape. It looks like that dog could fuck that man right there. If that guy turned it... around, he wouldn't be a virgin anymore. So the, rape, the rape is implied. <laughs> so there's um there's a guy that guy. I don't know if you ever heard of Tony Blower. No. So he does he does a lot of like uh, he, he does like a lot of training for like government you know special forces and all kinds of stuff. So, but it's like all the hand to hand stuff. And I met him when I was in Hawaii because he was out there to see BJ. So, um, you ever see that um, that mask I have? It almost looks like the Halo mask, and we use it we use it for training. And it's like there's a oh, Halo mask yeah, almost yeah. looking. I know those. It's like They're elbow awful. pads. There's knee pads, all sort of stuff. So, um, so Tony does like all this training with all these you know different military groups and. Basically, his his wife and family got like held up. Like he he left the house, and basically as he left, he saw a guy up front that looked a little bit weird, but didn't think anything of it. Left the guy came in with a gun, freaking basically robbed his house, robbed his wife, his his kids, his two kids were there, and his wife was there. So he you know freaked out about it, super you know super unhappy. He's like, I do all this training, and then my own family gets robbed. So he got two of these dogs, and they're freaking enormous. They're monsters. They're killers. So much so that um, one of his daughters had a had her friend over and like they were sounds stupid but they were like they're, they're young they were like 14 15 and they were walking through the house with uh they had like a laptop on their head mm -hmm. and they were like walking through because they're using like the light of the screen to kind of act like a flashlight okay so they're walking through and the daughter went in the room and then the the, the friend went in following her and somehow she tripped over kind of fell woke up the dog dog woke up bit the girl like almost like a really really bad situation i guess the dog stopped but yeah, that, that describes you. Jack, only man. ate one leg. <laughs> just, just what you want, though, right? Isn't that, uh, like, it's a mix. Not, it is nice that, like... You get that big, huge yard? Like, that's the way to go. 
Yeah, I mean, like whenever we walk Jack and stuff, like we really had to make sure he like he was on a leash all the time because if he were to spot someone, he might just chase him down and kill him. He ran like twice as fast as a human would, and uh, he's just he was a, a sentry gun three times, is, about yeah. three times faster than <laughs> the average human would. Yeah, I think. and then an average person for sure. He he would yeah he just would fuck shit up, but. Yeah. Um, now we can walk him with no leash and stuff. We don't think the, the real goddamn monster that dog was. Uh, you should go get your. You should go get Ender because I don't. I don't know if Joe's seen him, and I like to make fun of the fact that you cut made those people cut his ears like that every I didn't time. Do that, but I can get Ender. Uh, you know sure. what? I'll I'll, uh, I'll send a text. We'll have him come around. He just came like that. Well, while you're doing that, <clears throat> I'm going to tell the people about Squarespace. So we just want everyone to remember that this episode of Painkiller Already is being brought to you by Squarespace. Uh, when you use them, your site will look professionally designed regardless of the skill level. No coding is required. It's intuitive and has easy-to-use tools. Squarespace has state-of-the-art technology powering your site to, uh, to ensure security and stability. They're trusted by millions of people and some of the most respected brands in the world. And they start out at only $8 a month. Uh, when, you, when you start out with them, you get a free domain if you sign up for a year. So you can start your free trial today with no credit card required at squarespace.com. If you use uh, our offer code, which of course is PKA, you'll get 10% off your first purchase. Uh, Squarespace, build it beautiful. It's awesome. So yeah, so whether you're building a business, uh, let's see, excuse me. Uh, so whether you're starting a business, building a portfolio, or just expressing yourself online, remember to sign up today and go to squarespace.com slash PKA. The undisputed correct answer if you want to have a web presence. Bam. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. What's this video we have here? What's this? That's one of the dogs. Oh, that's one of these monster dogs. Yeah. Hey, Cujo, you want to kill? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> Dude, I was watching Fighter and the Kid, and uh, what's the kid's name? Brian? Brian Callen. Callen. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was telling a story. Look at this guy. He wants to destroy. <laughs> um, so, this guy's <laughs> with his girlfriend or with his wife or whatever. They just had Making sex. Making wet dick. He's, he's buck naked, wet dick. Yeah, still wet dick. And uh, someone, like, comes in the house, and he, he hears him. He knows that it's happening. And, uh, oh, here comes the dog. <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> What's that? Oh, poor dog. You cut his ears. We didn't yeah. cut his ears. <laughs> they did. All right. I'll send them back when we're done. He's going to hang with me. All right. So, anyway, Burglar comes in. And uh, burglar, bad guy. He's never had any training, but he guillotines him, which is a kind of like air choke. And uh, he just he latches onto that thing tight. He's holding it. He's holding it. He won't let it go. They call the police, right? He's holding the guillotine the whole fucking time. And the cops show up. And, uh, um, you know, he's holding it. He's holding it. And the cops are like, all right, all right, let him go. Let him go. And uh, he doesn't. So the cops cuff him. And, and they, they've got his hands behind his backs. And, and he's still holding the, the freaking guillotine choke. I don't know how long this has been. And uh, the cops are like, all right, all right, relax. He's cuffed. You can let him go. He's like, I'm not letting this fucker go. And uh, then uh, they, they eventually, you know, they convince him to let the guy go. And he's dead. He killed the guy <laughs> with the guillotine choke. He's out cold. And he's like. Fucking hero. Yeah. And he goes, you know, am I in trouble? Like, you know, like, I just killed a man. And the cops are like, ah, relax. You're a fucking hero. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ref should have stepped in. <laughs> it was a late stoppage if I've ever heard of one. No, they said he's in your house. Ah, the guy broke yeah, into your house. You're a fucking hero. Something like yeah. that. Just because you're hosting the fight doesn't mean you. <laughs> <laughs> 
There was a guy that used to train at my gym. We called him Crazy Jay. And he had like this wicked scar on like on his on his neck or his forehead or something. It was like somewhere on his head. I think it was on like the, the over on like kind of the back of his head. And we asked how he got it. He tried to tell us he got, you know, attacked by a shark. And we're like, there's no fucking chance you got bit by a shark. But like he swore up and down for like a year that he got bit by a shark. In the head. And maybe it was on his leg. I forget where exactly where it was. Oh, okay. it must have been on his leg, because we wouldn't have bought the head. So yeah. but he swore up and down that that was what happened, right? So then we met a buddy of his, and some someone asked him, like, do you know the real story with what, what's up with the scar? And, yeah, so he didn't, he didn't want to tell anyone, but he basically got in a fight in a bar. He was drunk, being an asshole. I was in, in Hawaii. And got in a fight with someone and somehow put it, put the guy in a rain-naked choke, and then the guy's friends started coming at him, right? So he basically backed himself up into a corner using the guy, holding the guy like a shield. And he's choking the guy, and they're all trying to come at him and like, tell him, like, let him go, let him go, let him go. And he's just squeezing. He's like, he's scared to death for his life. Choked the guy unconscious, like completely unconscious and like had no idea what was going on. And they're all like all of the guy's friends all see that he's unconscious and he's out. And they're trying to get him to, you know, tell him to stop. But as, as they get closer, like he's squeezing harder and harder and harder. <laughs> they're not backing away trying to tell him. And he like, he doesn't want to like, he doesn't want to let it go because he's scared to death. He has no idea the guy's unconscious, but the guy's been unconscious for a long ass time. But like, that's the kind of shit that happens. You get someone that's like super scared and drunk and doesn't know what's going on. And well, you know it, dead body in your hands. That's not where I saw that where that was going. I thought that the the mark or the scar was going to be, and then someone broke a bottle off and just stabbed him in the leg. No, no, no. I go. guess I guess I guess someone bottled him, and that was how the whole thing started. Okay. He got bottled, and then he grabbed he grabbed someone. It was okay. a scuffle, whatever. And, but that was huh. but that that was the story. So he he didn't want to tell us. He was such a retard, and like he was so scared and had no idea what was going on with the choke. Well, so he went with shark. <laughs> like it was like a year, year and a half. He got bit by a shark. I'm like, dude, there's no fucking chance. You live in Minnesota. Yeah, it was a shark. <laughs> so it did happen. Can, can we take the shark story? Kind of made sense. Joe, have you ever seen this movie called Snowpiercer? Kyle is no. so wrapped up in this stupid movie. It's a what? great movie. What are you talking about? Uh, it's a pretty good movie. It, it was just such an so so. Woody uh, Chiz and I watched this movie. We have the other had night. Some serious that. long debates about this after the movie, the day after, and today before PK. Yeah, it really it really made me think. Uh, it's called Snowpiercer. It's on Netflix, and uh, it's uh, it's post apocalyptic. The world is frozen over, and uh, all of the uh, action takes place on one on, on a train. So the, and. You've, the global warming to combat it, they put something in the atmosphere. Well, I didn't want to spoil the movie. I just that have, that's like the opening. It's scene. it's right at the open. Like it's Fair literally enough. clips okay. before you even see Chris Evans. Please tell me it's saved by Captain America. No, so no, the, quite the contrary. The deal is they try to cool off to prevent global warming or you know a counter global warming, yep. and they overdo it and it gets too cold. So there's just a train going around the world and everyone alive on the planet is on this train with energy that never runs out for some reason perpetual motion engine oh maybe wild. i have seen this movie i think i've seen a, a little tiny piece of this movie that's actually true by the way i looked it up it's a perpetual motion device so that's why it doesn't need more energy and that that train has a thousand and one cars on it a thousand and one cars so Kyle is all wrapped up in how realistic this perpetual motion post-apocalyptic train is. Like, yeah, there's an aspect of this that I don't think um, is quite right. Go on. No, I, I just no. There was yeah. We I, I always do that with movies. Like like if you can't if I can't maintain my sus my suspended disbelief, then then it's no good. I need to I need to believe that this so thing this is, is real. So this is how the order of events went. Kyle was pretty upset with it to some extent, like a lot of unrealistic things. I came back with counters, he agreed after them, then he did his own research, and now we're both kind of at the same level of 
where our issues lie with the movie and the flaws with it. That's pretty much where we're at. How about the fact that there's no such thing as perpetual motion? You always have a loss of energy. Okay, well, how many movies have done some kind of perpetual motion? Just I don't saying. mind that. Why are some things I mean, okay and some things not okay? Be, all right, so, so, so what's not okay, for example? Yeah, what's not okay? What are, the, what are your issues? Track, track maintenance. <laughs> this thing has been running on... Why do you laugh? He's been running on the same track for 17 years. Why hasn't the track broken down yet? Why has it? He only passes once a year. Well, it's I'm not, not talking about where. Yeah, so the, tra- so the track is the fact not. That the whole world has like boiled over, and like, ima- where did all the trains go that were on the track? Like, th- this was the only train on all the tracks because he's utilizing like regular tracks. That he How just long does it take on. for the train to, to go around the track? A year. A year. It takes one year for what? It a goes big fucking train. Yeah. It goes to all the continents. It, it's like Europe, <laughs> Asia, North America, South America, and this huge. How does light. he cross the oceans on a train track? That it, was my next question. It, it, it went up, up north, near Greenland. Yeah, it, it went, went up it, to north, uh, the Arctic. Yeah, there, there's still there's still not a a path where it's all land. Well, you obviously, it is when the world freezes. There's also not a thousand car train too. Like this is a billionaire who made so, all. So this. so they they made it after the world froze. After that, no, that's the thing. The guy said as a child he wanted to live on a train. You know, that's all he wanted to do. So that's all this guy has been doing all his life. And, and he, he just happened to be the this. guy. That's neither here nor he there. He did not, not really. He just made. He just wanted to live on a train. That means you have spas. You have all the amenities of living in the real world on the train that you never have to get off of. And it just so happened the apocalypse happened, and he he had. Paid passengers in the, the stowaways. In the movie, they said he anticipated it. Maybe that's a lie. Well, they also think he's a god too. For well, that, he didn't that anticipate it before he like built the train because he was like he had this dream of the super train when he was a kid at Christmas. Right. You know, like like so like maybe he anticipate maybe he saw the end coming there at the end. Like clearly, when that train was first started off, he was like, oh fuck, this is not going to be good. But like I think when he was developing the engine, you know, building the train, we're led to believe that you know he didn't. It, it wasn't impending doom. Yeah. I, I feel like if Merkel was story. here, he <clears throat> would be fussing about things that are far larger than track maintenance. I don't think. No, we really picked this thing apart. There's there's nothing else. So so I'm, look, I don't have an issue with warp engines in Star Trek because it's a futuristic technology. I don't have an issue with a. a yeah, we uh, don't even know what year this movie takes place. By the way. Yeah, they don't even say. So I got no issue with that. Everything, the only things that I think are unrealistic, the gunplay was shit. That was the worst of the worst that of the worst. Bad. That they, they were shooting from super long distance. One guy had a Scorpion, the other, and mm-hmm. uh, Chris Evans did. The other guy had an AR-15, and they're both shooting with deadly accuracy, hundreds of yards away from each other with one shot apiece. It was just absurd. Um, that had, but but there were, it was super gory. Uh, they, they, you know, they kind of there was a lot of world building going going on there, and. Uh, I don't know. It the, was, and the ending was bad. We we agree the, the ending en- was bad. Yeah, the ending's poor, but it is a twist ending, so you will be like, aha, what the fuck? Um, but, and you get a couple of those. There's a few twists along the way, I would say. So I liked it a lot. I'd give it th- two thumbs up. I was, I, at first, I was one thumb up, but then I, I watched a few uh, reviews, read about it, read about the French uh, graphic novel it's bra- based upon, and, uh, and I like it now. I, I, I'm definitely on board with Snowpiercer. I'm gonna have to go down, download or watch it somehow. It's a good. It's on Netflix. It's on. Oh, even better. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's good. Very good. Chris Evans does a, a really good job. Um, I liked yeah. it a lot. So real acting chops shown by Chris Evans, I think, in that film. Yeah. You know, he's not yeah. playing a superhero. Or I'm trying. I mean, really, Chris Evans has played a lot of superheroes. Scott Pilgrim, Saves the Earth, or whatever that movie is. I don't. I, I haven't seen it in a real like drama. 
action type movie, and this kind of kind of did that for me. Oh, we're gonna watch. Yeah, I mean, I was just putting it in there for the next topic. If you think it's time, then then I'm down. <clears throat> I'm Do down for this. Talk- I've seen this video, so I'm gonna use the restroom. Hmm. I haven't seen the video yet, but I want to talk about the lion a little bit. So, let me just fill in the blanks here, and and or, or so I so I guess there's this famous lion uh, over in Africa. Cecil the lion had a black mane. He was kind of well known by the tourists and the people that lived around there. They knew of this lion, and then this d- dentist from America went over there and killed the lion legally, right? Um. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, I believe he shot it with a bow, and then they had to stalk it for like a day and a half, two days, and then finish it with a rifle, which is a pretty uh, gruesome end, I suppose. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know how I feel about trophy hunting. Can, um, would you like to watch the video now? I think that's a good set. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Well, Chiz isn't here. He said he was gonna let us. Watch oh, okay. saw it already. I'm ready. Whatever. Ready, yeah. set, play. Here's something I want to mention, something I saw last night. This is, or I should say was, Cecil the lion, beautiful animal, 13 years old. He'd been wearing a GPS collar as part of an Oxford University research project. They'd been tracking him for years, and during that time, Cecil became like a local favorite amongst the tourists and the guides. He was always around. People loved to see him on safaris until earlier this month when a tourist on a hunting trip shot him for sport. And of course, everyone is angry and upset. Last night, I read this story. I happened upon the story, and the news report said they suspected it was a Spaniard who did it, who shot the animal. And I have to admit, when I saw it, I was so relieved it wasn't an American. <laughs> I really was. I was like, this is terrible, but thank God it wasn't one of us for once. And then I went online this morning and learned that turns out it was an American. It was one of us. It was a dentist from Minnesota who paid $50,000 to shoot the lion. According to uh, the news, he hired a company. He flew to Zimbabwe. Uh, Two locals took him to the national park. They tied a a dead animal to the back of a jeep to lure the lion out of the park because it's illegal to shoot them in the park. They call it baiting. And once they got the lion out of the park, they put a spotlight on him, and then the dentist shot Cecil with a bow and arrow. But the arrow didn't kill a lion, so they tracked him, and 40 hours later shot him with a gun, skinned him, and took the head and left the body there. Now, unfortunately for them, the researchers at Oxford who were tracking Cecil were able to trace the signal and find the carcass, and the local authorities found the hunters who, they say they realized too late uh, that they shot an animal with GPS. They tried to destroy the tracking collar, but failed to do that. So um, they know who it was. The American hunter, whose name is Walt Palmer, is currently in hiding. He closed his dental office in Bloomington, Minnesota. You better run, Walt. The statement to the news saying, <laughs> "This guy I no totally outs The lion I took was a known local favorite until the end of the hunt. Which, first of all, stop saying you took the animal. You take aspirin. You killed the lion. You didn't take it. And he continued, he said, to my knowledge, everything about this trip was legal and properly handled. I relied on the expertise of my local professional guides to ensure a legal hunt. Which, okay, good, let's say we accept at face value that he thought it was legal and properly handled and didn't know the lion had a tracking collar. It was a local fair. The big question is, why are you shooting a lion in the first place? I mean, I'm honestly curious to know why a human being would feel compelled to do that. How is that fun? Is it that difficult for you to get an erection that you need to kill things that are stronger than you? If if that's the case, they have a pill for that. It works great. Just stay home and swallow it, and you save yourself a lifetime of being the most hated man in America who never advertised Jell-O pudding on television. Fair enough. And and by the way, there's a little more. 
I'm not against hunting. If you're hunting Jimmy to eat or crying. to help keep the animal population healthy or to part of your culture or something, that's one thing. But if you're some a-hole dentist who wants a lion's head over the fireplace in his man cave so his douchebag buddies can gather around it and drink scotch and tell him how awesome he is, that's just vomitous. That's, and this guy must have quite a collection of animal heads because, uh, well, here he is posing next to a bear he shot. In 2008, he was convicted of a felony for lying about where he killed a bear in Wisconsin. He got a year probation for that. This is another lion he killed in 2008. Um, this is a leopard. Uh, this is a rhino. He killed like half of the I don't get it. I also don't think it's uh, the answer is to start a witch hunt for well, the guy. Wait. Some people online are Too saying late. we should Too late, him Jimmy. feed him to the lions. You've been leading the witch hunt for five you minutes know, it's now. Crazy, but it should be handled in a lawful way. And the men who took him out of the Jeep should be made accountable, too. But in the meantime, He's I think it's important up. to have some good come out of this disgusting tragedy. So this is the website for the Wildlife Conservation Research Unit, unit at Oxford, uh, wildcru.org. These are the researchers who put the collar on Cecil in the first place. They track the animals and study them. If you want to do something, if you want to make this into a, uh, a positive, you can... Uh, <laughs> sorry. I... Um, I, I Okay, I'm good. Um, make a donation, support them. At the very least, uh, maybe maybe we can show the world that not all Americans are like this jackhole here, this dentist. A great smile says it all. Wow. So I, I saw that, and it was like, wow, this guy's got a big audience. That he's, I mean, he, he's saying not to lead a witch hunt, but he totally did. Yeah, um, that guy won't be fixing any more cavities. <laughs> he might not like his business could be done. Maybe I don't know. He's definitely Good. fucked this guy's life, and I and, and I'm not. A, I don't think I like trophy hunting either. I don't know. Well, regardless, yeah. it was illegal, right? It wasn't. Yeah, it, it appears that he didn't break any laws, and it, it appears you know, trophy hunting is a thing that wealthy people engage in. Some wealthy people. Um, they went out there. They made sure that they pulled the like they waited till the lion left the protected place. They killed the lion in a spot where it was okay to kill lions. It's still so shitty, though, right? Like, the story goes, they literally lured the lion out. They drove food to bring him into the area where it was legal to shoot him. And he's got a prior of doing it illegally, I, I remember. He in the does video, have he a says, prior of killing the bear in the wrong yeah. spot. Those laws are sketchy. You guys were talking <laughs> shoot squirrels last night. We could be in the same boat, motherfuckers. You guys like, eh, we'll just kill him a little early and Can you imagine us on, dead. on Jimmy Kimmel like, with yeah, like we a, necklace, death. a necklace of squirrels on Jimmy Kimmel? <laughs> you know? The big difference here is that he killed a popular lion. People yeah. are killing lions and rhinos and bears and zebras and shit all oh, the my. time. And this guy I happened to kill Cecil, everyone's favorite lion. And now they're like, oh, my God, trophy hunting. Yeah, it's funny because Kitty said that to me. She's like, you know, this one lion dies, everybody cares. But, like, they killed 200 whales last week and no one cares. I'm like, yeah, because nobody knew those whales. If someone went into SeaWorld and cut off Shamu's head, it would be a riot in the streets. You know? Ooh, Shamu care about alive? No. I don't think so. They, they name them all Shamu. They, they all name them all Shamu. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, oh, like, like in The Simpsons, the dog. Yeah, the dog. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. the cat, right? No, it's Santa's, I think Santa's Little Helper is the same one, but it's... Uh, what's the... That's a cat. Snowball? There's definitely Snowball. more than one Santa's Little Helper. Or Snowflake, yeah. right? Snowflake? Could be. I'm not sure. I haven't watched Simpsons in so fucking long. <laughs> Still going. Yeah, I... guess that link I sent you? Cupcake. I post in the chat. Most yeah, I see it. Let's huh. see here. Why killing a lion is the most cowardly thing you can do. 
Is this, this is why I, read this. I think it's stupid. Oh, yeah. I have seen this. So, uh, incredible day hunting in South Africa. Stalked inside 60 yards. This beautiful male lion. What a hunt! Exclamation point. And then the guy goes on to say, like, yeah, but they're actually big cats. And uh, here, you know, these guys have been researching them for 30 years. They just act like big cats. Stalking means you have a guide. That guide takes you out in a big van. You find buffalo, and boom, there's a lion sitting in the shade relaxing. There was one instance where we were out with the lions, and they sat next to the truck to use the truck as shade. They were three feet away from this guy. Um, and here's the lion walking next to the car, and you can see the lions using the shade from the car as he moves around. And here I am straight up chilling next to a pride of lions. They're just sitting there. They aren't even moving. Just to show you how incredibly difficult it, here is to t t how incredibly difficult it is to hunt a lion, I took a selfie next to one. And the guy's sitting there taking a selfie next to the lion. As you can see, the lion tried to run away from us. Just kidding. He fell asleep, and he's laying there on his back. Uh, and tried to block I, all the light. Right, so the problem eyes. with this, there's a few problems with this. <laughs> Where do we start? Where they're acting start? like cats. Right. They're, they're big cats, but they're acting like the cats that we know. Nah, course, all right. So, so there's one problem with this. Okay, so there's a couple problems with this, right? So the cats that these people are looking at right here, yeah, they totally are. Because they go out there every day and look at them and take pictures, and, and people probably feed them too. Um, I'm not saying that the cat, the, the lion that she shot up here, which is ridiculous. I don't like that, that kind of haunting. I'm not saying the lion she shot was some kind of wild super lion. She probably just baited one of these domesticated almost lions that are in these parks now uh, away somewhere and killed it as well. But, like, I don't know. I don't think these are, like, 100% like wild lions that are hanging out by this fucking Jeep. Because that, that doesn't seem normal to me. Seems like they would run from the people. I've seen enough Jeep. lion specials that they don't seem to act like that. They have a hard time finding them. They're in the dark. The photographers are scared. I don't know if they're just doing that for drama or what. But here or they make time. them act like house cats. I don't know. I, I think it's bullshit because in it's the end, the they definitely... In the end, they drove out there until they saw a, a lion, and then she shot it out of a jeep. Like, like it's a super easy thing to do. Mm -hmm. um, it, it, it's, it's just, there's no skill involved. That, that guy's shooting the one with the bow. Now, that's fucking hard, and he's lucky that he didn't get killed. Um, the lion could have probably killed him if he wanted to. They got, there's probably somebody there backing him up with a rifle, though. The, the dentist, hard. I don't think the dentist is like this super hunter, though. Like, if, he's, if he has the balls to try and kill this fucking lion with a bow... It's probably more like the like these lions that are just freaking being super playful. If you're the king of the jungle, you're not really scared of anything. He like, killed that I, fucking bear. Yeah, right. It's illegally, so who knows what he did to get to that? <laughs> <laughs> I would explain. He poisoned it first. Yeah, yeah shot, right. Shot like, it, tranked it first. It was Have a trap arrow bear. I think now, he just. If, if the lion hunt was more like uh, that famous video where the guy shoots the the lion with a rifle and the lion charges him and like yeah, almost yeah. gets him and then they, that that's a little more badass. This Stand guy's there, a I dentist. Know. He's the cliche, like, yeah. rides a Harley on weekends only guy. Like, Watching the ghost in the darkness beating off to it. Yeah, it's by exactly the way, like Val Kilmer. Riding a uh, Harley on the weekends, by the way, I am totally cool with. If that's your thing, knock yourself out. As a matter of fact, we should do that on one of our vacations. We should all Correction. Rent, we should rent Harleys and go on a trip. It's the guy who trucks his Harley into the motorcycle weekend. And then yeah, rides it at the motorcycle weekend. You, you really, like, like immediately, I was like, yeah. Yeah, I'm I don't even have a problem with it. If you like, my, it's another thing. Guys with big trucks have small penises. No, guys with big trucks like big trucks. 
That's how you can tell, because they have them. That's it. It doesn't really relate to your penis size. Now, everyone's going to say that because they know I want a truck. But uh, guys who like har ride Harleys, on, you don't actually, like, if you like Harleys, knock yourself out. I would love for us all to grab a Harley and go on some motorcycle weekend trip or but something. The cliche is that those dentist people that then truck their motorcycles into the motorcycle weekend act like they're on the same level and hardcore bikers as the actual biker bikers. That's the cliche. That's why they don't get respect and stuff like that. If they just owned it, like, you know, I'm just, you know, this is a hobby. I like to do this kind of thing, you know, like. I guess I don't like anyone acts like a douchebag, but I just, if, you know, yeah. Fuck all you bikers out there. If you have a motorcycle and you take your car nine times out of ten, knock yourself out. Yeah. You know, it, it's safer. It's air conditioned. I can see why you might choose your car a lot of times. You can hold other stuff. You know, you can take a passenger. Cars have some upsides. So, so I'm fine with that. But, yeah, we should rent motorcycles and go someplace. I have, no, I have zero experience, but I'm pretty good at learning to do things. So that would be fun. You might need a license. You, do you need don't need license. one. Nah. That's it's called a motorcycle license. I think you need one. Nah, you don't need that. That's bullshit. Right. I'm, not gonna, I'm, I'm just going to drive the motorcycle. Okay. So I just don't know. If, I, if my, my thought was we'd rent them, and I, I would guess they'd check your license. Nah, that'd be all right. This is the man who's too. afraid to shoot squirrels out of season, but he'll ride a motorcycle, no license. Because <laughs> I know if because if He's I get pulled so over, scared of because if I get pulled over, they're just gonna be like, "Oh, you should really have that." Like they're not gonna like it's not gonna be a big deal. Uh, my cousin got pulled over like three times without a motorcycle license, and, and they they just keep giving you warnings. Hmm. But a game warrant will bend you over. All you gotta do is be like, "Oh, this is my first time. Like, like I just bought it. I'm waiting on the license now." Blah blah blah. And, you know, and it is. You know, I'm not gonna get a license to drive a motorcycle one day. I'm just checking. And we're going to master those squirrels. That's what's happening. I so what are we allowed to bring on the trip? Everything last time. Specify? That's what we were doing earlier when, when I was kind of like giving my rundown, I guess. I'm so, all right, so. Sleeping bag the, is approved. So I guess so. Um, so Secured lockbox. What about a hammock? Eat. A hammock? Yeah. I think you get to bring paracord and you make a makeshift hammock. You don't get to bring a hammock just like you can't bring a fucking tent. I, I kind of want to. I got like a. I got no. a pretty hammock. Yeah. No. <laughs> I think a hammock it, it would be packs okay. up in this little bag like this. It's it's pretty. Because a hammock's not going to give you shelter. It is different Some than shelter. Some do. It gets you off the ground. It's just going to dangle you. It's there are hammocks that give you shelter. There are. There's are some yeah. really nice ones that you're like encapsulated like a like larva or something, a little pupa. But this is I don't becoming know the PKA camping trip. Which yeah. I don't totally it's hate. Fun. It just keeps getting better real. and better. I don't I think it has to be super miserable. At one point, we discussed like how funny it would be like if I were doing some ridiculous like living in a thong and like rubbing two sticks together and failing miserably, and, and Woody was doing like camping, but <laughs> but it was it was kind of harsh stuff. And then over in the other corner, Wings was in a, literally in an RV like frying bacon. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, so why don't we make it? Why don't we make it a point system? Like why don't we come up with a point system? So like you sleep in a hammock. You you get X number of points. If you make your own shelter and you sleep on the ground, you get more points. If you should it, should it if be you a catch, storing? If you shoot no. your own squirrels, you get so many points. If you catch your own fish, you get so many points. See, the point system originally was you get a predisposed amount of points and you bid and buy different things of different value. But what you're saying sounds like there are challenges and things that you can earn points for. No, yes. or I think he's just saying scored. there's a winner. Yeah. Like but it, it could be it could be it could be plus and minus. So it's whoever gets the most points. But like if you sleep in a hammock in a hammock. You lose five points, but if you build a shelter every night, you, you sleep in points. it. <laughs> whatever, whatever, whatever you want to be. I mean, you could you can make it whatever. 
I'm gonna well, I'm gonna end this thing with negative 175 points and happy as fuck. <laughs> like, oh, maybe oh. maybe maybe that's what you want to do, you know. But to to make right, it sound like if you catch don't every, matter, and I'm gonna you, be real comfortable. If you open that lockbox of baloney, you just get to divide by zero. You're out. That's that's how that goes. Maybe, no okay, maybe getting maybe getting one eating one sandwich is like negative 20 points, but getting your own fish. Is like you know you get positive points. So you gain. But see, points. there has to be a, like a punishment or reward at the end because yeah. otherwise it means fucking nothing, right? Like right, you so just said right I, there, negative a thousand. I'm living like a king, baby. You know? money. Whoever wins gets gets the, the the bulk of it. Whoever has the I'm fewest bring... points, Joe whispers or Joe's dad whispers in his ear, kick his ass. <laughs> kick his ass. <laughs> I'm gonna bring the clothes on my back, my knife, my gun. Um, I think maybe uh, like like I. I really like that spice thing I brought last time that had like salt and pepper and cayenne and shit because <laughs> I feel like unseasoned squirrel is just no good at all. Um, but but other than that, like you know, just the just basic shit. The the sleeping bag uh, sounds like a good idea, I guess. I would be willing to go no sleeping bag, but I don't bringing, want like, to make barbecue it. sauce. But it's not food, but you're bringing it's like uh, a seasoning. Nah, lemonade's not, not food. It's not, it's yeah, not. I'm just lemonade mix. Yeah. Like we're all drinking tang. Like you can survive on just barbecue sauce. Crystal yeah. lights, not food. <laughs> There's no calories. Um, so yeah, like like I guess it's if I'm being honest, it sounds more like extreme camping. But we want to realistically get this thing done. Um, I I think that you know you bring a gun to shoot squirrels and you bring a sleeping bag to make sure that you're getting sleep and and you have enough energy the next day to, to put on a good show and actually you know do some stuff so i don't know imagine it like we went hunting and got lost in the woods i think that's a good scenario yeah. or we went on a, a camping trip and no we food. ran we went on a one-day camping trip and ran out of sh our shit immediately or we, we were we were on a boat and the boat sank and we lost most of our shit think of it that way because we're gonna have a few things that, that are really should have stopped comforts. before the boat analogy i was keep going <laughs> I, but we're gonna have a few creature we were in you know, a plane like, planning to go camping and the plane went down and we had yeah. all our camping shit with us yeah, <laughs> and I've cut a leg off. Why don't, why don't we? Why don't we just? Why don't we just go camping and then just try to you know get points for doing different things? No, no, I don't know about get, that. No. Get no. points for creating fire. Get points for catching fish. I get think the supplies should just be what they were last time, plus a sleeping bag. And I'm all for challenges, but I I think the hammock is cheating. Yeah, activities activities will be great. I, I'm I'm totally up for activities. Um, I just want to I just want to make good videos of it. That's my thing. I it's, want us to yeah, achieve. I'm torn what the people watching this want, which is ultimately who it's for, is for us to go out there and nearly die. That's the best <laughs> joke. What I want is to really enjoy myself. And I'm trying to find a balance between them. Yeah, yeah. I'm willing to suffer for the fans. And I, I really want to, to, mm -hmm. to, to win. I want to win at, at this trip. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't want us to lose. And uh, I want us to kill things, make shelter, cook food. And you know those are the basics, right? Like I want, the, I want to achieve all those things. And I was really upset last time that when we got there, there was like no wildlife, like there's nothing in those woods. No, there, it was like everything had flown away because the storm was coming the next day or something. There was I can't believe nothing. I couldn't find insects for the hook. <laughs> there were no bugs. I'm digging, like, digging in the ground. The there's no the bugs. Like, what, how do you not like you flip over a rock? There's bugs under it, right? No, not Sometimes. always. Snakes. It was just a really bad area. I swear, like, like at, at my dad's place, like we could go in those woods, and it would have been so much better as far as like gathering stuff. Like there, we'd have found snakes and and rats and critters and stuff. Like just like turning over old logs. I feel like like there was just nothing there in those woods. I saw a worm one time, and it quickly like slithered back into the ground from whence it came. But that was it. Was the worm four feet long and went? Tss. 
<laughs> I'd have eaten it if that had happened. <laughs> I, I would love to run into Sammy the Snake out there because he would not get the mercy he got when I found him at my house. I'd eat his ass. We have snakes here. We keep seeing snakes almost all the time now. They're in oh, I, I see your dog in the background. Like, like oh, I over. forgot about him. Yeah. <laughs> Ender. I'm taking me a little nap. Is that a Minecraft reference, the name? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's black dog with a purple collar. Nice. Enderman like is his full name. Colin named him. I like it. It's his legal name. They <laughs> mutilated me. We did not. Yeah, Joe doesn't know, I don't think. But um, uh, we were like shopping for dogs all over the place, trying to find you know the right healthy dogs so they didn't die at five years again. And uh, this one was perfect in every way, except his ears. What he helped me down? <laughs> except his ears were cropped. <laughs> so we bought a dog with cropped ears, and now we're just like. In the rankings, I think cropped ears look fine. I think natural ears look great. But the worst thing is cropped ears that like weren't taken care of, and they just flop over like deformed natural ears. So, so sometimes, sometimes it's not a case of not taking care of them. Sometimes they're like that. Yeah, sometimes it just doesn't take his do. His looks okay. Like we take it off. Uh, I think one day a week he doesn't wear that thing. And, they make uh, me look like a fool. <laughs> and he looks good when it's off, but he's just not done yet. Like Grip had the most badass cropped ears. My dog Grip. Oh yeah, sound like my life is shame. Sorry, this content isn't available right now. Really? Uh, okay, hold on. Oh, I got a friend request. Was Grip the killer? Yeah. Uh yeah, kinda. Kinda. I feel like he got nicer after he died, right? Like. No, no, no. So he didn't die. I had to give him away, though. Oh, but that was. That, that's right. He was. Uh, he did. He did almost kill Vegas. And he, he tried to kill Brewski. And uh -huh. he bit Matt Perry. And he bit my uncle. But he's a really good dog. <laughs> <laughs> All those Went people needed biting. Went to jail for that. But he's a good guy. <laughs> uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger just posted this on, uh, on Instagram, I think. That? Oh. <laughs> That's funny. Uh. Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger is the man. He's so awesome. I really like any Reddit post he jumps into. It's always pretty cool. Hmm. There was there was some guy who was like six foot six, one hundred and fifty pounds or something like that, and he was uh, he had went to the gym and he was doing squats and like f literally falling, and uh, everybody was laughing at him and uh, and he was posting that he was discouraged and didn't know what to do. And Schwarzenegger came in there and gave him like a two paragraph long pep talk, and it was really cool. Yeah. That's good. That's what he's good at. Politics yeah. is not. <clears throat> Poli really? So as a Californian, do you think he was bad at politics? He's awful at politics. He's wow. horrible. I, I, obviously, California did poorly during his term. So, And like, we had a horrible... If he got impeached, the guy before him, his name slips me every time. Jerry Brown? No, it wasn't Jerry Brown because he's killing it and always has. I'm mixing uh, it up then. Like Gray Davis or something, but I think that might yeah. have been a little. Uh, hey, Gray Davis sounds right. I wanted to say Scott Walker, but that's not the same fucking guy. I know because Gray Davis. Yeah, I remember that. They're, like all yep. the freaks came out of the closet to be the governor of California. You had porn tons stars. of like porn stars. He was and... in 03. Yeah, it was Gray Davis. Okay, yeah, so he took over a pretty rough spot and then he came in there. And he immediately started like doing and saying things that made a lot of sense to me. Like, he didn't like that the politicians, like all the state and like this, I forget what they call the state legislators, like the state senate and the state whatever house. Mm -hmm. um, 
the gerrymandering in California appears to be extremely bad. So these mm -hmm. guys like can't lose their jobs. Um, because if you don't know what gerrymandering is, they just sort of slice up the voting areas so that Republicans and Democrats are very safe. And they've all kind of just agreed to slice them up in a way that keeps them all safe. And they've just voted in their job security. And um, that's hurt California and its government. And Schwarzenegger was like, well, how about we have judges you know, do the lines? How about we have this do the lines, oversight committees, et cetera? Um, uh, he did a thing where he was like he was trying to save money and he was like, all right, you know, dogs that are caught have one week and then we euthanize them. And everyone was like, no, no, don't kill our dogs. Don't kill our dogs. And then he comes on and goes, all right, that was a mistake. Yeah, <laughs> he is the Terminator. What did you he, expect? Yeah, he's he's like, in a blue state. I mean, come on, you can't be killing people's pets yeah yeah you know? he's like you know one he's week like, and that's it i I'm, agree he's like I'm, I'm from austria you know we don't think of dogs in the same way i made a mistake we're not doing the dog thing here's why i support the one week thing if you mm -hmm. lose your dog and you haven't you went you haven't went to the local pound within a week you don't care much about that dog let's let's go and get rid of that dog move him along and i don't think we should burn them either i know a lot of times they either throw them in the dump or burn them i think we need to be utilizing those dog those pet carcasses in some way fuel food whatever farming Right? Like fertilizer? Yeah, chop them up into a mist and then spread them across you could, the cops. You could chop them up and feed them to, to livestock as long as you didn't tell, you're not allowed to do that, technically speaking. But well, if you chop if you're anything the governor, up... And, you're allowed in look, California. Look, <laughs> I, I, I have seen farmers feed cattle, literally <laughs> literally feed cattle chicken shit. They'll eat it. Yeah, they, they, just, they scoop up a, a giant scoop of chicken shit. They throw in a little bit of something else the cows might eat, might want. They eat it. No problem. A little chicken shit and some uh, molasses, is, and we're good to go. That is not yeah. Kobe beef. Um, <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> That's what comes in that big, giant, sausage-like container of ground beef, if you ever see it at, at the store. Uh, but I don't know what Schwarzenegger did that was so poorly. I know that his state did poorly. I think he got some heat because of a, um, there was a gay rights issue, and his defense was that he wanted to wait until the vote... It was the particulars. It wasn't that he didn't support the gay rights, it seemed. It was that he, he wanted oh, meaningful legislation to be passed. And what they were doing was like the incorrect way to go about getting ch change uh, on a legislature uh, mm -hmm. level. Like, he was like, no, you're not exactly doing this right with your paperwork. You need to like, this is the wrong way to do this. You need to get rid of this and you need to amend that. And then you put your bill forward and then you can get the change. But like, no, I won't support this because this is bullshit. This is just like... Uh, that's what his excuse was. That's what he said. Mm. But he, he, um, I like Schwarzenegger a lot. I've, I heard him go on Stern not too long ago, and he openly discussed the, the affair and the illegitimate kid and all that, and, uh, and still had a sense of humor joking about, you know, Terminator shit and, and all of his past with Stern. It was, it was very good. I, I like Schwarzenegger a lot. I, I was always a fan of his movies growing up, even when I was, I spent weekends with my grandmother when I was like three, four, five, six in that age group, and uh, and she was an Arnold Schwarzenegger fan and a Sigourney Weaver fan. She liked sci-fi and action. So as a four or five year old, I'm watching Terminator, Terminator, uh, Alien, Predator, like all that shit, and uh, and I loved it. So um, I'm yeah, a big I'm, fan just, of Schwarzenegger. I'm getting cliff notes on Schwarzenegger. It's because he ran the state into the ground. Like it, he left with a record deficit. Like horrible approval ratings because of it he said he wouldn't take donations he took more than anyone before him all the sexual scandal allegations that weren't allegations after a while mm -hmm. 
He was just he really ran it into the ground hard from an economic standpoint. He had the best nickname ever though, the Governor. The Governor. Well, yeah. No, That's it, what you need. And it just <laughs> it, 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 it only start with a good nickname. He also can't say the state's name, so that didn't matter. Yeah. It only adds to the mystique of the movie Predator, though, because you have two governors going in there. You got mm, Jesse the Body Ventura Jesse. and Schwarzenegger. Like that's yeah. so crazy that both of them became governors. I wish Carl Winters had become the like, governor of somewhere, so you had like a trifecta. Uh, that I love that movie. Predator's so good. I've seen Predator twenty five, thirty times, something like that. It, it doesn't get old. It doesn't. It doesn't. It's it's never not as good the the thirty first time. I love Predator. Do you guys know War Machine? The uh, he was he fought in the, yeah, the OC, right, Joe? Yeah, the one that beat the yeah. shit out of yeah, his girlfriend. Yeah, he fought in the UFC. We, uh, we try not to make that connection, though. <laughs> he's an ex UFC fighter. He ended up fighting somewhere else. I don't know where. And um, now he's in jail for beating his girlfriend, fiance. I forget how far they got along. Christy Mack, who was also a porn star and pretty hot, um, he found Jesus. But I was buying his lies. That was like the. The, the thing that got me in this is um, he's like, where do I begin? It's sad that I'm a hundred thousand times more embarrassed of what I'm about to tell you than I am of being accused of the crimes that have landed me in jail. It's a testament to how screwed up my way of thinking is and to how screwed up our society has become. At first, I blame the whole situation on Christy and that guy. And I remember that. He told the story about how... Like she was cheating and that guy was cheating and he knew it and whatever. And he just went in there and he said that guy attacked him or something, which was not plausible. Oh, <laughs> then I blame my bad luck. Then I blame my bad karma. Then I blame myself. Then I blame steroids. And uh, I like I kind of remember all these things, you know, like, oh, that, that guy attacked me. Oh, I just have bad luck. Oh, you know, these things are happening. Then I blame the programming done to my subconscious mind, a product of a traumatic childhood and a poor choice of role models. One of them has to be the culprit. There has to be some reason that, though I always had the best of intentions, I keep landing myself in huge messes and why I'm so restless and why I'm never satisfied. I've achieved countless goals. I'm a professional athlete. I own my own business. I once had a perfect little wife. Then I had Christy. My life, though enviable in all accounts, never satisfied me no matter how well it was going. I find a reason I'm unhappy and a reason to sabotage it. A few, a few blogs ago, I wrote about a letter from my grandfather. His letter and my response to it broke my heart all over again. I began that blog with a quote of my own. The good times only count while things are well. Once things turn bad, they only serve as specters, which torment you in the night. I think that must have been the most horrible thing any man has ever said. In both my blog and my letter to my grandfather, I compared my situations, losing the woman whom I loved and I found her in bed with another man, to losing my grand to my grandpa losing my grandmother to cancer after decades of unhappy marriage. Anyway, he goes on talking about this hole in himself and that he found God. And now that he has Jesus, he uh he has faith and he's found happiness. Good for him. I don't care. Yeah, I don't care. I, I I hate all those people okay. that do horrible Next topic, things. Yours. Oh, here you go. Oh, I was Siri coming down. I didn't topic. say it was a bad topic. <laughs> like, I really don't sweating. care. Like, you know, who? So many people do heinous shit. Go to jail, find Jesus, and like, they kind of feel they should be exonerated. Like their morale's like, you should look at me differently now because I found Jesus, and I just don't agree with that. Like, it's not a carte blanche, clean slate, clean slate wipe. You know, I, you know, I'm not a bad guy, and you know, he's trying to. 
he's saying it's all of these heinous, these horrible things I've done and the things I've fucked up is some subconscious thing that I have no control over to a childhood event. I don't remember why am I do like take responsibility. Like it's you, you know? It's not I I just don't buy it. I don't know. I I don't feel for him in the slightest. I feel like he fucked up. <laughs> so my father asked me not to that he shouldn't be a PKA topic anymore. That lasted a month. Back to Jesus. Um, he told me before we went on this long walk, he's like, I want to tell you about me. He's like, I hear you talk about me on painkiller already. And it dawns on me that you don't know me that well. And I'm excited. Like I'm jazzed. I thought I'm going to hear more about my extended family adventures of, of, of Stan, which, you know, there's some really cool ones like bullies. He's fought his dogs his whatever. I'm just thirsting to know more about him. But what he actually told me was the story of how he found God. And, um, I guess he was whatever. Um, I'm going to say 50. That's a good estimate. 50 something. And um, he was successful in business. He was successful in his family. He had you know, kind of lined up all the, the goals and accomplished what he wanted to. But he thought to himself, this is it. Like, he didn't feel like he had just won. He felt you know, somewhat empty. And then he found God and he has a sort of a deep joy and happiness that, uh, that he didn't have before, contentness. And somehow that lined up with what War Machine here is saying. Like, you know, I was a pro athlete, I had a perfect wife, and then you know, after that he had a great girlfriend. He, he had done a lot of cool stuff and had an enviable life by, by many people's standards. A lot of guys would have traded places with him. But um, now that he's found God, even in prison, he has some level of, of happiness and contentment that he didn't have before. I don't know. What is it with this God thing that makes people satisfied and warm and glowing inside? Something to um, believe in. Somewhat something to tell them that what they're doing is right. And if like, they fucked it's, up, it's like in, what life, it gives uh, life purpose. Yeah, and like, if they fucked life, up, like in prison, it also thinks, well, I can recount my sins, be a better person, and I'll go to that oasis, you know, uh, you know, after mm -hmm. I do my good deeds because I fucked up this life so much because God always forgives. Yeah, I think that yeah. God always forgives is the big thing. If someone re feels like they've really dug themselves into a deep hole, then they, they probably wouldn't forgive themselves. Their friends wouldn't forgive them. Their family wouldn't forgive them. But God will always forgive them. I, I think that's kind of why people kind of latch onto it a little bit. Yeah. It's like no matter how, how deep of a – how deep of a hole you dig yourself into how dark of a place there's always there's always you know forgiveness out there hmm makes sense that, that, that that's how i've always taken it you know what well, one thing that drives me crazy like um is like with fights sometimes is like i hate it when people are like oh you know thank you first i want to first foremost i want to thank the most important you know person which is god it's like dude how about you thank your coaches and your training partners and <clears throat> Like, I know, like, from my last fight, like, I, I beat up a lot of people. Like, I had, like, a lot of, like, hard rounds in the gym. I cut a couple guys with punches and elbows and things like that, and they get stitches and this and that. And, like, and those are the people I'm most thankful for. You know what I mean? Like, guys that, you know, to help me out, they end up having to go to the hospital and get stitches in their forehead. Like, that's someone that I really want to be thankful for. It's not, I don't know. I feel like you discredit, like, all the people who helped you out in your life when you're like, oh, the most important person to me is God. And how about, how about your family? How about your parents? How about all these people that sacrificed to help you out? I don't like when someone wins the big game or whatever and they thank God. Yeah. yeah. When, they do, when they achieve anything and they thank God, it's, it's, it's like, 
All right. So if you're thanking him for, for making the world in which you were able to do this wonderful thing, I guess I could see that. That kind of makes sense. But come on. Like, you didn't do any of that work. Like, I would yeah. think for a professional athlete, someone who knows what it took to get there, I, I guess, I guess like, they feel like they leaned on their faith to help them get through all well, of what the, it all, takes. The all-encapsulating thing is, what you know, like, well, I was, able to, I was able to have that strong work ethic because <laughs> of God. And God put the right people in my life that developed that. You know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like it's kind of a complex. That makes sense. Always thank like Jesus when they win. Never mention his name when they lose. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Jesus, According to these guys, <laughs> Jesus is undefeated. Uh, you know, we, uh, the defense was looking good. The offense was strong. Special teams yeah. and off the charts. But God really wasn't here for us today. I'm going to call them second quarter. God was asleep. What wasn't about when you both sides? Both sides we were all praying. Jesus to help them out. <laughs> they go, <laughs> you're fucked. I like this guy better. Well, that's the running <laughs> joke, right? Like, because everyone... In the entire, you know, like God is on America's side, and it's in our anthems and all that. It's like God is also technically on their side too. Like you think God's up there picking his favorite country and shit. Like if you do believe in that, like come on, like yeah, it's just silly. But I mean, if if anyone wants to, if that's what that's how they want to think about it, and that's how they want to go with, and then all the power to them. Like I, I don't ever, it never bothers me, but I just think it's a little silly when you know they're, they're thanking first and foremost, they're thanking God instead of like all the guys that they you know physically helped them get there. Yep. Yep. Yeah, people who, I, I, you know, like regardless of what religion you're on, as long as you're not using it to justify being awful, then I'm fine with that. You know, if you use it to take away someone's rights, if you use it to justify an anti-gay agenda, an anti-black agenda, um, or in the case of like some Muslim people, like some sort of anti-American agenda. Um, yeah, as long as you're not using your God to justify being awful, then um, then I'm fine with that. Just like Reddit, you want more upvotes in life than downvotes. It's pretty much it. I mean, if you try to do everything you can that's positive, you know, good stuff. You know, you're leading a good life if you're, if you're, you know, being mostly positive. Right. I gotta step away. I'll be right back. I'll be as fast as I can. I will run. Well, ooh, the Chiz and Joe show. Make it happen. What's going on, Chiz? It's the Chiz and Joe show. Na 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 na. Chiz and Joe show. Did you, did you take a train to Chicago? I did take a train again to Chicago. How long did that take? That takes two days and like twelve hours. So you've done it how many, three times now? Or two times? Uh, two times, four total trains. Fuck that. Yeah, so that's what, uh, like ten days total on a train. You save like six dollars instead of flying. But it's an experience <sighs> to meet the train folk, and you get to sit back in this luxurious room and do all your work. You know, you don't have to deal with all that TSA bullshit that, you know, flying for three hours. I got, I got time on my hands. So, so this three-day trip into Georgia is going to take you like, oh, that, nine days, uh, nine days. From, from to Georgia on bus is about two and a half days as well. So you're five days traveling. Yeah, so six days. No delays. So we'll call it six days, seven days, plus three days there, day before, day after. So you're looking at like uh, two uh, weeks. Yeah, you're looking at 14, 15 days. Yeah, I got time. I got I got a phone, you know, and a laptop. I can do things. Yeah. And, I, and and every time I ride the bus, I get more entries in my book because there's always new stories <laughs> you get from the bus folks. What book? Bus talk, eh? I'm writing a book on all the on the bus people I meet and the stories they share. I'm five uh, percent <laughs> of the book is written, but I have so many bullet points to write out, and that that's fun. I, counting I think, the stories. I think that's the best way to start. You just got to bullet point everything and then fill in the details after. Totally, that's what I do. When when someone is talking to me about how 
their their son is so awesome he should jack off into bottles and sell that shit. I'm writing notes on my phone to later yep. explore on this more yep. when I get home to a laptop because that's that needs to be shared I, with the world. Anytime I have to write something, whether it's like a blog post, it was something in school, anything, bullet point the fuck out of it, fill in all the supports, mm-hmm. and it writes itself. Yeah. Well, it's a nice reminder. I, I'll fill in the blanks with my head because I'm not forgetting that fucking story. <clears throat> Welcome back, Kyle. Yeah, I'm back. Looking good. Looking feel snazzy in your... In, what kind of pants are you wearing is what I'm curious. No pants. Oh, really? That's yeah, a disappointment. Yeah. Thought you'd have some cool pajama bottoms on. So I, so do you have a lighter handy, Chiz? I do. So are you, are you wearing shoes right now? No, I'm wearing socks. I want to do an experiment. So, so I think that like I have a superhuman ability to uh, to just take fire. Are you sure you just don't? I feel like I could do that too, but I have a callus. Well, let's see who can do it the longest then. I like this. Let me see. What foot do I want to do? It on? <laughs> that hurts like a motherfucker. Hey, look, look at that. Look at that. <laughs> Kyle don't play no shit. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, hey, I can beat that. I can beat that. <laughs> this is awesome. Oh, it's starting to hurt. Were you ready just in time? What is he doing? They're burning her. They're seeing who can last her. <laughs> oh, I got a trick. black spot on my foot. Yeah. Let me do a different spot. There we go. Yeah, wow. you're taking it pretty good. That's impressive. That's gonna hurt when he moves it. All right, you should stop. Uh, I don't believe fuck? it now. He should, he, should be, he should be smoking. I don't know if it's... <laughs> Ow. Okay. That's... I think Chiz just cooked himself a little. Take a bite of that. How, how, how the... <laughs> That's going to blister so well tomorrow. Why are you laughing You are going to be so medium long. rare. I quit long ago. It really hurts now. Like the fi- You know when you burn yourself, it's a residual pain. that's just a come in waves. Okay, let's that do will... your hands now. Let's do your hands. <laughs> that's a horrible You remember idea. that? Uh, the, 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 uh, it's a... Uh, What's the fucking lethal weapon, Mr. Joshua? Yeah, remember we that? That <laughs> was so hardcore. Who's the actor that's doing it? I can't even remember. It, is it? It's the one who had the motorcycle accident and went crazy afterwards. Who's that? Robert Busey. Busey. Oh, Gary, uh, Gary Busey. Gary Busey. Yeah. Gary Busey. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Gary Busey's like Mr. Joshua, and he's like burning his fucking like arm I'll like this. Arm. Okay, let's show how nose. hardcore he is. Let's Are do we... your noses now. <laughs> when do we talk about Kyle's new business? All right, so a while back we started talking about um, this joke website that where where they were. I think women were gargling milk and then spitting it back into a thing, and you could buy it. So we started joking about like breast milk and the and the idea of like bottling it and selling it, and like you being able to know who the whose breast milk this was. And we started looking into it, and it's actually legal to do. You can actually do this um, as long as you go through a stringent program and make sure that everybody's healthy. And uh, there's actually a ridiculously large market of weird men who want to buy some titty milk. <laughs> this is looking good on the podcast, Kyle. So we're, we're in the uh, early stages now, but we've got a couple of girls working for us now. This is Sasha. That's not her real name, but I don't know if you can... There's actually a picture around there. What's it taste like? What does Sasha taste like? It's a little sweeter than cow milk. Okay. Well, that's good. You get those natural, you know, feminine sugars. 
can I have <laughs> feminine sugars? Um, well, I don't think I have the eyesight That's to read That's tit stash right there. Yeah, tit stash going, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> you had some Sasha on your lip right there. It's kind of creamy um, and yeah? sweet. Mm. Yeah. That means she rode horseback. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know She's what that an means. Equestrian. You guys I watch Ray Donovan? I think we're stages, but I just wanted to make sure that I got all the paperwork done, made sure it was legal to do, and uh, and we're in the prototype stages now. I can see like you should have women fed on a diet of like nothing but salsa. Women fed on a diet of nothing but like watermelon and kiwi. Women well, it's three girls. It's three girls right now that we've signed up to that have agreed to do it. Um, two of them are vegetarian, and the Aww. the other. <laughs> and the other one eats healthy. So, so eats I, I, healthy. I, think, I like that the vegetarian one doesn't eat healthy. Right. <laughs> oh, Gorges on carrots. <laughs> I suppose, but but I, I think it's going to be good. Well, you can. Let's see. Yeah, we got hot chicks to do this. We, is, we, is that what they look like? Is that what he's? Yeah, is that's he's her. Yeah. No, that's Sasha. No, yeah. no. We 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 met her not too long ago. But you got to move uh, us to the right a little bit. For you. Ooh, who's that? I didn't meet her. That's Tiffany. Audrey? Oh, Tiffany. So I have two cameras. I was showing the the, the, the rest of the crowd, not you guys. Wow, but, Kyle. Yeah. You know, if you keep drinking like that, there's going to be no product left to sell. I have so much titty milk. You have yeah. no idea. How quickly do they produce titty milk? So much. <laughs> like a, a couple bottles a day. And with our price margin, I think it's going to be, it's going to work out real nice, like you said. I, I think so. So... Yeah. We're launching soon. Uh, we're going to have, we're working on getting a black chick because we want chocolate milk by Christmas. <laughs> That's a thing. Chocolate milk by Christmas. So uh, if we can make that happen for the holiday season, I think uh, we, we get, you know, all the demographics, mm -hmm. <clears throat> demographics covered. And uh, Is this really happening? Is this a can I request thing? strawberry milk? What is the process <laughs> for that? Get a redhead, I guess, and, and beat her regularly. So it's going to be different prices based on the quality of the girl, right? Of course. Uh, I think we're doing a flat rate right now. Really? You need to yeah. tear that. You I don't know. Some, some point. It's not going to cost too much more than, you know, you've got your bottom barrel. Milk. And people should be able to, like, it should almost be like a dating site where you're, as you're picking out, like, your milk, you should have, like, that person talking to you, like, Full oh, profile. my we name's Tiffany, I like this and this. Yeah. Do the vegans yeah. produce, like, skim milk while some chubby girl produces, like, whole milk? <laughs> That's so insensitive to the women at the farm. I, we got a no fat. The lady Asian pop. chicks produce a lot of soy milk. It's great, you know. You get a whole stable of those Asian girls in the between the age of fourteen, sixteen. Tons of soy milk. <laughs> I love that they're like soy milk. Children. Oh, they've got to be. There are laws and regulations when it comes to smuggling the right person. Kind of Smuggling the right person. We're good. <laughs> now, what about having what about having the girl drink her own milk and then regurgitate it back? Well, that's just sick. Like, You're not taking this serious at all. Well, that's how this originated. We found a website where the girl was just taking regular milk, I think, drinking gargling it, it, gargling it, then yep. depositing it and that's, selling yeah. it to people. And so I was you, like, so there's a market for that. Let's sell titty milk. And then we joked about it more and more. And then like, I, I called my lawyer. I was like, would you look into the legality of, sell of selling human breast milk? And he was like, no, that's not legal. And But we kept digging and digging, and it's legal. So yeah. So we got all the paperwork in order, and uh, I don't know. We're in phase three out of four, I'd say. We're, we're just about ready to make a big push uh, coming soon. Typically, 
Do you guys have a name yet? At, it ends at phase Silk. three. That's, that's typically Silk? how those go. Tilk with a Silk. T. Tilk. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, if you can see that. Tilk.com available? Uh, we, we have a couple of domains. They're all going to go to the, the, the same page. Um, I'm not, we're not positive about which one we're going to push yet, so working on that. It's hard. We're working on the SEO right now. You've got to get the right demographic of people. I think there's going to be a lot of dudes that are going to want to get some human breast milk. I think that's going to be a big well, thing. Well, if anyone wants the bottom of my heel, um, it's nice. <laughs> just radiating with pain right now. Of the heel? Like, could we get it like... It doesn't show anything. Mine's not... Bl I don't know why yours is burning black, but mine's not. It's just, it just hurts really bad. I, I, I guess it's because I'm super hardcore. I burned mine just a I little bit. And yes. I realized it was a terrible idea well you got fish feet so i mean you know fins flippers exactly I feel like if i could get it, like on my toe here like like that part i feel like that's really calloused like that's yeah. the most callous part i feel like if i could get it like <laughs> now light the hair do the web do fire. the web stop doing the toe do the oh, like that hair. <laughs> do the hair <laughs> do the hair yeah the oh my god look at the hair pull it again pull it again do Look it. at this! His hairs are. I told you guys about his toe hairs. Come on, come on, come on! Light it. I did. I don't Light smell it. it. Oh, it's happening. Used to hold it there. You gotta hold it for longer. Ah, coming out of frame. Coming out of frame. Get back in frame. There we go. Burn yourself. Oh, it worked. Did you guys see that? That uh, worked. Yeah, I think. Ah, I burnt myself with a lighter. Ah, <laughs> stabbed it right in my ankle. If you rub the hairs, do they break off now? Oh yeah, yeah, they totally do. It's really gross. It's like, like that's hair. Oh, <laughs> that's hardcore. Yeah. That's real gross. That's how we're gonna be shaving in the wilderness, just burning hair off. Burning it right off. Ah, that's the hardcore way. <laughs> oh right, can we bring a lighter on this trip? You're gonna use your knife. I, I, I don't feel like you. Do we, yeah, you don't need to shave. Yeah, I think it'd be nice if by the end of it we were all a little yeah. bit. Well, I was thinking than, it yeah. would help in starting a fire. Well, that'd be. Oh, I see. It's cheating. some hair involved. That. Huh. It's tender bundle. Maybe. Maybe no, so. No, he's just straight asking, can we bring a lighter to light things? I don't know why you're focused oh, on the facial shit. hair being used as like Tinder and stuff like that. <laughs> he's really stuck on hair burning. <laughs> I feel like we should take our own fire. <clears throat> Joe, when you're no longer a pro athlete, are you going to have the same haircut? Uh, probably. I, 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 I buzz my head just because I'm too lazy to do my hair. That's a good answer. Hmm. I just like no maintenance, no nothing. Buzz but my I would love it if when you I, had when I start months. waking up. When I start waking up with bedhead, that's when I buzz my head. How much money would it take, like donations to a charity of your choosing, for you to grow out hair down to here? Not a, a chance. Not a not chance. chance. No, nah, not not happening. It's it's Porn. such a pain with training. Like I train all the time. Like well, this is retired training. Joe, not in. Camp. Oh, retired Joe. I don't know. Maybe. Hmm. When I, when I grow my hair longer, it turns into like an afro. It just goes out like everything. Yeah, oh, I'd like yeah. to see that. Jufros, yeah. everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm familiar with that. Yeah. <laughs> what nationality are you, Joe? German? Um, A little bit of everything. Irish, uh, French-Canadian. I think those are like the two. Hmm. Not the Aryan. The Irish and French-Canadian. <laughs> a little bit of everything. White. And uh, like uh, my dad's side was... Was like half French Canadian and then half was like Scandinavian Norwegian. Uh, so shouldn't we be calling out Conor McGregor for a half a million dollars by now? Dude, right, I freaking <laughs> should. I'll fight that guy for that much money. Yeah, get in Boston, right? 
yeah. Yeah. He, he, he's at 45, though. He might come up. I don't know. I, I would go to 45 for half a million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever... I'm, I'm sure you've thought about that. I don't... I don't know. About I, what? Going down? Yeah. Oh, I, I had a couple fights at 145, but I lose so much strength going down. And the guys end up just being faster. So I don't, I don't know if it's really worth it. I, I've never really felt like way overpowered. I've had some guys who are a little stronger than me, but, but never where I felt like it was detrimental. Hmm. Who's so, the strongest guy you fought? Uh, Manny Gamburian, who's, he's, he's down to like 35 or something now, but he was strong as hell. Like, Did you fight him? On the Ultimate Fighter. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the guy that knocked, that knocked me out. That guy is strong. He, um, he, was, he was really strong. I saw him rolling with a bunch, I think it was old footage, but he rolled with a bunch of guys. He rolled with um, Eddie Bravo. Yep. And I'm trying to remember who else he rolled with. A UFC fighter who's known for grappling. I don't remember. But yeah, he does. He does well. He also looked like he was real aggressive. Like everyone else yeah. is just there to like you know get better and train and stay in shape. He's he's gonna get after it. Yeah. I'm trying to think who I fought that it was really. They seemed really strong. Like, no one really seemed super strong. Like Jim Miller seemed pretty comparable with me. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know. I I feel like he's the only one really strong. Sam Stout was really good at just kind of using his body, like getting his hips back. Uh. Varner seemed to have. You know, seemed to be almost your equal. Yeah, Varner, 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 me and Varner were pretty close. Didn't feel that much stronger. Go away. Who's calling me? <laughs> <sighs> All right. Let me go through my list of topics. Uh, it's an interesting thing. So in Arizona, a court ruled that marijuana owner odor is no longer probable cause. Hmm. It used to be they could say they smelled pot and um, and then go in and like look for pot I, and stuff like that. I think that's good because they can abuse that so 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 easily. Like, how are you going to prove that later on? Like, the judge is going to be like, "Did you?" And he's going to be like, "Yeah." yeah. It's but, something oh, okay, you can't yeah. take a picture of, right? Like, yeah, you can't capture there's no, it. Yeah, there's no there's smell of it. That was my first reaction too. Um, it was like, yeah, because I hate that. I, I feel like I smell crime in your house. Let's <laughs> go, guys. Yeah, like you, there's that. It, it's almost akin to the like stop resisting thing. Like I've declared you're resisting, therefore you're resisting. And it's like I'm not. <laughs> I'm not resisting. Stop yelling. Stop resisting while kicking my ass. But it turns out that the judge's uh, thought process was different. He said that because medical marijuana is now legal. The smell of marijuana doesn't necessarily mean a crime is taking place. That, like, medical marijuana people are just taking a prescription drug like anyone else who takes a prescription drug. And therefore, like, they shouldn't have to continually prove that they're allowed to take this drug. Just like no one has to continually prove that they're allowed to take their um, cholesterol medicine or their heart medicine or their diabetes medicine or whatever. No one says, like, hey, you with that insulin. You know, prove to me that you're allowed to take it. So, um, so yeah, now if a cop smells odor, he can't just assume that that person is illegally taking their medicine and needs to prove that they're allowed to take it. Uh, he says if he ruled any other way that um, he'd be making medical marijuana people second-class citizens. Now, you're talking about, I guess, home-related things. I immediately thought to Car. driving. So now what happens if you get pulled over and your car and smoke's just rolling out? <laughs> well, they didn't say no smoke. They said the smell of marijuana. So is that probable cause to suspect that they're driving under the influence? Then I um 
Because marijuana drivers do I not would think drive it would like be. I drivers. would think it would be because it's the same thing with alcohol. Like you're allowed to drink alcohol, but you're not allowed to operate a vehicle. I think the second you're operating a vehicle. Well, no, it's probable cause, right? So if the person is driving just fine, maybe they got pulled over for a taillight, and yep. they, the car smells like marijuana, they don't they don't have probable cause then by this law to then do a DUI test on. No, I think it, I think you could because I think if a cop pulled you over having a taillight out and he opens the thing and you reek like alcohol, I think that's probable cause too. They in the article they they said something they described the policy as odor plus, which is not to say that odor is no is not a um, you know like a, a piece of evidence at all. Mm-hmm. But like you said, you know maybe if the guy's driving erratically and they come over and he smells like pot, that they say you know. This, this is my evidence. He's driving erratically. He smelled like pot. You know, we think he might have been DUI, and they can rule under that. Um, but I think it's odor that odor plus. alone isn't it, it, yeah. odor alone isn't cause. But if you if there was anything else, which I mean, that's what they're gonna do. So that's what oh. I'm saying though is like if you're because marijuana drivers don't drive like drunk drivers. So like say he got pulled over for doing five over the speed limit because you got a dickhead cop and it smells like marijuana. That's the scenario right there. Another thing that or I it's found, a, or, it, or do you want? I was to gonna it? say it's a cop pulling over a black guy because it's a black guy and be like, "You smell like crime." Yeah. <laughs> like, like I, I feel like that's what what they're really trying to stop because I bet that's the scenario that happens more yeah. often than not. Another thing they said that the smell of marijuana is not unique, which which surprised me. It's not. Um, you know that's why they say, "Oh, did you run over a skunk? Ha ha! They're smoking weed, and it smells like a bunch of other things that give off that kind of same odor." So it's not unique. Hmm. Yeah, like even as a non-pot guy, it's got a distinct guy, smell. But it's uh, yeah, I, I smell it, and it's like, <laughs> you can't say that, Kyle. Mm-mm. Uh, well, you just don't name him. Uh the the whole scenario, though, I can't really talk about that. Can I? No, 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 not a good idea. Oh, uh, no. my bad. I wanted to tell you guys the thing. But there's a person on it's Earth who thought it was joke. something else. He, he confused it with something else. So anyway. Um, uh, I've been muted this whole time. I said, fucking say it. Uh, <laughs> and I don't know what those things smell like, so I really can't rein in. I just think that's silly as shit. When was that? Oh, you probably can't say that either. I Yeah, no, he couldn't. Was I there? It was August 1955. A dark haze of okay. came over the sky. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I lost those wondering at home. There's just a lot of no's going on in the chat. That's all Kyle's time. Yeah. No, 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 you no. weren't there. No, you can't but say it. It was a private no. show. <laughs> I mean, if Get we're talking about it, is it really private? I mean, yes, totally. Eh. 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 I Baked. think we should watch Joe break down this this video oh did you say man the video? On subway train beat oh this is it i was, I was old like, man i was like did you save the video because i want to watch it on the show Perfect. <laughs> i've got it fucking love you i haven't seen <laughs> this yet what is this good everybody it's... cue up at zero cue up at zero okay i want you to judge his technique tell us about the power in his hands etc oh wait wait I need to go to the big screen Spoil alert. ready set play I don't need volume, right? Uh, it might make it more enjoyable. Little, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. Oh. 
Not good when the professional fighters say their shit right now. <laughs> that is a big dude. The other guy's small, I think, too. Oh! Oh! Damn! Oh. He's saying, don't play with me, bro. Don't play with me. <laughs> He's still oh. hitting him. See, now Joe would have walked off by now. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all fuck with the wrong one today. <laughs> How is that guy even alive? He's hard He's fucking too. Wobbly. Oh, he wants back. more. Don't hit him no more. They're going, don't hit him no more. He hit him. This guy does not give a fuck. He's like, hey, he's hurt. Just bought a strap. We're getting into a seven-minute video. Look at him. That didn't hurt. No, don't get up. Don't get up. Taking a nap. You bored me with your silly display, sir. You bored me. Excuse me, I fell asleep momentarily. Now it's time for you to get an ass whooping. You sullied my best shirt. You can't walk here no more. By the way, the big guy, I'm pretty sure, is the bad guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he sounds like the bad guy, for sure. Yeah, I did, I... It's hard to tell now. The reason why is it's further things ensue. Well, it's just like the little guy keeps, keeps like, antagonizing the big guy. That's instead the thing, of sitting they down step and step into being... him like this. Yes. And then the big guy says, I'll fucking, alright, you want to go? And then he starts backpedaling. Well, you, I don't you, can know. Tell he's the you can tell he's the bad guy. Oh, he's blocking his way. That's not good. It, yeah, yeah, right. What are you doing here, man? You can tell he's the bad guy because everyone's running away from them like a school of fish. <laughs> <laughs> as the big guy goes they down, he scatters. Oh, Swing. That guy. That guy's so... Yeah, he's a bully, man. Like... See, you can fight for another 20 years, Joe. This guy's 54. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's why I, would, I would choke that guy. I would put that guy to sleep. The big one. Yeah, you have to, because no matter no matter how hard I hit that guy, he's gonna keep coming. No matter how hard you hit this little motherfucker, <laughs> <laughs> he'll keep coming too. Big he'll guy's tough. He's definitely <laughs> right after this. I mean, he's gonna have like. I mean, he doesn't know what his name is anymore, but he's still stepping. Look at him pulling his shorts up, like getting ready to, to like, to, like he's gonna throw to it out some more. Joe, say that again. He's not gonna be right after this. Yeah, he. he I mean. After all those hits, that's for sure. Each one of those is a concussion for sure. He took three good ones there. And we're not even halfway through the video. <laughs> well, it's the end of his beating, actually. Like, like okay. they basically talk shit from here on out, and the little guy continues to not give a fuck and uh, and just stand there. The big guy continues to talk shit and be like, I'll fuck all y'all up. Like, you fucking I mean, the wrong the, one today. The little guy clearly wins, but it's... Wait, wait. I had the big guy ahead on the scorecard at this point. No way. No way. He, he, no he's... punches landed by the little guy. <laughs> I'm going to count the significant strikes. How many points big do you get for blocking the, the aisle way? The big guy is scared at this point. He knows the only way he's going to get this guy to stop is by killing him. He doesn't want to go to jail. Are you crazy? The little guy wins. The big guy is not scared at all. The little I love engine when we could. just assume things and fill in This is the little engine stories. that could. Little engine that could see, he's gotten the guy's respect. He's gotten the big guy's respect. He's like, I fucking crack this guy with every shot, <laughs> probably <laughs> 10 times, and he is still coming. Uh, if he gives him daps, I wouldn't be surprised. Daps, yeah, and he, like touch fists. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> now watch like, this. Oh, it's not over. Look at this. Another guy tries to come on the train. <laughs> this person. No, fuck that. 
And these two just kind of argue for the next three minutes. They, they never fight. No, but the little guy and this guy go upstairs to fight. <laughs> you don't see it, but that's but where wait, it concludes. What did, so what happened there? Did you guys catch it? Another person, a medium-sized or normal-sized person comes on, and suddenly he's fighting with the big black guy too. What, what's their disagreement? All I know, all I can make out every time we watch this is the other guy says, Nah, fuck this or whatever, after like looking at the guy bleeding from the nose, and then whatever the big guy is saying, he's talking shit the whole time. They gotta get the next train. Yeah. Yeah, the big guy is trying to encourage him to come on the train with him. Like, yeah. lock yourself in a steel cage with me. I, this is what I'm looking for. That big this guy needs to go to classes. jail. This is why there's weight class in the UFC. <laughs> Little guy this is checking. why there should not be weight classes in the UFC. You see how entertaining this video is? <laughs> There comes a point where just size overcomes technique. Like, yeah. I would like to think that if there was a guy that big and I had to deal with him, I, I could, but I don't know if I could. I mean, I don't know I don't what know. the guy's technique was besides blocking the aisle away. Yeah. Stepping to and backpedaling real quick when the guy answered. You basically, you have to try and stay safe as long as you can, and then you got to get on his back and choke him unconscious. Like in uh, Princess Bride, the, uh, the Andre the Giant approach. Yeah. <laughs> just like... No, like, yeah. what if you got him in your guard? You don't... No, I mean, guard it, you'd be fucked. He would slam. Yeah, you'd be in a lot you, of trouble. You couldn't hook the leg and stop the slam? Nah, I don't think so. I mean, I, maybe I could tear his knee, but that wouldn't help me in the short term. I mean, he would have a it messed up knee. mad. Yeah. You gotta choke someone like that. Or shoot them. Or shoot them. Or stab them. I, we got this guy at my gym, that he's a little guy, and he, he has a knife that's like embedded in like the, the shoelaces of his shoe. Well, party three of this confrontation knife. says soon he ain't afraid of no knife. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, knife that's true, this. but if if I had someone in my guard and I had a knife, they would <laughs> knock both Look at this. And, now the and, two of them leave together to go fight. Yeah. They're boys. I told you. He, he earned his respect. No, they're going to fight again. He, they, he earned his respect. Later, he killed him that night. <laughs> no. Yeah, this no. is after the little guy got on the phone like, and said, We at Weston Street, come bring all your boys. Just hit him till his face turns to pulp, like in uh, Sin City at the end. Like, I feel like that's where that little guy's headed. So, Joe, what, what do you think your odds are with that big guy? I assumed you would just wreck him, that you'd be very difficult to hit. He'd be punching your elbows. He wouldn't like it, and eventually... It'd be, it'd be difficult to hit, but when he, if he did hit me, I'd, I'd be in a lot of trouble. I don't know. I mean... It depends on like like if you're talking like fighting him on that train. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's the thing really too. Anywhere. Yeah, yeah. They, they, like I've often, sometimes in my daydreams, I'm like, nah, I really need a grass field. Can we get ourselves on a grass field somewhere? <laughs> right? You probably think the same thing. I mean, because like almost anything you do, like he's probably even if I lock up an arm lock, I do anything like that, I try to triangle him, anything like that. Like he's gonna, he's so much bigger than me. He's gonna be able to like launch me. Like there's guys in my gym that are really big. That like I try and submit and like I I can eventually get them but like I have to work really really hard for it when they come that big. We got a kid in my gym, uh, Will, and he's like six five, like three, over three hundred pounds, probably three ten, three twenty, and he's a freaking monster. And like I'll get on his back and he'll just like he'll reach down, catch my leg, and just whip me in front of him. I just he's just so big. <laughs> <laughs> I literally like, bam, can't bam. do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me see if I can. I'll, I'll see if I can find a picture of him of Will beside me. 
Huh. He's enormous. But I like you rolled with some incredible Hulk looking dude in Chicago and got the best of him. Yeah, but he was like 190 pounds. That well, that guy was probably what 230. That guy was like 265. Yeah. Which guy? Which guy in Chicago? No, no, this no, no the black guy. The 54-year-old. Talking about that dude on the train just then. He oh, was, no, no, no. I, I thought you were saying uh, someone six, that I grappled with. There was a mix-up. Yeah, yeah. I, Fucking we agreed, not, and I said, well, this guy was probably 230, and then they're all saying 265. We switched people. Jeremy was 220, 225. That guy time. was like six foot five, and he was beefy. So I'm saying 260, 270. He was yeah, even he, higher. Yeah, he's a big boy. Hands. I don't know anything about anything, but when he's that much bigger than you, it's 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 like when you fight a kid or something. It's just like, ah, eh, that normal stuff don't work anymore. <laughs> you want to watch my video here? Sure. I really yeah. like this. I it it was a related video to the one we just watched. Um, and uh, so I don't think we need an intro. We just roll into it. I'm cute to zero. Ready, set, play. Goombo TV. You uh, know what, you little bitch. Your ass out. When they get your ass in the motherfucking penitentiary, you're going to have to stay in protective custody 24 hours a motherfucking day. Because the first day you come out, I swear to God, I'm going to find out who in the same prison you is. And I'm going to send them 166 motherfucking dollars to fuck your motherfucking asshole inside out. <laughs> Crazy motherfucker. I bet this motherfucker's mama and daddy, brother and sister, and they incest. He look like one of them motherfucking monsters off a wrong turn or the hills have eyes. Little mushroom, shaggy dude looking motherfucker. I hope the first day you in jail, a motherfucker beat your motherfucking head against a motherfucking wall with a motherfucking lunch tray or a motherfucking locker box. I hope, I hope you walking down the motherfucking stairs to go to medical and break your motherfucking neck. Why the fuck you have to come to a black people's church and shoot that motherfucker up? Why you ain't go to the trailer park and get in the motherfucking pickup truck and drive through all the goddamn trailer homes and kill everybody in that motherfucker? You bitch! <laughs> bitch! Wow. That's all, that's all it takes, folks. 166 bucks. You can get somebody's asshole turned inside out in prison. What's the significance of $166? I don't know. That's what it costs. <laughs> that's a lot of money inside. They go, fuck you good, boy. That's 22 packs of smokes in prison currency. These guys make like 50 cents an hour. Yeah. Not even that. I, I think it's less. To, uh, honestly, I think, I think it's, it's like less. 10 cents. Wow. Yeah, I, I agree. I think, I think it may. Honestly, I, I always heard it was like a nickel, like something retarded like that. So it was so little that it was like, oh, well, when they tell you that, you're just going to be like, well, what's the fucking point? Like, really? It's, 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 a, it's a very small amount of money. But it is time to talk about um, Eagle Energy Vapor. I'll do the ad read, and then maybe we can discuss them a little bit. Right. So, uh, hang on. Let me get prepared for the ad read. I got I to gotta get ready for this thing. All right. <laughs> <laughs> was that 40 doses? Yeah, that was 40. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. This episode, of- <laughs> <laughs> this episode of already is being brought to you by Eagle Energy Vapor. Eagle Energy, Eagle, Eagle Energy Vapor is the most innovative energy boost product out there. Using guarana, taurine, and ginseng, they took the best part of an energy drink and got rid of the sugar and calories. Each vaporizer has around 500 puffs. And with a serving size of about 10 to 20 puffs, you can get all the energy you need throughout the day in one portable stick. 
The best part, because the formula has zero sugar, you get to skip the crash. So you can check out their website at eagleenergyvapor.com uh, and go to their Indiegogo uh, campaign at, uh, at bit.ly.com forward slash pkenergy to find out more. Uh, if this looks like a product you might be interested in, help them out however you can and uh, let them know in the comments on their page that we sent you. Because I'm going to tell you, you get 10 of these motherfuckers and you really start laying into them. I am re this is this is a real buzz I'm getting off these things. <laughs> this is outrageous. I'm not sure if it's healthy. <laughs> but 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 I'm feeling a lot of caffeine like sitting through my veins right now. This feels like like five Joe, your speakers are playing through. Yeah, I I killed it. So uh so yeah, I'm not sure what the pricing is like, but ten of these I think is the uh, the correct dosage. Yeah. Their Indiegogo is trying to make three packs. So We're still coming. Smaller knots. Yeah, for some reason we can see sales, Jeff. And I can see it's your box blinking. One, two, three, one, two, three. Still going? Mic yeah, check. Mic it. check. Yeah, that seems yes. to be better. So, yeah, I'm really excited about these people. I don't know how Chiz landed them as a sponsor, um, but, but I'm really digging it. These things taste pretty fucking good. Um, I like that they light up on the end to make sure they get all 10 of them going. Uh, I think I'm going to get a Band-Aid or something. Or not a Band-Aid, but like a rubber, a rubber band. band to like keep them all together. Yeah. I, it's a bit phallic, though, you know, when you're wrapping your mouth around that many. No, but... you're good. Do it again. I like yeah. it. Do it again. <laughs> Let the whiteness... I even out. like the... the, 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 uh, the I can't tell if I'd call that a spit or a swallow. Oh, that's a swallow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. So I'm digging those. That's that's definitely a ton. I feel really weird now. That's a, that's a lot of energy I'm getting from those things. I think that's yeah. energy. Well, you hope so. You know, if you, if you if half your face starts to go numb, <laughs> that's just the energy working extra hard. All right, you don't need well, to feel I, that. I'm I I think I'm I'm definitely a believer. Um, believer. I think ten. Uh, I don't know how many doses I just had though. What, what, let's see, ten of them. I popped it at least ten times. That's a hundred doses. Doses. Yeah, it's yeah. about 100 doses, so. Kyle's good to go for another five hours. <laughs> At least. Are we ever going to do that record-breaking podcast? Yeah. Are we ever yeah. going to do that? Have we watched this video already? If Guinness ever gets their shit together. Oh, that's what we're waiting on. That's right. Daniel's headbutt full video. I saw this. This is awesome. <laughs> All right. Let's queue up. All right. I need to back off a bit. Uh, big screen. Ready, set, play. Did you see that? Yep. Yeah. I think a truck <laughs> came out. <laughs> I guess he's a big spike. Look at that. The guy's in reverse. So what did you think the guy on the bike do that was wrong? I can explain. I don't care. I don't care. No, bullshit. Oh, yes. Yes. I love this. Let's play. Oh, Decker. Decker. Oh, I'd love it if he knocked her the fuck out. That's just on film. I don't care, man. I'm going for my motherfucking kids, old boy. Where's your fucking plate? So watch. I think they explain it in this video. You know who the fuck I am. This might be where it ends. Well, that was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I saw the guy coming and I was like, that guy makes business. It's something out of a movie. 
Oh. Yeah. I'm glad he kept the helmet on. It made yeah. no sense to take it off. <laughs> Here, the next day he spots us again. Ian. Ian. He's like, look at this motherfucker. Go ahead, butt him again, what Tommy. What do you want to do? What do you want to do? <laughs> oh. did, did they throw a bottle or something? They threw a bottle, yeah. Here, watch the follow-up. Here, we'll, we'll cue it at zero so we're all together. Alright. Right, you guys ready? I have an ad. Alright. Um, yeah, he, he explains everything that happened. Throw a bottle in the video cut off. That should have ended with them fucking hightailing it right behind him. <laughs> you guys That's, ready? Yeah. Yep. Ready, set, play. Hey everyone, it's Jake. And I want you just to bear with me here for this first voiceover that I'm trying. So, everybody wants an update on the famous headbutt video. Now, let me first say really didn't expect this video to take off like it did. I really honestly wasn't even going to post it to YouTube. But I'm glad I did. Uh, you made a thousand bucks. Gained me a lot of subscribers. Yeah, I've really subscribers. been thinking about starting a moto vlog and I've never really got the push to do it. No, they want you to headbutt more people, dummy. Yeah, right? <laughs> got a microphone order for the GoPro. Do a loop. This is Buddy, right? This is Buddy that did the headbutt. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a YouTube channel. But They're not subscribing because the they like you, you pussy. All you did is no, know someone. Flying past his house. The whole reason he tried to run us off the road is he said we flew past his house. Um, so I'm going to show the clip right now. So you'll see his truck right here on the left, right there. That's him. And he claims we flew past his house and endangered his kids. Uh, he already had his kids loaded up in the truck, not seat belted in. <laughs> um, and at no point did I think we endangered his kids at all. I think if anybody endangered them, it was himself. And one of the points that I want to touch on was, at the point we went by his house, it was 20 minutes before he actually tried to run us off the road. So he rode around for 20 minutes, kids in the truck, looking for us to run us off the road. But that's really going to be it for today. Um, I should have a mic in about a week. And then, you know, well, a couple of days after that, I'm going to try and well, get I'm very excited for this out, guy's so channel. Stay tuned. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> well, oh my God. Can you upload what happened when he threw the bottle at you? It's the number one. <laughs> yeah. I want to see them chase him down. Not a goddamn thing happened. He's the road warrior? Like, what do you think he did? He, did, he went home. Yeah. But um, but that's it. So they drove by the guy's house. I couldn't tell how fast he was going just by looking at the road, but it didn't seem obscene or anything. Nah. But then the guy chased him around for 20 minutes. I felt like the pickup driver did a half-assed job at trying to run him off what? the road. What? Yeah. He was only halfway into his lane. It happens in the first second. I, I don't even know how he in. did that. How do you get in front of them and then come against them? Like, they're on motorcycles. Dude, he's taking up half the lane. Yeah, exactly. See the other video? Fast. He's got well, another video. Or head on collision. That's he's, what... got another, he's got another video where he's going 175 miles an hour on his bike. So the guy's driving around like an asshole. So the guy shouldn't have. Shouldn't oh, no. They did a good. I'm rewatching. They did a good job of taking up the lane. The other option was taking up the full lane, and they would have been off the road literally. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. I, I think that the pickup truck driver wasn't trying to actually do anything but scare him. Yeah. He took half the lane and left him easily a motorcycle width. 
you know, to yeah. drive by. You should drive at first. The, the drivers are pussies. 175 I mean, 26 seconds here. Ah, oh, this is gonna be great. What? Right. Oh, Joe's. 70, 41 when 90, starts. 100, 120, 130, 140, 150, you're ahead of 160. Me. You know, we Jesus. sync up. That's how we watch videos. But yeah, now I'm at 70. Wow. He gets to 100 in a hurry. Bikes are amazing. Yeah, they are. Or is it 120, 140? Just like that. That's when a rogue deer crosses the street and just explodes on impact. Cut them in half. Have you ever seen videos of that? It cuts them in half. They just like explode. Yeah. There's there's onboard like GoPro videos of people like hitting deer right in the middle with a uh, crotch rockets. They just fucking explode. Um, yeah. So the guy probably does drive like an asshole. Maybe he did go fast past that guy's house. <laughs> but does that warrant? Yeah, like that fast. That doesn't like... warrant like running somebody. Nah, that guy. Chasing they did it scare minutes. him a little bit? But yeah, like but they chased him for oh, 20 minutes. He put his life at risk. That was crazy. And whoever else could have been in that lane behind the biker. Like, I know there was no one there, yeah, but and we still. Yeah, didn't even see what he did to the biker in front. His buddy was ahead of him, I think. I, maybe yeah. I'm just contrarian by nature. I, I just kind of felt like, this guy's no angel. You know, he's like, that guy chased me around, and all I did is drive by. If anyone put his daughter at risk, it was him, because there's no seatbelt. It's like, all right, so that's a fair point. But... You drive like an asshole. You do. You drive yeah, like bro, an asshole, and you post it on like YouTube. Yeah, I, no one. I'm not I, denying I, that, but I don't think the response was of equal proportion. No, to no, spend no, 20 no. minutes hunting someone down, going in opposing traffic, and trying to scare him that puts everyone's life at risk on the road. The guy it, was an asshole was and a the pussy first because time he drove I like an asshole. I'm I don't about think the going truck that, driver. that everybody yeah. that has one of those bikes does I that. Know. I mean, I, I mean, everybody I know who's got got an R1 or an R6 or something, like they take it as fast as they can fucking go. Like, like they want to go 150 plus. Like that's kind of the point of having that bike with what 220 horsepower, or some bullshit like that. Like, yeah, on a bike. Yeah. So uh, I don't hold against him that he went 176 or whatever. Like in that video, like like you, I couldn't really tell his speed. I couldn't mm -hmm. see his uh, speedometer very well. But like, it looked like he was doing 50. Yeah, fifty. Even if he's going eighty, like, like, like you don't r try to run the guy down. And 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 obviously, he his intention wasn't to kill the guy there, but he it, what he did was way <clears throat> over the top. Like he was halfway into that lane. His right tires were um on the on the line, and he was yeah. in the left lane. Like he's all the way out of his own lane. That was pretty. That was pretty crazy. I was yeah. getting him get headbutted, and I wanted his wife to get beaten beaten up. Yeah. More than he and did. he's a pussy because he got headbutted and didn't do anything. The wife well, thing in particular, girls, please don't get all aggressive like that. She, like, jumped in there, put her arm out. I, I I wanted him to just punch her in the jaw so bad, just fucking lights out. Like, like I you hate get a headbutt, and <laughs> you get a headbutt. Like, like, everyone, <laughs> I, I really hate it when women jump in like they're wearing a bulletproof vest. Yes, yeah, that it's. Not my favorite thing. Not my favorite yeah, thing. it reminds me of my mother. They probably do meth. <laughs> Did your mother do that? Jump in oh, like she yeah. had a. Oh, she'd go after my dad like that because it was true. You know, he's he's certainly mm -hmm. not gonna hit her. But I just I, I think I've told the story before before of her like <clears throat> she's she keeps walking toward him. He's walking backwards and she's <laughs> coming at him with these like Shaolin monk pinches. They like come in real fast, grab and then twist and pop. And she's double, double handing him, going at his chest like like titty twisters constantly. And he's not flinching. He's just in an even tone talking to her. He's like, "No, Holly, I told you this." Blah 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 blah. And he's like talking to her, and she's like, "No, no!" Ah, pow, pow, pow! 
and he's just like taking them over and over. Yeah, she totally do that. Would do that. And she popped me that time. She she made that. She made a fist like this and was just like bam, like right in the mouth. Like she's totally like that. Yeah. Wow, those energy sticks. I'm sweating over here. Maybe a <laughs> <laughs> hundred puffs was. Wow. <laughs> I have to. So describe the rest of the sensation. Are, are you are you energetic? Or are you just like hot and bothered? Are you high? Are you thinking straight? I'm definitely hot and bothered. Um, like like I feel I feel kind of sweaty and hot. And it's 71 degrees in this room right now. Um, mm. I feel like I've had a lot of coffee. I think I feel like tunnel a lot of vision, coffee. Huh? No, I'm not tunnel vision. Jesus Christ! It's not. You know, I'm or I'll make it. I could drive and all. I, I just definitely a lot of energy though. Plus I've had you know two cups of coffee and a. And a glass but of titty do you, milk. Do you ever take um, Adderall or you, like because you, you were taking that a while back, like a year ago? I don't know if you still do. Yeah, I've still got a prescription for Adderall. Um, yeah, I still take it sometimes. Okay. How got often? something to do. Do I have something to do? Oh, what? when you have something to do, that's when you take it. I got really sketchy there for me. We both heard you like, do you have something to do? What do you like? Because we yeah. can work this out. You know, I'll slip it to you. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I, as soon as I expressed an interest in Adderall, um, like everyone just started writing me on the internet, telling me not to do it. That it was don't do it, Woody. It's poison. It's Satan's It's literally drug. poison. It ruined my life. It made me want to die. It, it, You're gonna uh, people on the internet are, are real bitches. And then when we, and then <laughs> no Adderall, no shark attack. Just a bunch of bitches <laughs> uh, like, telling me what I can and can't do. Like a like one little blue pill or one. Eight foot fish is gonna cause a problem. Of course not. You'll survive, <laughs> right? Have right? you? So, Joe, I've got this idea for a video. It's called okay. the shark attack. Okay. So, basically, we we get we chum a shark up, get him to come to the surface of the water. I'm thinking like a big shark, like eight feet long. Um, I'm I'm not a shark expert, um, but I think we'd want to avoid like one of those really scary sharks, like a tiger shark or something. So I don't know what kind of shark we're gonna jump on. Let's, hammerhead. Whatever. Eight foot hammerhead. Okay. I want to jump on its back out of the boat. I want to hit it with a fucking ice axe or something similar, and, and hopefully I hang on to the ice axe as it tries to swim away, and I ride it a little bit. And then I release, come to the top, you know, and uh, you know, they get me back in the boat. Tries implies the shark's going to have some kind of difficulty swimming away after this, <laughs> this event has but happened. Keep hanging on while it swims, whether I can sink the ice axe right. deep enough in its fishy flesh. Uh huh. July of 2016, Jimmy so Kimmel's going to start crying about Kyle picking on sharks. <laughs> so Petey the shark, beloved by all, known for his ball, known for his ball act where he'd bounce beach balls, and for saving little orphan Annie back in the spring of 2015. Kyle baited the shark. I think it's called baiting. He <laughs> left from the boat. With an I here he is, they'd show pictures of me like my foot on on the shark. Mid-air. No, I'm I, I'm marginally serious about this. I think like marginally okay. serious. They, yeah, they, to the point where like if the pieces were to fall together for me, I would probably do it. Because I don't have a problem jumping on top of a shark because I don't think sharks are like mammals. And they're going to have... So, all right, so the, you know why... First of all, first of all, I got to talk because I don't know why no one has ever... Including Taylor, no one has ever said this. Every time you say, well, the shark's going to be afraid. It's going to swim away. This, this monkey is jumping on me. It doesn't understand fear. That's not... It doesn't have emotions. It totally does. All it's a fish, have, like you keep saying. Fight or fight. They don't... But animals don't fight normally. Mammals Sharks fight. Sharks don't have fish. fear. 
this is a shark, right? So he they have is the alpha though. of the of his entire planet. It's not true. The orcas eat the eat the great white sharks. Orcas are the king of the sea, right? The king of the sea. Yeah. Unless you count the sperm whale, which eats those giant squid and could, I don't know, I feel like it could eat a, a killer whale if it could catch it. In any case, here's the deal. The reason, the reason things like horses kick you when you're behind them and the reason you can't like, surprise a horse is they have these like, evolutionary responses where like, they evolve so that if a, if, a, if a big cat jumps on its back, it reacts in a certain way. That's why it's hard to break a horse. Sharks don't have that evolutionary process. They haven't had to go through the last hundred million years with shit jumping on their back. They've been pretty effective at what they do. It's never once, ever, ever, ever happened. They have no reason to like respond to it with aggression. And because it's it gonna hasn't, be, it means it's not going to be afraid. It's go, it's going to feel pain, and it's going to run. That's what's going to happen. You hit a shark, it runs. If you're I, confident I, in that, why are you going to do it with such a pussy shark? Well, we don't want to. I, I feel like if you pick a big shark, then you do risk your life. There is the risk that like some of the, some other shark in the water kills me, right? So like I jump in the water, I kill this shark. Now there's shark blood in the water. Gonna, no, gonna... I remember you saying that if you did this to the one shark, they'd all scurry away. That's I know you well, said that. I I feel like I can only do that if I'm able to to fully assert my dominance. And if you that's... disembowel the shark, the other sharks will know. No, I don't think that do it. See the way sharks work, I would have to <laughs> fuck the shark. I would have to roll the shark onto its back and insert myself. And <laughs> you have to assert dominance. I'd you rather see dominance. this video than the jumping on the shark. <laughs> yes, when the other sharks smelled my semen and they knew that hot <laughs> dog their leader, they would all just get the fuck out. I, I, my hope, my my true hope, and I didn't want to say this out loud, but it's it's how I feel deep down. It's what I'm planning. <laughs> my hope is that they see me as their new leader, and that you can maybe take my I spot. It's can we please to, to just make sure you don't die? Can we please get you? They used to sell these, the little hat with the dorsal fin on it and the floaties <laughs> that match, so they know without a doubt you're the leader. I always had this idea, you gotta have fins. and I've always had this thought that like, what if you could jump on him and like slip a chain into his mouth and then hang on to it like reins and like you know pull back on that and like sink your spurs in? He's gonna swim eighty miles per hour dragging you, and you're gonna let go of this chain. He's going to turn thing. his head and bite you. 25. They can't turn their head. That's not. Did you just you know, say a shark only swims 25 miles per hour? I don't Definitely know how not fast. 80 something. Get up. Yeah. I, all right. Here, let's. Uh, my guess is 25 miles an hour is top speed for a shark. 25 is pretty fast in the water. 25 is really fucking fast. I feel like I'm overshooting. Um. 80. I feel like the barracuda is, if I'm guessing, is the fastest fish in the sea. Mako shark, 50 miles per hour. The mako shark. Well, we. That's that's we want to avoid that. They're giving me <laughs> they're giving me cruising speeds. I don't want the cruising speed of a shark. That's what I'm it's seeing. Miles too. per hour. That's I'm seeing twenty four point five miles an hour. Forty three miles per hour. On what shark? I don't know. Six, don't pick a blue shark. Oh, blue shark. That's what I'm yeah. finding too. How big do they get? Six and a half feet around. The, I need bigger. You need. Oh. I want to like I don't yeah. want to have to find the biggest uh, the biggest a blue. blue shark is only two feet. Yeah, I don't have to find the biggest blue shark of all time. I want it to be a shark that regularly gets to, like, you know, six, eight feet. How fast does a hammerhead swim? I don't see any reason why we can't make this happen. It seems like a, it seems... 25 miles an hour, it says, for a hammerhead shark. So that, that's, that's exactly what you said, right? Yeah. Turns out you know a thing or two about sharks. White child. sharks might have bursts of 35 miles You know this hour. has already been done, right? With the guy with the... um. It's not a shark, though. 
Is that tuna or something? A marlin. A marlin. Guy jumped out of a helicopter on a marlin. And wrestled <laughs> it. I you remember that video? That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think watch I that. may that's, have that's seen just that. about as scary, if you ask me. I watched a couple videos of people riding sharks, and it's a thing. People have ridden sharks before. They usually do it with scuba gear underwater, and they just grab a fin. Um, and in that case, the shark's like, all right, whatever, and lets them do it. But yeah, it hasn't I, been attacked. I want to attack the shark. That's I the know. funny part. It's going to attack you back. It's going to fucking... Ah, oh, fuck. No longer available. Oh, yeah. what is this? Oh, fuck you, Tidelines Television. Sure, maybe? Oh, wow. This one's seven years old. I don't know. I got it. Second one. I... Boom. Oh my yeah, god! I've got, too. I've got I've got a pretty crazy video. This is too. only a two minute video. You want to watch the whole thing? Yeah. yeah, and I've got a really cool one after that. Uh, I got a guy spearing an elk. <laughs> All right, are you guys ready? Yes. Set play. Yeah. Top comment says it's completely fake, which I kind of figured anyway. The, fishing We're always looking for really. exciting new ways the ultimate fishing show. <laughs> is something that I've been inspired to do by one of the greatest fishing creatures of them all, the gannet. And how a gannet catches its fish is it simply flies around, uses its elevation to spot fish. Ooh, what if we did this? What if we flew around in a helicopter and found the shark? You're gonna die. And we had like a rope tied to me. I'll go in and grab the shark, and then they gain altitude, and I take it with me. That would work. You could wrap. You could wrap the, the line around the shark. <laughs> totally not work at all. <laughs> yeah, maybe you pet it, earn its trust, I and then you buckle it up. Yeah. Kyle, I don't think that you could do that with a mahi it took mahi. To the, it took the copter, and, and right? it's. it's <laughs> what if I have a harpoon? He's just really gonna. This is gonna be funny. Birds can't bear. Birds do this. Wow, it looks real. I mean, it might uh, be real, but I don't think the jumping from the helicopter. Wow. Wow, that's crazy. And then turn around and stab him. It looks How can that be fake? The helicopter. He didn't. He probably jump jumped out of a boat. He probably jumped yeah. out of a boat. I, I, I look at the cut when it goes from water. Uh, when he impacts, it just feels like it was cut and he didn't jump from that. Well, how did they get a cameraman in the water at the spot they were going to jump out of a helicopter at? You know what I mean? Think yeah. about that one. Yeah, Alright, so I got one thing. here of a guy spearing a fucking elk. I'm I suggest watching it at quarter speed. I just want to see it one more time. He jumps out of a helicopter. Tick, 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 tick. Ah. Uh. God damn, I can't tell if it's fake. I'm trying to find a difference in the dive, like what he has going on in the helicopter and what he has going on underwater. Like his arms, how far apart they are and stuff. The angle. I can't see that it's fake. I don't know. I assume it's fake. I just can't prove it. Okay, Kyle's video? Yes. Sure. I am linking it now if I haven't already. I think I did, though. Oh, mm -hmm. I think you did, yeah. 346 long? Yes. Yep. All right, are you ready? Uh, yes. Ready, set, play.
After dressing the big buff, Jared was back in the hunt. This time, he's changed weapons and went for his cold Bad steel Zamburu spear. Thousands of years before, as with Jared, his ancestors waited with spear in hand. Hmm. The bull has no idea that death is perched above. I wouldn't want to jump out of the tree. Forget the whole no, spear gonna. thing. He's not gonna. He's gonna uh, throw. Yeah. He better be good at this, otherwise it's just mean. He hits it and it bounces off. Right? Oh, look at that spear. I mean, it had all kind of special cuts That's in it. It's a cold steel spear. Yeah, it's made for that. It looked like a good throw. That was awesome. It just ran off. That's that's they do. Like if you shoot it with a, a bow or something like that, other than a gun, it's it's gonna run. Even if you shoot it with a gun, if you don't hit it in the heart. That's a Vikings defensive end. <laughs> oh, so I bet him in the back. Probably pretty good throw. Ah, looks yeah. pretty good. He got him in the ones, I think. I think yeah, I'm with Kyle. He's probably down. Right. Hey, what? This, these animals are amazing. He's gotten such a distance, even though. What, what do you think if there was someone like, like a Brock Lesnar? You think he could kill a, uh, a deer with like a hatchet? Uh, yeah, he's dead. He's dead. He's oh, dead. totally. Oh, yeah. certainly. Think he yeah. could chase down the deer and not chase down. Though. Not chase down. No. In a confrontation with a deer, a big, a really big, like superhuman almost guy like Lesnar would would beat up a deer, though I believe. I believe. Yeah. My deer got in a wrestling match. My dad got fought a deer one time. The deer had already been shot, but it stood up and he had the antlers, and it was like trying to get away, and he held on because he was afraid it was gonna. Like run me over because I was five with him. Oh yeah. I just I just don't know why deer is so badass. I, like everyone makes a big They're deal. They're hooved animals that weigh you know 150 pounds or so. It's running for its life too. It's gonna. I mean, those are all daggers. You'd be amazed at what you could do if you were running for your life. You'd be surprised how how strong some animals are. Like if you have you ever worked with cattle at all, Woody? Like no. I've like a, a horse. calf. That's similar. I mean, but but like I don't know, just they just have so much power for such small animals. 150 pound like cow, is is so much more powerful than 150 pound man. Every cow tried to convince us what great jumpers cows were. They are, and I proved it. Remember? No. Yeah, he proved it. What? Yeah. Oh wait, no. Now I remember. We watched video they after didn't. video they after would, video. They would just walk over. They like do a little <laughs> bunny hop. They didn't like jump. It was <laughs> like oh, and is... then they drag their udders across the fence. <laughs> they, and shit. Like, yeah, they kind of all jump. Yeah, they up and over now. stuff, but 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 you know they jump fences that are five six feet tall. You said that last time. We never saw a single video of them. Yeah, jumping there was no evidence fence. at all. They were all like two foot fences that they could kind of over, and then they'd scrape their bellies over it, then and then their back legs would come over. They'd find a three foot fence, and they they could hardly clear their their udders. Yeah, cows are terrible jumpers. I could out jump a cow. I think, like, Not, like a box not. jump. I I. I Different. They're, they're jumping fences. They're I not. Could probably get six feet, uh, six inches off the ground. Yeah. I don't think a cow can get more than a foot or two. Oh my god! So many videos of cows jumping. And you were wrong every time. You were wrong every time. I remember this so vividly now that Woody brings it up. Because like, they would like, but they'd throw their feet over the fence and then like drag their bellies <laughs> over, and then their back feet would come back over. It's like, look, he jumped that fence that was two and a half feet tall. Like, no, he fucking walked over it and scraped half. Joe, himself. weigh in on the cow jumping. Do you have any experience in this? Isn't your father uh, a cowboy? I've been around a lot something? of cows, but not too many of them jumping. Like, mm -hmm. a cow is kind of like a pig. If there's a little bit of daylight, it's gonna try to get through. 
certainly not a five foot fucking fence. They're not Olympians. Like <laughs> that is, I, you would so see a video if that were a thing because that's a remarkable distance to jump. Cows wouldn't be they, surrounded uh, by short fences. Uh, they don't clear the fence normally, but they get over it. So there'd be a video of a cow jumping into a six-foot fence and bouncing off. <laughs> no, they, no, these they videos their, would be out there. The He's front saying. part of their body goes over, and the back part will often drag the top of it, and then they go right over. It's not jumping and clearing a five or six-foot yeah. fence, let alone we've never seen what you just said. They jump and they go over. Okay, you're changing what you're saying now. I, I just I've seen cows jump. You know, PKA subreddit, let's see your cow jumping video. I know you're looking for a video now to prove yourself right because and I he's not having eyes. any luck. I am. Well, I've, I, I'm on my first one. This one is totally an example of the cow getting its first, its front end up on top of like a uh, four and a half, five foot gate and then just putting its body weight on it and crushing it. That's not it. a jump, though. That's, <laughs> I just slammed the fence down with yeah. the front half of my body. I can jump anything if I just lean over hard enough <laughs> on it. Jump. If it can't support my body weight, I can jump anything. I leave the ground when I jump. <laughs> That's why it's called a jump. These cows are just really slow and lazy fat asses. So, Joe, what is that playground you've got going on behind you? Is, is that is that your... Uh, yeah, this is Joey's like play area. It's awesome. Oh, what's the... Oh, uh, I found my video. Wow. Uh, now, do you think a cow could jump out of it? That's the question. Uh, <laughs> well, rock. see, no. It would jump by just putting its front <laughs> end over oh. and then breaking the Cue playground. Up, all right. All right. Cue up at zero and watch this cow jump. All right. This is an example of a cow with a running jump. Which is what I was what I was looking for because the issue that when I've seen cows jump, it's because they're panicked or they're or they're like freaking out and this they is run. A cow, first of all, like I'm paused at zero zero. This is like a fucking bull. The cow <laughs> on screen is not the one doing the jumping. Okay. okay. I'm, I'm, all right. I'm so confused. we're gonna see. Wow, what cow jump? Yeah. The, okay. Cow jumps over man. 2014. Are you ready? Yep. Three, two, man. one, play. This is not the cow in question. This is the cow in question. That is bull. Oh my god! It's <laughs> a running cow jump. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. I have to see that again. That cow totally jumped. When they're running like that, it's different. Holy smokes! That was like a gazelle. I've never even seen a cow run. I feel like this is bullshit. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. If you're on a farm, though, you see this shit. They don't do it every day. This is I've like never a seen a cow jump like that. It's like an emergency. Have you scenario. seen a cow run? Let's start. Oh my there. god, Kyle, I, you, you were right and I was wrong. If you're on a, they don't normally do this stuff. It's the stuff they do when they're threatened or they're freaking out. But I've seen that scenario a bunch of times. This like when you're trying to catch them. To sell them, they they freak out. They jump really high distances. Sometimes no they tear comments, off. Words. Less than a thousand views. It looks like it's in India. I'm not sold. <laughs> <laughs> the first one looked like a. You're bull like that's person. an Indian man. What's he five foot nothing? <laughs> Dude, that cow had hops. It looks so fake. I. <laughs> like it picks up its whole back end, and it's perfect. It had to. It had to to get to clear that man. It looks so cartoonish. Like, I'm trying to think of some of the things I've seen cows do. I just like, keep watching it. it. Looks so cartoonish. 
I've seen him jump. so many I've... cows jump that night. J cow after cow after cow barely leaving the ground. Old, yeah. unathletic. They just walk up to it, raise their front end, and put their and kind of drag their belly over it yeah. as they kind of hop and let their back end clear it. Um, but I was worried they were going to lose an udder. Yeah, I've seen them lose udders before. Mm -hmm. Oh, that has to be it's, awful. God, well, it, does see, milk I'm... just pour out everywhere? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Is it like dropping a gallon of milk? <laughs> no, nah, because they don't always have milk. Um, but 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 I was so, so angry back? with that particular cow at that time that I was like, "Good, serves you right. Like no you, titty for you." You can't Down fix it. You can't sew the titty back on. No, I I ate the titty. Uh, I was ma I was mad at the cow, so we cooked it and ate it. You're going to hell. We didn't eat. No, I've <laughs> never heard of cow titty. We were catching cows one time, and, and the way you do it is you kind of lure them into this big corral, like a, a, a legit fenced-in area that's small enough to be manageable. And it's you, like a and you, tiny trailer. No, it's, like it's more like a um, it, no, it's more like a um, like a big circular pin with like an eight-foot fence that they can't jump. Um, they can oh. jump the six-foot fences that are normally there. I was thinking, and that, that way, I'm, I'm sorry to cut you off. I, I thought there was a gap there, but I, you know the little things where they give a medicine. That's what I was talking about. Ah, that's a that's like a um like a shoot. A shoot. Uh, you run them down a shoot, and then there's like a head gate that locks uh, on their head, and their heads on one side, their shoulders behind it, and you could do whatever you want to them then. <laughs> but, uh, but no, you get them in this big uh, corral, and you keep working them. You know, separating the ones you want to sell from the ones you want to go back out into the pasture, and you cut them over and over into a smaller group by pushing them into you know through this fence, and then you lock that gate behind them, and you cut you you pick out the ones you want. They go down a chute, then you open a, that head gate we mentioned, and they all like go up on a, a cattle trailer that's connected to a truck, and you drive them off and sell them. Um, ideally, but sometimes they just go fucking crazy, crazy ape shit because they're, you know, semi-domesticated animals in a confined area. And I've seen them go after people and fuck people up. And uh, it's, it's pretty fun. I, I always enjoy it whenever my dad's doing that. I tried to go over there and, and at least watch. And I've jumped in there before, and it's kind of like playing chicken with cows because they, they're not sure how strong they are, and they have no idea how strong you are. So if, you, if, you, if, you, if you're like, ah, ah, and you like run at them with a stick... Like a two thousand pound bull, be like, oh shit, don't fuck me up, dude. Like, they'll run from you. But you have to have the balls to to like do that, to like step to him and be like, no, I'm in charge. You're moving. And like, I've had I've I've had that happen before, and they didn't buy it, and they just hit the fence that I'm behind and send me flying through the air. It's it's always fun working with cattle. Now, how like far how hard does your father have to work to keep his cows going? Zero. How can zero? Is it zero? Because I like zero. But does he, he doesn't feed them. Uh, so in the winter, um, there, there's nothing to eat. So he feeds them hay. hay feeding them hay consists of um, he takes his tractor, spears a roll of hay, drives 10 minutes out in the field, drops it off, drives 10 minutes back to where the tractor stays parked, parks the tractor. And he does that every other day uh, in the winter. And I think bales of hay are like 25 bucks a roll or something like that. Uh, and he's got, I don't know, 80 head of cattle, 100. It varies. <laughs> He has that many cattle? Yeah. Oh, I thought he had a lot less. I thought he had like seven or something. No. He's got he's got a bunch. This is like that's a deleted a big, scene from uh, the Matrix. Hay, though, right? That's like the big ass, the round rolls. Like the really yeah, like, yeah, like six hundred right. pounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Those are eighty seven dollars. Where? <laughs> On Craigslist. Yeah, oh. I feel like twenty five dollars is very cheap for that. No? I think we get the normal bales of hay. They're like 80 pounds, and they're like five bucks. Well, I'm buying them from Levi, like the farmer next door who's like rolling them himself. Yeah, maybe. 
So I think that's the deal. This this but, guy is also. Who's here. Levi? I'll Tell search. me more about Levi. I'm looking. <laughs> well, you search for hay, you don't get much hay. How did I do that? Oh, I search for hay. Oh, for another thing is the hay is being cut off his property, so I think there's a deal there as well. So that a four by four round roll is fifty five bucks. Um. These big fescue round tables are fifty bucks. I don't know where I got eighty-seven. I I, I swear I didn't mm -hmm. just make it up. But it, you made it up. The square ones, like the I ones know. that like you can sort of carry if you hook the yeah. sides, are six dollars. Yeah, it's so, no good. Yeah. Those are great for making a paintball field. If you ever wanted to make like a temporary paintball field at your place, mm -hmm. like wire spools, square bells, and some old tires, and you can have your paintball filled up for like two hundred dollars. I swear or I might get cows. Could buy the inflatable. You should get goats, and I watched a video of like baby goats last night, and they're so cute, dude. Like, like, like. Baby goats. I, we we used yeah. to pick them. They're awesome. Coolest pet we ever had. Used to beat the I, fuck I out of dog. I'm so hot. Jesus Christ. So <laughs> <laughs> you know it's working. It is definitely working. <laughs> Good luck getting like sleep. I need to take a shower after this. It's energy. I don't think it is. <laughs> <laughs> Are you having heart palpitations? Because you know it's working then, you know? <laughs> <laughs> in rhythm, it's not working. I right? have a lot of chest pain. Good. <laughs> Shallow breathing. This is the worst ad ever. I'm so sorry. Uh, no, I'm a big fan of these things. This is, they've, uh, they've clicked off past the, this point, I'm sure. <laughs> they really do stuff. Energy Eagle. I don't think they endorse inhaling 10, 10 times. Yeah, I don't know how they're going to feel about that, but just between you and me, that's the only way to fly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 10 puffs is a, you know, it's a standard dosage. You ain't got time to go. He took like 10 40 puffs, though. You get, a, you get a good 10 by 4. Uh, at least. But, but I mean, if, yeah. if, you're, if you're on the go, then you don't want to be puffing away, you know, sucking on this thing. You want to reach into your messenger you bag. You want your caffeine cigar. And, and grab a fist of, of these. And... Wow, he did it again. <laughs> he took it's, another 10 no, hits. No, do it again. I want a big cloud. That was a weak cloud that yeah, time. Hang on. Let's see if we can do it here. Do right. I have all 10 here? Three. Breathe, breathe out. Breathe out first. Yeah, Blow the arrow. Joe's an evil bitch. <laughs> There you go. See, that was so much better. He really did do that. I mean, that's a lot. Good girl. He's still exhaling. Good girl. Wow, really good girl. Some suction on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, like right now, I've got a real buzz going on. I feel really lightheaded. Good. I think I can kinda gray. see it in you. You're like, yeah, yeah. like I'm not 100% here. His face no, getting every... a little hotter. Yeah, everything's getting a little gray. Uh, I think I'm going to stop. <laughs> I think you might have run out and you're just sucking on like the batteries. <laughs> no, there's 500 puffs in each one. That's a, that's 5,000 doses. So holy cow! You won't do them all right now. <laughs> <laughs> no balls. You'll attack a shark, but you won't puff 500 times. I really, I really am mildly serious about the shark thing. I, I, I'm. Here's what I'm completely serious about. I think if I were to do it. The shark would run. Well, it can't run, so it would, it would swim, not, maybe swim, perhaps. It's not gonna. I don't know. It would there is, there's not a shred of like science or logic backing the statement. If you attack the shark with a sharp object behind, let me it, ask you this. It's going let to me flee ask you this. Away. What? I would prove my point if like we did this and I hit a shark with a broomstick and it ran away. It flew. It swam away quickly, though, right? It's not like, the same we, thing. 
in what way is that not the same you're thing? you're biting it, basically. It's like if another... Sh it's the equivalent of another shark biting it. You think they run away when they attack each other? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think they attack each other, for one thing. And I, I, I don't think that... Uh, I think they do. I, I think that they bite each other to hang on to fuck each other, but that's the only time they bite each other. I, don't, I think maybe, like, really big ones might eat really small ones, but I don't think, like, medium-sized sharks attack other medium-sized sharks. Definitely not of the same species, if I had, in my opinion... That guy in the train, the big guy, thought the little guy was going to go away when he hit him. And he just kept on coming. <laughs> now you're in the opposite role. You're the little guy expecting the big guy to run. He'll run. Maybe. He doesn't most have like, any... I mean, what's he going to do, bite, bite me? Suit. That's what the bite suit's for. However, sharks will fight each other fiercely for food that they have found. In fact, they will even eat each other when there aren't any when there aren't many options for sources of food. I think it depends what kind of shark. Sharks are one of the best animals out there when it comes to survival techniques. You're going to fucking die. Yeah, running away. Swimming away. Swimming away. I don't know why you think it has fear and it's going to run away. I, they bite each other. I'm going to find a fucking uh, shark expert, and, and I guarantee it. I will take a bet that, that anybody who knows anything about sharks is going gonna, is gonna to back my claim up that if you were to do this, the shark would be so surprised, freaked out, that it would, it would swim as fast as it could away from there. It, 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 I guarantee it. But it's not going to be able to if you're pulling on it, too. Then it's going to lash back and attack whatever asshole is holding on to it. I think almost any shark is going to run. I think you're right. I mean, because they're not, they're not looking to bite you. They're fish. They're yes. fish. I mean, can't, that's a blanket statement that doesn't answer anything. They're fish. I mean, if you thought they're the most gold, deadliest fish in the in the water, it's like any predatory fish. It's like saying, like, ah, it's a gorilla. Same thing as a dog. Now, a gorilla on the other side, I feel like if you jumped out of a tree, hit a gorilla, it kills you right there. It beats you to death because you're threatening its 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 property and its family, and like they're territorial. I feel like a gorilla beat you to death right then. After there. it rips your balls off. After it ripped, I think it's, and it's your just face. Do that or primates. I think both. I know chimps are like big chimps into that going for faces off. when the males fight each other. I guess it makes sense since you're fighting for breeding rights anyway. Just rip the balls off. Like fights over right there. Like no reason to continue. No need to fight anymore. Yeah, gruesome, right? So, I'm looking at how to survive a shark attack, and uh, it appears that Kyle's pretty much on point. That shark needs to be watching videos on how to survive a human attack. Is that the thing where if you hit the shark in the nose, it flees away? Because this just isn't the same scenario. This is something literally endangering it. Basically it basically says, stabbing it. you know, like, if you swim away and look weak, then the shark will attack you. If you play dead, shark attacks, the sharks attack dead things. But if you fight the shark, if you use your elbows and knees, or a weapon if you have it, and go after the gills and the eyes, then the shark will run. Who was the surfer that got attacked last Fine. week? Fine. Fine, let's do this. Um, what was that guy's let's, name? Let's do this. As much as I think that guy was a good story and all, he didn't get attacked, in my opinion. I feel like a, a curious shark kind of swam by him, maybe bit his leash. I feel like it's... Hey, hey, They're really like, hyping it up for all that happened was they bumped into each other. Dude, I sure. Like he got attacked. He be, went be, back the second, the second motion was what got it for me. He, like It was like the oh shit moment, and then all of a sudden he gets slammed. The yeah. I, 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 that was the, the attack was the second I part. I can't remember his name. Is it Mick Fanning, was it, maybe? And um, uh, he, he like took all, took a break from surfing for a week, and another shark. He, after he came back, he, word has gotten out in the shark community. <laughs> he uh, he didn't get attacked no again, but he saw another shark the next time he went surfing, and it was just like yeah, oh. but they're in Australia too. Like I feel like that's not uncommon. 
I really wish Woody didn't have a, a strong aversion to, to the boating thing so that we could go out and at least experiment with this a bit. Like, I'm not saying go out there and do this, but, you know, go out there and see some sharks. Maybe go shark fishing. No, we should do it. We should do it. I want to do it now. I really am not that afraid to do this. I, I, I feel very confident about this whole it. thing. Why don't you guys do like, something that's more fun, like skydiving or something? No. That is so boring to watch. Kyle, that's boring, and Kyle won't do it, and I won't either. I, I want I, to be... I, I, see, I hope you just get maimed. I, I do it. I don't want to, though. I don't want you to die. I just want what you to... What he finds it boring, and I, I got to agree. Bit. Yeah, I, like, I've like never done regular it. skydiving because we'd have to jump uh, tandem anyway because we're you know new at it. Yeah, yeah. I, I think skydiving's fun you to do. You knock out your, your tandem guy, and then last first person to pull the the string is the bitch. Um, <laughs> skydiving looks really super fun Here's to do chicken. and super boring to watch. That's my opinion yeah. on skydiving. Yeah, I, I I feel like it's no shark attack, really. Yeah, in, 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 in the end, I would love to do this. I hope that you just get maimed because I'd like to be right and you still be alive to rub it in on. More yeah. likely, I miss the shark and he swims away. More likely, well, you're gonna jump on it and now it knows something's flailing about in the water with chummed up water. So I don't think you want to miss. I need to look into the laws about killing sharks too, because like I'm sure shark fishing. You is go to the Caribbean, fish. it doesn't fucking matter what you're doing. You know. I, I, I like to be. I like to make sure everything I do is, you know, hundred percent. Well, it's legal there, so. Because, because you know, I re- my, my the the main core of the thing is I want to be able to say that I like the wordplay that it's a shark attack video, but I'm the one doing the attacking, not the shark. I think that's funny, and that's what really sells me on the whole idea. Right. Most people say shark attack, and they really mean human attack. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's, they're the one. It's it's a it's attack against a human. Yeah. It's, Unless uh, everyone's speaking like old caveman shark attack, you know, like <laughs> retards. But, you know? but so I like that a lot. So like maybe not an ice axe and hanging onto the thing while it swims. Maybe jump in and stab it with something that would kill it instantly. Like a shark dart would literally kill it instantly yeah. if I jumped in and stabbed it. I'm out now. No, I'm for the. That's not hardcore enough. What if you stab cheating because it's gonna it's gonna kill it instantly? If I it, what's that? What if you stab yourself? I mean, you're jumping on something that's moving. I die. Hope you get the but if he misses, he's dead too. So either way, well, I'd know. still have the dart underwater, and you There's know, there's really I, a one in three chance in that scenario that Kyle lives when you do that. <laughs> if I would stab myself with one of those things, I'm not positive about how it's triggered, uh, but I imagine it has something to do with being rammed into whatever. But I know that what it does is empty a ton of pressurized air or CO2. I'm not sure which Doesn't through matter. the dart into whatever it is, and like that apparently insta kill a shark. Like you poke him, and he just drops dead and like sinks to the bottom instantly. It like, would definitely kill you. It would kill the fuck out of me. Yeah, yeah. it would kill the fuck out of anything you stab anything. it with. A shark dart's a cool weapon. Can't shove um, air in Not many people know about the shark dart. That's it's a crazy weapon. Uh, I think it would be. I think it would work against people. I don't see why not. But uh, but yeah, I, I could do something with a shark dart. No. Um, ice pick. Ice axe. Yeah. Yeah, ice and, axe is the coolest. Yeah. Why don't you start with a dolphin? Well, that's just me. <laughs> Jimmy Aww. Kimmel will you talk know, trash about him. That's why. Yeah, the, dolphin, it's, it's See, if he, the dolphin's not going to swim away. It's just going to try and rape you afterwards. It'll dolphins try to don't bite. The dolphin will be like, it'll try to make friends and like prove that I was wrong or something. Dolphins are so intelligent. It'll, it'll shed a tear when the axe hits it. <laughs> like, like all the other. And then all the creatures of the sea will come and see the heinous crime you've committed. Yeah, yeah. There's starfish crying fucking tears. Yeah, I don't need all that. Like, I don't want to be a, the villain of the seas or anything. I just want to Plus, do something. I, I know sharks can sometimes be found alone, but my experience with dolphin or porpoises, whatever the fuck they are, is there's always like 300 of them. 
Yeah. yeah, they back each other up too. They're running a crew. They'll beat the fuck out of you. Yeah. Yeah. They're a posse. They do kill sharks. They they like ram yeah. them. Bottlenose dolphins mm. will like ram them and, and fucking hit them with their nose, I guess, repeatedly yeah. and kill them. I've heard that. I've never seen it. That I do do. It, it, they used to. Um, you know how dolphin catch fish? They like they surround them and beach them, and they just sort of hoard them, and they get all like flippy and crazy, and they just scare fish, and then they go to the middle and just start chomping down. What they the do a bunch of cool way, cool things. They, they, I know they'll use like a. I think they they send like an. Um, like a sonar pulse that, that they do that confuses the fish sometimes. Mm-hmm. I know they'll work as a group to like kind of like make put the fish in a pod, mm-hmm. and uh, and they'll and they'll like push them closer and closer to the surface, and then so the, the birds are attacking them from the sea, and the and the and the uh, dolphins are hitting them from below, and they just kill they they dozen, hundreds and hundreds of sardines like as many as they want. <laughs> dolphins are sp- smart as fuck. That's why you ever see the cove where they slaughter all the dolphins. Yep. So sad. Very sad. That's, yeah. Did you also see the mermaid movie? Yeah. Documentary. Sorry. The Little Mermaid. Uh, the mermaid <laughs> documentary. Uh uh-uh. uh. No. Really? They made uh, everybody believe that mermaids were real. They had like footage. Oh, on stuff. Animal Planet. Yeah. I watched. You that know that mermaid on the beach that like screams at the cell well, phone me, footage. So me and a, a girlfriend were were in this hotel coming back from like Texas on a road trip, and we stopped in like Alabama or somewhere on the way back, and we stayed in this hotel, and there it was on on like Nash, Animal Planet, you know, flipping around. There it is, and I'm like, oh, let's see what this is, and they start talking about how like early man was semi aquatic, like we'd live in the shadow shallows and stuff, and then they they, they they're like, what if when when you know the waters rose that. Uh, you know, we we broke off evolutionarily, and one subset of man stayed in the water and learned to hold his breath longer and longer and longer. And you know, the rest of us went back into the jungles or whatever and became what we are. And they they basically sold the case that not to me. There was a moment that there were mermaids, and because like I'd been watching it for so long, and they kept saying it so matter of factly, you know, like presenting bullshit evidence. That after a while, I was like. Wait, there aren't fucking mermaids. <laughs> but did you did you was it the one though where they showed the cell phone footage of it, like some kids finding a mermaid on the beach? I I think there was some of that later on. It got the show that was the thing about the show. At first, it was so rooted in science and so grounded and it's it, so it, that that you were like hooked. You were like, "Oh shit, maybe there are mermaids." And but as it went on, it got more and yeah. more ridiculous. It was, was the mermaid top half fish or top half woman. <laughs> In this scenario, it was a, a little bit of both, it seemed like. There's the video. It, it was more like a water ape. Mermaid proof. How long is this? A minute. Oh. It's, it's from like a cell phone. That's how they shot it. Oh, I thought it was like an hour-long show. Well, it is. I'm talking about this as a portion that oh, they use right. as evidence. Ready, set, play. What was that cut? I don't know. The whole thing's like shitty, interlaced. Yeah, that's an effect. Yeah, they did this intentionally. See that mermaid's forehead? Kill me. What? Like, like they're, they're applying an effect to this to make it so grainy. Like that, that horizontal line thing. Like. And look at the, what's that in the background? Are those birds just, just flapping? Hard to it's, watch. Like, yeah, it's trash. Yeah. 
Okay, it looks like he's poking a black blob. Oh. And yet, and yet I've, I've got perfect audio of like the squishiness of it. Yeah. If 12-year-old me finds a mermaid beach, I'm putting that bitch on my shoulder. <laughs> what did you see? What? Oh. Kyle's a little ahead of me. He was ahead of me, too. What? I stopped watching. Oh. Oh, Chiz wasn't watching the video with us. No, I've seen it. I think I was just too high on those eagle energy. Was uh, it the part I was talking about where the thing wakes up and... Yeah. Yep, the thing woke up. <laughs> That's why it, I didn't watch it again. It screamed at that boy and it really caught me off guard. Because <laughs> I was just kind of lazily watching that. That, that, really, that got me pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, that was a long minute. Yeah. Yeah, it took a while to get to it. That was awful. I didn't like that. I'm glad that got you. <laughs> I said it. I was like, oh, remember when it screams at you? Because I thought you guys were done already. Oh, like, I had no idea. No, no, I didn't even catch that. I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, well, it was alive, screaming for help. Uh, so, Joe, what's next? You gonna who, call somebody out right here, PKA. Um, John Jones. No. Oh, I was going to say that. That'd be funny. No, he's already ducking me. He is ducking Joe. <laughs> For the grapple match. Exactly. He's like, I could beat Joe Lozon with my hands taped. Joe's like, deal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was out of the UFC. I think he's running scared. Exactly. He's yeah. got bigger things to worry about right now. I uh, heard he he's... He all that just to get away from you. The yeah, word right. is that he's like helping other people train and being a good guy and being not John-like at all. Well, that's the only way he'll work his way back into the sport, right? I don't know. I think... How much community service do you have to do to get yeah, back in? Gonna get I don't know. He's, he's in a lot of trouble. Yeah. I don't know what's happened. I'm surprised that he's out in Albuquerque, though, and not home. You'd think you'd be home with his kids. Yeah, they judge him for his coke use. <laughs> <laughs> in Albuquerque, and the, he and can the hit party. And hit-and-run and yeah. all the other horrible things. I don't, I don't really done. know. In that hit-and-run, what, what, what was the person's injuries? A broken uh, arm. She broke her arm, I think. He's good. Yeah. He's good. He's he's no yeah, problem. Yeah, it's not like Caitlyn Jenner, you know. Like got, someone died. I think it's I think it's considered a it's like a felony though because it's yeah, because totally. he he hit her he was probably under the influence or something. He flee uh fled the scene. He did an injury to the woman and there was something else too. If he can pay her off enough to to like get her on his side, he'll be fine. He'll get out of all this with some fines and some bullshit community service. Since it, it, I, I bet he's fighting in three or four years if. They uh, if he can get out of this jam, but he. But he is it even up to her? Like, like to. even if she doesn't want. No, to it's not up to her. But okay. I feel like that helps his case tremendously. If it's he not up to her, but I'll bet that it gets settled out of court. I'll yeah, I bet they set. Yeah, is on that funny. Coke habit is expensive. So. so what came down from the UFC on him exactly? They took uh, the belt. Uh, uh, they but... stripped him of his title, and I don't. I don't think that they terminated his contract. I think they said that they're going to wait till they see what happens or whatever. He could be fighting next year. He could. Yeah, I mean, he could fight anytime they want. Yeah, it wouldn't be a good idea to terminate his contract. That does send him to some other organization. That's, yeah. you I know, don't know what would happen. I mean, he doesn't want to fight for someone else, though. He wants to fight for the UFC. Especially a lot of people. The numbers they're doing are good now, and all the champs are making a lot of money. A lot of people hate the um, UFC for, like, they, they, want the, they want them to pay the fighters more. They want the more Reebok money, all that fun stuff. But as a fan, I love that almost all the top fighters are in the same place. 
You know, yeah. I, I I hated the pride days when, you know, <laughs> how does Chuck Liddell compare yeah. against those other people? How does, oh, I guess he did fight there a little bit, but, you know, like, you just want to see these matchups Fedor. all the time. Yeah, Fedor, you know, like, yep. in hindsight, I guess they were right. Fedor was, you know, the king of the hill. But um, he was so much smaller than the UFC champs. I wondered. I wondered how a prime Randy Cortez, why can't Randy I say Couture. his name? Randy it's Couture. Fun. Would uh would have ranked up against Fedor? Um, I just want to know. And uh, here, with the exception of like Ben Askren, you know. Yeah, I mean, there's. It is nice that all the the best guys are on the same spot. They're all under the same roof. Yeah, and it's the true. UFC. I mean, it, <laughs> I, I was going to say Conor McGregor aside, but not anymore. They don't really protect their fighters. Like the, the, in the UFC especially if you're a top guy, you have to fight other top people. It's it's super hard. That's why there's are few undefeated guys. Yep. You know, and, and I think that most people don't care either. I don't think like being undefeated is kind of cool, but people care about seeing exciting fights, I think, more so. Yeah. Rather than seeing someone go undefeated, you know, like mm-hmm. obviously like Floyd Mayweather, you know, there's a lot of hype behind him whenever he fights, but but most of his fights are really, really boring. Really you know, boring. Like, you, you can appreciate you can pre- appreciate it from a technical standpoint. But as far as an excitement standpoint, it's just not there. I'm just as excited by a win streak as I am an undefeated thing, you know, like yeah, you know, especially a win streak over names, like you know, like this guy beat like Jake Shields had a win streak that in hindsight looks really good. Yeah, um, you know, I John, look John, John Jones is too. Like go John look Jones, at all the guys he's, he's beat. Uh, who's who? Yeah, okay. I could probably is... name him. Um, GSP is another one. You know, like that yep. guy. It, yeah, I. I look back at like Anderson Silva's reign and say like, oh yeah, there is some two hundred fivers in there. There were some like Damian Maya who's down to one seventy now, yep. and just think like Anderson Silva was amazing, but it wasn't the like the toughest period of one eighty five, you know, in UFC history, um, or maybe it was. I don't know. But uh, well, you look at GSP's reign and John Jones's reign, and it's like holy smokes, these guys were just he beat some really tough guys, both of them. Yep, mm-hmm. he so. did. It's it, it's it's good though the UFC makes everyone fight. You know, it's like they're not protecting people. Like mm-hmm. you said, they're going after people. You know, I think you're always going to have some guys that are going to get you know not necessarily even protected as much as it's just given like slightly favorable matchups because like like Conor McGregor, like everyone kept saying how they were they were protecting him and keeping him away from wrestlers and this and that. And then they threw Mendez at him. <laughs> yeah, who's arguably the toughest guy for him to deal with, and he just made him look stupid. Like uh, that's... I thought it was a hard fight, but he did win in the second. Well, it, it, definitely, it, definitely, it was definitely a hard fight, but, you know, the, the entire time, I, I felt like, you know, there's a clock tick. He's on his back. back better yeah. and better and better. Huh. Um, what was I going to say? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I don't know why it's hard. Do you remember when I was at your house, we watched Anderson Silva lose the title? Yep. Do you remember that I called every single fight that night? Uh, yeah, you did, I think. Yeah, I did. That's like the, I think it's the only time I've ever called uh, a five-event fight. And I called Weidman. Every, nice. every single fight that night. I did. There's, there's some crazy thing where, like, for the last, like, I think it's happened, like, three or four times in, like, the last, like, six months, where if you bet all the undercard fighters... Like five dollars made you like three thousand dollars. Really? Yeah. Uh-huh. Something. So you basically you bet a parlay for all the underdogs on the main card, and it's it's mm-hmm. happened like a few times in the last like six months or something. Hmm. It's like it, it, and, and like I said, bet five dollars to win like you know thirty eight hundred, f- close to four thousand dollars. There was a night that I thought I had like 
a solid parlay. I was like, I really feel like I know who's going to win four or five yep. of these fights. But yeah. they weren't underdogs enough. It was like if I bet $100, I could win like you know, 190 yeah. I'm like, I don't but know. It, it, that's what you got to do. All That's uh, just for that one fight. You could do the, the parlay and it, it, it compounds. It was a parlay. It, it, and the payoff was really poor. Like a couple of them were sure favorites. wasn't all the favorites? Was it all the – maybe that was all the favorites. It was like but, two or three favorites. Uh, yeah. But I thought if I parlayed it, you know, it would yep. really turn into something cool. And It, it makes you know, me so happy when like, like I fight or something and I, I win and I get all kinds of like, hate tweets. Like, oh, you screwed up my parlay. I won like six <laughs> other fights or something. I'm like – that's right, motherfucker. You should have bet on me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I just makes I, me happy. When I was in college, I don't know how many NFL fans are out here, but there was um, it was the Bills playing the Cowboys, and my girlfriend, who's now my wife, had like three hundred dollars in debt or something like that on her credit card, and uh, we had hardly any income. That would have been a really tough thing to pay off, but we were at it or whatever. And um, at the end of this game, this guy, I think his name was BB or something, he's running down. He's going to score one more touchdown for the Bills or for the Cowboys. Meaningless. Means nothing. Right. And uh, the Cowboys starts like showboating and he's like holding the ball backwards, slowing down because he's just trotting into the end zone. But BB for the Bills was just on his horse, running, 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 running. To this guy, it meant everything. And uh, to the cowboy, it was like, we're going to win 54 to 7 now or something <laughs> stupid like that. He caught him, smacked the ball out of his hand on like the three yard line. And he had to, these are the only two people in anywhere in this area. It was like a 90 yard dry or, you know, catch or something. And he prevented it. Jackie won, you know, those like grid things where you choose the last two numbers yep, of the score? Yeah. She won that and she paid off all her debt because this uh, Buffalo Bill guy hustled. Nice. Yeah. Nice. It was great. Betting. Awesome. <laughs> I encourage all of you to what could go wrong? That's there. the new Twitch thing now. Everyone's on like betting on these casino sites and such. I've that sounds fun. I, like like that it would be really fun to play uh to play. It a, was really fun. Hold. I burned through two hundred dollars real quick on What were you site. playing? Blackjack. Oh, let's play some Texas Hold'em. I don't know if it it does have hold them. I don't know how. I don't know if there's a video hold them. Don't worry, Woody. You won't be invited. We know you don't want to play. <laughs> uh, played Civ. You. That was your idea too. I it was. was it was the chat's idea. The chat was like Civ, 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 right, Civ, right. And I thought, all right, there's all these people that I'll make them happy. It's just like in me. Yeah, I'm gonna play Civ for the stream. Immediately, the stream half the people leave because Civ is boring as fuck. Right? It goes from like 600 to 300. <laughs> And then of the people that are still there, they're not happy. I'm not happy. Um, I don't know if you guys dealt with barbarians more effectively than me or if I had more barbarian problems. Um, or, or maybe it was – I think it was actually a combo of the two. And uh, I just felt like I was getting tortured. And then Chiz plants his city as close to me as he possibly can. Sends an archer around the back, amasses an, ardor, an army on my borders. And then he's like, you attacked? I was just you, chilling you here. So, so, so in I, so, so let me speak first. Go and ahead. You go can ahead. defend me. I put that city down. You weren't even uncovered. I don't know where your capital was. That was all clouds for me. I the first, and if I was just trying to steal your territory, I'd have bought up all those tiles. Instead, I bought the tiles behind me and did what Kyle did on the left. That just happened to not be as close to Woody's capital. I cut off you and Kyle from coming onto that continent. It was just me and Polynesia. I put troops there because as soon as Kyle pointed out, 
oh, he forward settled on you. The first thing he said was, well, I'll deal with that later. Or something very along those lines, and you brought it up again. So I went, well, fuck, I don't want to lose my, my pivot city right there. I'm going to put troops there. And you said Kyle's to the left, so I'm eventually going to go over there because you said, go get him, bitch. I'm like, I will. I'll start, I started building chariot arches right then. Put them on in Seville. They weren't on your borders. They were in my capital and in hill tiles there. They all had to move up to attack you because you had attacked my one archer that was rogue in the snow baron somewhere Can't with your one spearman, your which apparently was your only unit. So I had no intentions of attacking. If I was, I wouldn't have let you kept your settler. I wouldn't have. When I did find your city was there, I killed a barb, and there was a barb worker there. I said, hey, if you want it, go ahead and take it. I know it was probably yours originally, but you had no troops to take it. And I did didn't, take so it. I, I took it. Oh no, I took we're it. We're thinking I, of something I, different then. I was like, I'm, I'm having I didn't even this worker see then. it. I couldn't see it. Remember, the, the map had, probably wasn't. It yeah. wasn't covered for you, but it was right there. But all and you I had was that one spearman. What was your? Let me. So, so what? So there's two things. One, I have a question for you mm -hmm. that I think might help your game. I not that you're gonna play ever again. Oh, but yeah. um, so so here's what here here was your mistake though. So I feel I didn't like make any mistakes <gasps> in that game. I won. So, I played, so I feel like you I played um, the least amount. <laughs> I destroyed both of you. You are willing to declare war and attack regardless of any of the factors other than the person has provoked you. For, so, for example, if there's a scout too close to your borders, if there's a, an archer too close to your borders, you're like, hey, fuck you, these are my borders, I'll attack you. And you, you don't pay any mind to how, many, how, how much production you have at that time, where your science is, or what the army scores are versus each other, um, so you'll be like, "Fuck you! I'll I'll smash my war my you know one unit into your war one unit. Fuck off!" But the way all of us, everyone's mindset when that happens is, "Okay, now you've declared war. You've started an unending, unending process now that can ever, never end." It's much it's much smoother for you to always try to like be like, "Hey, can we talk this out?" Diplomacy. Like, like, Diplomacy. It's all about diplomacy and not just the, the AI kind. It's, you know, and it's not manipulation. Sometimes it's just like, hey, you, you, you planted that city really close to mine. Here's the deal. If you don't want to go to war, don't you buy my banana tile there. That has to be mine, and that's the only way that we can keep do this peacefully. And hey, that archer up there, he needs to move along, or there might be trouble. Are you ready? Like, also, I wanted to ask you, in the beginning, what was the first two things you built? Um, I think I built a worker so I could chop trees and build a settler next. Okay, so you should have built a scout, then another scout. Uh, actually, I might have built a scout first. I don't know. I had a scout really early, but I didn't have two scouts. the The idea was yeah. to get a worker that could chop trees and then improve the city. And and the, as you know, chopping trees gives you more production, so I could get that settler going. It's yeah. all about finding. So I know it's all about finding the power band, though. You know what I mean? Like you can't do too much too early. You can't try to go straight up. You have to find the the perfect trajectory to 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 get ahead. So like going for that worker that early isn't isn't that great of an idea. You wanna you might wanna get so do something like a granary or here's the a way I saw it. Here's how I played that game. Um, I planted my city. the The game started, and I thought I was in a pretty good spot. So, like first move, I planted my capital. Right, I was happy with it, and um, then I was working towards planting and making my second city. In the meantime, barbarians were after me. I killed so many. Bar I don't even know how many barbarians I killed. There was like five right off the bat, or something. And I had to like build a bunch of warriors. Um, there was any. There were. Five. See, these are mistakes. These are mistakes. You never build a warrior. 
uh, warrior, warriors are kind of useless. Uh, how, you all... how do you deal with barbarians? I mean, right, last night you were saying the opposite. Yeah. It was well, super easy last night. So, so here's here's why it was easier for me to deal with the barbs than for you. Save talk. Go on. Yeah, yeah. I'll keep it. I'll keep it kind of uh, short and sweet. The reason I build those two scouts: one is exploration. Um, you get bonuses if you're the first person to discover things. Um, mm -hmm. If you just if you're the first person to discover a city state that's a religious city state. You get an instant pantheon. It's a huge bonus. It's a, it's a really cool thing. So two scouts early. Also, when you discover some ancient ruins, you get uh, upgrade your your unit upgrades. So immediately, I got an archer. Like I had an archer uh, five turns into the game or something like that. Like as soon as soon as I had oh my, my scout, God. even had, faster. Yeah, super fast. I had I had, I had an archer early, uh -huh. and I had my other scout, and I built a spearman as soon as I had the technology. And with those units, if, if I'm going to build a worker or a settler, uh, uh, you know, a non-military unit that cannot defend itself, it's always going to have one of those other units parked directly on top of it so nobody can hit it. Mm -hmm. And as far as city de defense, they send wave after wave of those barbarian warriors after you time, uh, a lot of the time. And you just pick at them with your city defense and then hit them with your warrior or hit them with your spearman. That's you just can't go after them. You can't pursue ever. I mean chasing down the units? Chasing yeah. down the warriors, like it, I didn't you, do that. They were I didn't kill a single barb camp. I didn't uh, either. I killed ten barbs. Interesting. Okay, so what I did do is I took out the barb camp because they were just sending barb after barb towards and my city. I had workers to protect, and uh, it was like, ah, oh, if I get rid of the source of this problem, then then that'll be that. And I was so harassed by the barbarians, and I'm pretty sure I was more harassed than you. I mean, there, there were points where there were, like, multiple barbarians coming after my cities at the same time. And uh, I don't know. I wasn't you. I don't know how harassed you were, but I felt I, like the barbarians were... I believe were, you. Sometimes... I know. Sometimes it's bad. I know. I got a general. I got a great general early in the game, and you guys are like, what the fuck? And, like, this yeah. really is getting harassed by barbarians at a level that mm -hmm. we're not. And... Um, oh, uh, I know the reason why the barbarians were harassing you so bad. You're not going to like this. So, the barbarian camps spawn in undiscovered, unviewed territories. So, because you didn't explore as much, I think, early mm. with the scouts, they were just thriving. Because if you don't have vision on the area, then a barb camp can spawn there. I think that may have had something to do with it. Because early in my game, I had the three units plus the second city, and then I made the third city, and I could see pretty much everything. The only place the barb camps could spawn was pretty far away from me at that point. I, it kind of pushes that them back. So, so here's what I'm trying to say. I was so harassed by barbarians in the first, whatever, 30 minutes of the game, I felt far enough behind that I preferred losing quickly <laughs> to losing over the next fucking nine hours of Civ. So when I attacked Chiz, it was a win-win scenario. Either I get to stop playing this god-awful game or <laughs> I beat Chiz. Either one was fine with me. Well, <clears throat> that's how it can go sometimes. Um, I old really love that game. How old is Civ? It's not a new game, right? It's an no, old game. it's from the early 90s. It's very yeah. old. The current version is uh, a, a couple years oh, old. The current version is like less than a year old, I think. Well, the, well the, like the version we, yeah. Yeah. Actually, the version we play is brand new because we play the, a modded version that's, that's kind of unique. I really love Civ. I, uh, I'd be up to play some Civ now <sighs> at I'm one of the morning. install it. Oh well, you should you just. I, I wish I wish you loved it as much as I do. I know we got to get you in some other game. <laughs> I, I don't said know why you. Whiplash. You, so you don't find it rewarding at the end when you've put all that wor that work into this thing and it comes to fruition. 
Like I feel like I'm building a killing machine for five hours, and then at the end I get to hit something with it. That's what Civ <laughs> feels like to me. Um, no. My no. my whole like my heart will be pounding if I'm building Petra, and I know Chiz might be building Petra too, and I'm like trying to sneak it into my second city, and I know he's trying to build in his capital, and and even though I tech to it earlier, I know he's got more hammers. My heart's pounding. Like I really want that Petra. It's a big deal to me. What, what is a Petra? It's it's a building you build in the game that only one civilization can have, and it gives uh, it gives you more production and more food in desert tiles, which is a, a great thing if you have a lot of them. It's just it's just that's how the game goes. It's it, you're always trying to build something that's exclusive that the other guy uh, before the other guy can by getting more money, more culture, more. Civ is like it's basically an earlier version of like StarCraft, right? No, but so it's not. Well, the difference is one is a turn-based strategy game, and StarCraft is real time. Oh, it's turn-based. Yeah, right. It. I like it turn-based because we played with a Patreon, and uh, so at a certain Patreon level, you can play games with us. And we played Civ, and uh, while he was a nice guy, he took every second of every turn. So I mean, you'd make. I sometimes I didn't even have units that like I tell a unit what to do for the next three turns so in one second I was done and for another two and a half minutes I would just sit around doing nothing that sucks that's it I'm not gonna I'm not gonna nail him to a cross for doing that because one he was because he was new and everyone everyone has those turns or several turns in a row where they're the one taking up the entire yeah yeah you know if something big's going on he did he was working on a pantheon so that could have been one of those he was taking a lot of time, regardless. I don't fucking care. I'm not going to defend him. He was new at Civ. He took a lot of time. Uh, he wasn't going to win that game. Uh, Chiz, that game's still saved. I think Chiz and I should pick it up sometime. I don't know if he's interested in it, in it but I feel like he and I are really neck and neck. I We're thought tied. you said you beat him. I was, said that because he's Kyle. And yeah, that's, that's how he scores things. things. <laughs> Like, I was, I was we both have crossbows, and we're both. Oh, that's interesting. I thought that because Sid was in kind of roughest shape after he and I had the war, like at least score wise, if that means anything. No, me and him are trading off scores. Took he caught up. He has. Mm. He's. Once so, I repair those tiles, I'll have new luxuries and a decent production. Suit. I can't let you repair those tiles. I've got to start sending uh, boats There's to a lot to, of crossbows. Okay, send, enough of your fucking gold doubloon talk. <laughs> that's enough. Well, uh, if you're out there, you want to buy Civilization Five, get every scrap of the DLC there is, and then come play with us. Yeah, that's your best. Ch- that guy paid five hundred dollars to come play with us, but you can play for free because we play like a you know maybe once, twice a week, and I just tweet out. Don't do it. Yeah, it's a. I mean, number two game only to Call of Duty Four of all time. I, I think you should trade off fence building time. Hey, By the way, we're not going to build a fence. We're going to get an invisible one. Ah. Yeah, we're having a guy come out next week to give us a quote. Invisible fence. That'll so, be neat. Yeah, I think that I think it'll be a way better solution. I want totally. um well I don't know where we're gonna put it exactly, but in you my have head a big yard though, right? It's a huge yard. Yeah. An invisible fence doesn't work very well if the dog has any kind of momentum. Um it's an FYI. Hmm. If the dog runs, it'll run through the fence. And before then it gets shocked. Out. And then it'll get shocked on the other side and it won't it'll wanna come back and every time it tries to come back it gets shocked. Yeah, we we tried it once in Pennsylvania when we had labs, and apparently labs are particularly like me and vulnerable to electricity. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, um, I, I'm told Great Danes will work better. Our vet thought it was a good idea, so we're going with it. So, it never, it never, we, my parents used to have one. It was it didn't work for any of our dogs. Dude, we had a, you a know box, what? Goldens. The the other problem is like it, 
so like I say this at Woodycrafting, you can't just be against something. You have to be for something else. If you have Great Danes, it's either an electric fence or, or an invisible fence or mm -hmm. um, like an eight foot tall solid wooden fence. Do that. That'll be awesome. No. You can make a stone a fence. A moat. It'd be like a prison. You can make a stone fence. Yeah, it'd be perfect for As, the zombie apocalypse. It, it literally does have to be. I think six foot tall would probably do it. You know, certainly a four foot fence would just be like entertaining to them. Isn't but, Harley like six foot tall if she were to stand on her legs and stretch her arms? Uh, more than that. Yeah, yeah certainly. Yeah, like, yeah. She, she would do what the cows do and jump over that six foot fence and slide her belly over. At, like that. at six foot, it would be a deterrent, I think, but she might be able to clear it, you know, especially if you're okay mm -hmm. hitting your belly. Um, at seven How many or, area are you going to do? We haven't decided yet. And specifically, Jackie hasn't decided. I'd like to do a big enough area that we're not cleaning poop all the time. Like, it, like to exaggerate to make a point. Like, if it was all 14 acres with three dogs, I think you'd almost never have to clean. Like, this is the south, right? Bugs and critters and whatever just handle that. Um, but if you have, like, a small backyard, then you'd have to go out there and get work done. Um, so I'd like to fence in enough that... You know, at least a good deal of it. Just kind of nature takes care of it. You can uh, you can check in the uh, livestock fencing. It's, it's pretty easy to put down, and it's cheap, and it's awesome. Uh, there's a look though that we're going for, unless I'm missing it. Does livestock fencing involve wires and stuff? Mm, no. Oh. Livestock's like uh, like I have my dog pen. Uh, I don't know it off the top of my head, but you know, like the like horse fencing, which I think looks nice, typically doesn't really work. Jump right over it. Or even walk right through it, you know, like mm -hmm. in between it, the, yeah. the three rail fence. Holes in it. Yeah. So. Uh, oh, I see some of these answers. I don't know. Maybe that would work. Um, like here, you're thinking of something in this family, maybe. I'll show everybody what we're looking at. Oh, yeah, we've something. seen this one before, right? Yeah, something like this might work. But then we have to decide where it goes. Is it cut across the property? I so what well, my parents did is uh, off off of the deck, there's, uh, there's an area you go to for the dogs, and it's like a, like maybe like an 8-foot wide or 6-foot wide like chute that goes all the way down, and then the dogs come down there. So the dogs run in there, and they have like a huge-ass area. It's kind of nice. Yeah, I don't know. And then I, I think about mowing, too. Electric fence works nice for that. And golf carting, like, I don't know where you plan to put this fence, but you're cutting out a lot of the fun real estate. Just Yeah, electric fence, yeah. though, you know, or I should say invisible fence. I, I love the invisible fence idea. If Jackie bought onto it, let's give it a go. It should be What if cheap. you got, like, four of them, Joe? Would that work if there were four invisible fences? <laughs> then would layer the after layer. Like, layer after uh, layer of intensity. Yeah. <laughs> what if it got stuck between two layers? <laughs> Shock nonstop. That would... I think a lot of it's the training too. You train the dog not to go through that area, and after a while, you know, I'm told they don't even have to really wear the the collar. But um, I don't know. So, well, you guys want to call it a show? Yeah, I think so. That was a good one. I had fun. I, I think all of those topics were really good. That was fun. Well, uh, I, I awesome. want to thank our sponsors, Squarespace, and my new favorite like drug of choice i guess the fucking eagle energy <laughs> does not mess around check them out yeah. and uh and really really hit these things hard. hard i reckon <laughs> suck it hard uh, you heard it here 
I don't know if I can co-sign. He took a five, five, ten minute break uh, after he had one of his heat episodes. I don't know where you went during that break. I, had, I, I, went I imagine you I, dumped your face in water. No, I literally went upstairs and like stood in front of like, uh, uh, you know, the there was an, where the AC vent is and like let it blow on me for a minute and like, you know, got myself a beverage and uh, had to had to cool off a little bit. I, I really did too much of that, I think. I, I, you know, I did about 120 doses, if I had to guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, uh, maybe and they recommend ten more than that. Probably more than that. Oh. I, I don't know what the time limit the is because I, I mean, if you, yeah, I was practicing before the show. I've done hundreds of these tonight. <laughs> so if you're wondering if they're safe for you, like literally, and the best part is when you've got alive. Them, I'm alive. You know, I mean, you know, yeah. I don't think Wings could survive this though. I think if like if if like Wings puffed on these things like this, I literally think he might die. I owe him a response on. Because my, my heart is just racing. I don't know if his could handle this. This is just... I love it. Wow, 20 doses. There 30 is. doses. I mean, he's taking a lot of hits. 40 doses. Do he's going to get sweaty. He's 50 doses. Right Five more. 60. I think he's kind of taking half doses. <laughs> Those don't count. Those don't count. That's 80. <laughs> he swallowed half of that. 20 That's more. 80, 20 more doses. <laughs> 20 more. <coughs> All right. 20 more. That was 40 more. <laughs> Come on, champ. You can do it. I don't think I should. 10 more. 10 more rounds. I think I can see him start to sweat. More. I, I think I'm all done now. So, <laughs> so, yeah, so yeah, don't be worried about overdosing or anything because I don't think that's possible. Um, I really, I, I'm, I'm not kidding. I can feel the effect of this. I can. It feels. It's. It's. Uh, I got like a buzz going. Like like. If someone you, text Kitty. <laughs> I feel like I've had a beer. Like I feel like I've drank like one beer, and that beer happened to be made of like pure caffeine. Like it feels like a pot of coffee, and uh, and uh, and I'm a little tipsy. I feel like. Uh, yeah, definitely. I'm sweaty and hot. Because yeah. you just deprived your brain from oxygen. So maybe you want to stick to just one of these motherfuckers and just puff on that until you get where you want to be. Maybe maybe ten was excessive. Unless you're on the go, who knows? <laughs> but for the pros, step it up to ten. I really appreciate them sending me this like storefront package of like. That's, what it is. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, inhale your energy. Yeah. Wow. It says guarana extract increases energy levels, memory. Mood and reaction times. I wish I had somebody like throw a tennis ball at me real hard right now. <laughs> you and need to puff on these before shark attack. Oh, absolutely. Uh, taurine, which enhances my endurance and reduces my stress levels, and ginseng, which is going to stimulate me physically and mentally. All right, I like it. You're a goddamn superhero. All right, PKA episode forty-one. Thanks, Joe. <laughs> Two forty-one. That's my no, favorite 241. sponsor yet. <laughs>